Painkiller Ready, episode 409 with our guest, Steve Hofstetter. Kyle? A couple of sponsors tonight, Dollar Shave Club, Lending Club, Casper Mattresses, and YouTube Music. YouTube Music is a new app that combines everything you expect from a streaming service with the magic of YouTube to bring everything to life. With YouTube Music Premium, you'll get ad-free music that plays up with the screen off or on uh, while using other apps. Finally, get music where, whenever you want, even if you're offline. Download the new YouTube Music app today and start a free 30-day trial. Then just pay $9.99 per month. Terms and restrictions apply. That's it. Yeah, I, uh, I use that, and I like that I can play videos in the background. And if you watch this show, it might be something you like, too. It's four hours long, but you want to use your GPS instead of looking at the YouTube app with the... If you premiere guy, Wait, is is Kyle dying? What just happened? I'm I'm really sick. He's suffering. Really sick. Do you want to talk about it? I've just got. I think I've got food poisoning. I ate some bad ribs for lunch. I, I'll, wait, I'll wait, wait, did you cook the ribs or did you buy them? And I I ordered the ribs and here. All right, it's a bit of a story. So I use Grubhub. But well, we don't have and, time for that. And if Grubhub, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, 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 that's. Sorry, it's my fault for asking. Kyle, there's only three hours to, and fifty nine minutes left. <laughs> if Grubhub has to cancel your order, you get like ten or fifteen dollars credit. Well, I discovered that this one restaurant like just doesn't like dealing with Grubhub, even though <laughs> even though they're on Grubhub. So I order from there every day, and I'm making money. I've made forty five dollars in the last. This is 10 smart. Days. Today wow. they delivered. Today they showed up with these ribs. It was an hour late, but I was like, ah, this is actually these are good ribs. I am so sick. I, I think so that sick. they are on to you. They discovered your little scam, and they were like, all right, he wants to fuck with us. Well, we're gonna give him the poison ribs. I, what uh? What kind of restaurant is this? It's like a country buffet type restaurant. They, they've got like a ton of sides, and like so, you have to get a twenty dollars minimum order. So I ordered like six sides and a huge thing of ribs. <laughs> is this so the same nicest... Kyle sucker who's ordering every day? Seen him? <laughs> seen him yesterday's ribs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the with nicest the restaurant. Sauce in Kyle's on County. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're actively feeling like have you thrown up yet? Because every time I've gotten food poisoning, that's step number one. Is it'll go from totally fine to I'm gonna vomit right now, and then following a vomit, it's usually just shits from there on out. Like I feel it right in my solar flex and like right in the bottom of my throat. Like I feel. Like like there's a frog in my throat and I feel like a lot of pressure in my solar plex. I feel were they pork ribs nauseous. or beef ribs? Uh, pork ribs. Ooh. Th- yeah, so you might have food poisoning. Or you might have had yeah. Jackie's chili, because that's normal. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's also oh possible. hey Jackie, thanks for coming. <laughs> they were uh, it's possible they, yeah. <laughs> possible they were uncooked and you also now have a tumor. So look forward to that. Or mm, parasite. Or comes with those scary parasites that get in you and don't want to leave. I want a parasite. There, there's a reason the Jews and Muslims didn't eat pork back in the day. It's true. And you know what's funny to me about that is like, it, it must have been because one dude didn't do it right way back in the day and everybody got really ill. And so yeah. they were like, Jedediah, you fuck. We're, no, no more pork, no more of any of this. Meanwhile, like lots of other civilizations are like, you know, you, if you cook it just a little longer, <laughs> it's, it's going to be fine. No. No, no, no. This decision is made. We already wrote it down. <laughs> same thing with, like, same with shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that religion was basically been like, all right, you fuckers don't know how to cook. So I guess we'll make some laws based on yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it was, right? They're like, because shellfish, pork, like anything you have to cook for extended periods of time, it was really just a cooking rule. 
What about mixing polyester and cotton? Like that's somehow against religion, right? Oh, that was also that caused salmonella as well. Mm. Yeah, that's a little known fact. It does. That defies yeah. everything I know about salmonella. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're wearing some bad cotton. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, these well, really. The pro- <laughs> you only need one one thousand twenty fourth of the shirt to be cotton, Ooh. and the rest polyester, and it's an all cotton shirt. <laughs> so there you go. So you just got a delivery driver who showed up, yeah, uh, delivering I, your your yellow curry, and you said I, he shouldn't be driving. <laughs> I apologize. So I'm running late to do the show, and you guys were nice enough to like give me an extra couple minutes. I run out to get the delivery, and like I have, uh, so I have like a long walkway up to my place, and this guy was like hobbling, like Tiny Tim style, just down the walkway, and I was like, "Your job is delivering food in a in a densely packed city." Like you're like this isn't someone who like you know you get like Uber Eats and you come out to the car and you go get it like this is a guy who literally just his job is to walk stuff up to your door and I'm just standing there and finally I just like I walked up to the street to meet him and I was like I'll just here's here's an extra tip use it to whatever surgery you apparently need <laughs> get your crutches back was this an elderly like an older man no dude probably in his forties uh, just uh, just hobbling over just very slowly slowly giving me my food but don't you get a feeling like anytime you see a driver who's like older than their 20s yeah you're like there is a feeling where you're like man i really hope you're just doing this for extra money like a little extra spending money like i don't want to think about you having to do especially if they're like 75 it's like what have you been doing the last 60 years like you grew up in the most prosperous time of all time like what were you doing well, there's two ways that could go. Like, there's the way, the really sad way, which is the, like, oh, man, this is someone who's had no opportunities and is just trying to desperately take care of his family. Maybe someone got sick. You know, he lost his job and he's desperately trying to hold on. Or there's the, this guy's a complete fuck-up kind of way, where, like, what did you do to land here? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I prefer to think it's always the second way, so I don't feel bad. It's easier to blame them. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Totally their fault. That applies to all aspects of life. It's much yeah. easier to blame other people and more satisfying than to realize you've made an error. You know? Yeah. I think that's how I think that's how most people get through life, actually. Like the how dare this person cut me off from behind. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And every time like someone cuts you off, you're fucking furious. And every time some you cut someone off, you're like, get over it. Yeah, we all make like, mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, come on. I just had to get over. Come on, man. I didn't mean to. <laughs> what about if someone exists in your blind spot for too long of a period of time? Do they share any blame in this? Yes. They do. Absolutely. Riding the blind spot is one of the more dangerous things you can do. Be aware, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there are people. I had, one, uh, I had one yesterday where I'm, like, rushing to a gig. I get to the gig, and, like, the lighting wasn't really adequate. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to Lowe's. It's 15 minutes away. I'm going to buy an extra light and then come back. So I'm, like, rushing back to make the gig, and I'm trying to get over to the next lane. And it's one of these things where, like, you slow down, and the guy who's, like, in your blind spot slows down equally with you. And it's like, all right, so I'll speed up and try to get in front of you. And then he's speeding up a little bit. And I'm like, are we racing? What the fuck are you doing, man? (laughs) And finally, like, I slowed down to, like, 15 miles an hour so that he finally, like, had no choice but to go. I go over a couple lanes, then I ended up passing him on the right. (laughs) Like, just just an Uh, idiot who didn't know how to drive. Is that a – everybody always talks about the drivers in their area being the worst. You haven't always lived in L.A., so – is there a real difference? Like people out there actually suck or not really? I actually think the drivers in LA are dangerous, but they're not bad. 
Like, mm-hmm. most of the time, they're going 80 miles an hour. They're doing it right. They're just like, what the fuck? We're all going to die if one person makes a mistake, which happens, and that's why there's always an accident during rush hour. But uh, the worst drivers, and I've I've driven in every state and several countries, and the worst drivers I've come across, not foreign drivers. Like, a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, you know, look out when you go to X country. No, Florida, for sure. No mm-hmm. question. Hands down. Everybody's about to die. Uh, they're very old. They've forgotten how to drive a very long time ago. Or they're drunk or on meth. Like, that's the... By the way, if you're listening in Florida, uh, you know that I'm right. <laughs> oh, it's totally right. Like, the average age of Flor- Floridians, I think, is 71. <laughs> that can't be really? true. That's I know. I, I, know I, I, I made that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I, I didn't even pause. I was like, wow, really? That's amazing. A lot of I sneak in fake facts there. all the time. Taylor, you're you know? thinking I, of Fox News, not Florida. Yes. Dude, I, if, you, if you look at the actual demographics of any TV news, like Fox, CNN, MSNBC, like any TV old, old-timey you know, news medium, the average age is at the lowest, like 68 it's insane. Yeah. Like nobody our age watches that regularly yeah, for the most I, part. Whenever I go in for a meeting with any sort of TV network and like, you know, we end up talking about my demographics and like my demo is pretty much like 15 to 35 mm-hmm. and they just like look at me like, what? There are people of that age that watch things? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe stop putting garbage on your air and then yeah. you'll you'll get people with a uh, taste. This, there was no better so like reminder. Of, yeah, there was no better like Reminder of that than when YouTube went down. I think it was two days ago. Yeah. And instantly, top trending thing on Twitter. Where the fuck did YouTube go? Where's <laughs> Where's YouTube? I was watching King of the Hill on YouTube, and I was, whoa, 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 but where? But but this is what I use. It's never gone down. Yeah. And I was like looking at other things, like going to regular TV, and I'm like, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm, I'd rather sit in silence until YouTube comes back than flip. I to just that. like the idea that everyone who was watching YouTube was watching King of the Hill. <laughs> and like that would be all, <laughs> they were all super upset at the Whoa, same time. Bobby, <laughs> what'd you do with YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. That's He's, pretty good. Th- that show is Bobby. so underrated. Yeah, it's one of those shows that like I don't purposefully ever watch, but every time I've seen it, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have a show like that where like y- you you've never tried to watch it, but you've been li- but y- y- it's good every time, and I don't know what oh, has maybe. to happen for me to try to watch it. I think Frasier is a show like that for me. Because any time yeah. on TV that Frasier was on when I was younger, I would watch it. And I'd be like, this is pretty good. But I would never seek it out. Yeah. That's how but. Friends was for me. But I haven't seen it in ages. Ugh. I fucking hate Friends. Fucking what, do you hate, <laughs> what do you hate most about it? Friends isn't funny. Friends is poorly written. Friends has stupid, ridiculous characters that aren't ridiculously funny at all. If you take the laugh track away, you're just sitting there for 22 minutes wondering why these people are so vain and slutty. <laughs> Wait, first, first, first of all, how are you wondering why people are slutty and, and not vain. just like excited by it? <laughs> yeah, Monica, Monica, and Rachel, <laughs> Monica and Rachel would have so many STDs at this point. They fuck a different guy at least once a week. It's you, sometimes it's two or three guys friends. a week. Really? It, it's absurd. I've yeah, never them once being a week with the same terrible people. for ages. What? I mean, their their pussies would be toxic at this point because there's toxic? never an episode where it's like they go to a clinic and get no. it taken care of and then they no. go back to their romping around. Maybe they use no. a condom. But it is at all about promiscuity. It's, it is all about promiscuity and vanity. 
There are uh, a lot of and those are two. Those world. are the top two things I would list about you. And so maybe you don't like it because it's Friends was holding up a bit of a mirror. I am not nearly as vain and slutty as Rachel and Monica. Wait, what? You're not what about what about uh, and Ross? Joey. Ross <laughs> you know, I, I was like, don't leave like Ross and Joey. Like Ross was married like seven times, right? Married. The man was trying to settle down forever. He wasn't. He wasn't playing <laughs> the field. Joey, however, there's an episode where. Where like Chandler is having sex for like the first time ever, probably like his third time or whatever. And he, he's like, ah, oh, do you have a condom? And Joey's like, Frrr. like he's got like a gigantic book of them. That's that may yeah. be the only funny joke in the entire show. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's not fucking having funny. a lot of condoms on hand does not prove you have a lot of sex. That Perhaps actually, not. they were in his wallet though. For the, <laughs> for the for the most part, I think the guys who have like the most condoms probably have the least amount of sex. Right? L- like the guys who are like, I'm gonna stockpile this. Just in case, like the the guys who have a lot of sex is like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a box of condoms, I'm gonna use it, and I'm gonna buy another box of condoms. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the correlation between condoms on hand and sex because I can see it yeah. going both ways. Because also, guys who use condoms know that they have an expiration date, and like yeah. having a ton of them is a horrible idea. That's just a scheme, a scam I've put seen- on by big condom. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. <laughs> That's the kind I use. It's big latex. Yeah. Ah, well played. Well played, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> I've never been having so little sex that I had to worry about the expiration date of a condom, though. What I is mean, it? Is it like a year and a half? It's like no, two it's, or three years or something. It's a couple years, but that's my point. If you have like a truckload of them, like even if you're having sex every day, mm-hmm. like you're still, if you have hundreds of condoms, you're not going to go through them. Hundreds is insane. I buy. I think yeah. I buy like six. I think the box comes with like sixty-five or something, and it's sixty-six. I think I, I buy that many at a time. My that birth control method is to just jizz all over her face. So try that, boys and girls. Well, there's yeah. pre-cum, and 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 that's an issue. And also, you don't know what she might have. Pre-cum you, you is might... overrated. But also, then her face could get pregnant, and that's yeah, there's the oh, terrifying. face babies are disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've been like. Taylor was I've a face. I've gotten talked into. I am a face. Yeah, <laughs> that <I'm head>. <laughs> Like uh, the condom thing. Would you? If there was a month left on a condom before it expired. <laughs> would you roll those dice? Because you know you're gonna start unrolling it down your dick, and you're gonna hear like crinkles and cracks, and you're like, this used to be lubricated. Like it's gonna be old. If any of you have ever used an old condom where you're really searching, like, do I have a fucking condom? Do I have a condom? And you find one. Oh, I, I, I get, it's got six First days left. It's okay. I've never looked at the expiration date on a condom, frankly. Like, there's never been a moment where I'm, like, having sex and it's like, go get a condom. I'm like, okay, and I get it. And I'm just, like, holding it. Because it's usually, like, fairly dark. Like, uh-huh. if you're it, – it's not really bright light unless you're having sex in, like, a really weird place or, like, you're just into, like, hospital lights. So, like, you have to – then you get the phone out, like, your phone out with the flashlight. <laughs> like, you look at the date. Like, when the <laughs> fuck is anyone looking at the date on the actual condom? See, usually that when I... that happens, I get talked into the pull and pray method because women dislike condoms almost as much as we do and i've heard before like when you're about to do it and they're like oh don't use a condom that sucks you know the pull and pray is like 86 percent effective and in like your horny brain you're like that's like a b no that's pretty good <laughs> no. in so my you, brain you go for it right in my brain i'm just like i've had sex a hundred times i don't want 14 babies that's not how it works <laughs> like that's, no. that's, that's not, it's totally not. how it works it's not no, it's not that is how it works with poker the way they do it, and, and Woody may know the exact number, but it's something like, like when they, what's the failure rate? What is it like one percent or something? What it it's is, like it's it's like that. if you have like regular sex for like a year, 
then 1% of the time it'll fail. So it, or 14 it's, in this case, right? If you have regular sex yeah. for a year, or it could even be five, but it's something like that. If you have regular sex for a year, you've got a you know, 14% chance that you'll be a baby. Yeah, but it's what absurd. Do you do? Yeah. And, 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 and what, back to Taylor's point, if a woman ever tells you, don't use a condom, that's when you put on two. Mike Baldwin has an amazing on. joke about that, where he basically says, whatever the woman wants me to do, I want to do the opposite. Because if she says, oh, you better use a condom, then he's like, oh, she probably says this with everyone, so it's probably safe to not use a condom. But if she says, hey, I don't want to use a condom, I am using a condom. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great yeah. bit. What, what, it actually, is, like, it little little bit sense. of a um, like PSA. What really gets girls pregnant, this is a mistake that people make, is if you go back in, right? If you have sex, blow all over her titties or whatever it is you're going to do, and then stop, there's a good chance you won't make a baby. But if you go back in... There's a good chance you're going to be a father. Go back in how? Mm-hmm. No, you, that's that's not a, never a thing that you've done or been in a, been uh, uh, attempped to do. Once I come, I don't like, want to put it back into that disgusting wait, place. No, on people what? do. Hold After on a I second. come, I just want to go soon? be by myself. That's how the problem. Soon are we yeah, yeah, like you need to like shower and I don't know, rub alcohol on yeah. it or something to really kill those babies. If you biologically, do- biologically, like and look, and maybe you guys are some sort of weird super you know, dick people, I don't know. But biologically, when you come, you're not hard. Oh, well, like, I, how do you get... I would argue that I, immediately I've after? often got a little time left. Yeah. Really? I don't think you're coming all the way then. I think you're... Oh, uh, that's possible. Oh. Maybe I've been doing it wrong all this time. <laughs> I think, <laughs> you've been stopping short. I think you've got a little left to go, and you, and then uh, and you're using it for the wrong purpose. What what if that was true? I would love it if we found out that Woody has been having sex wrong for like twenty five years. <laughs> like 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 we had that whole conversation with Dick Picks where he was like, you know, yeah. you just kind of send a semi soft one, right? And we're like, no, you get it hard as a rock, and you make it look as good as you can. You find a flattering angle for you and him, right? And 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 you send it, and he's like, oh, Steve well, doesn't I, know at the age that I would have been in the Dick Pick game. There were no camera phones, right? Polaroid, so I, baby. I was never there. And I, so I thought, <laughs> With a guy I thought the way this was played, <laughs> and I said it on the show because I'm stupid, <laughs> was that like you sent a flaccid pick, but you kind of like rig it in your favor, right? Maybe like a semi, a little chub. So that you you're, do a little fluffing. So you're yeah. at your best flaccid. And they were so both you're like, like this, is, this is what I am before I grow. Yeah. Like that kind of thing, even right. though you've grown a little bit. Yeah. I'm even, walking around like this. Even though you stack the deck in your favorite It's like, touch. you know what it is? It's like a realtor where you where you show someone like kind of a shitty house at first, mm. and then you show them the house you're really trying to sell them. It's like, the is that realtors, what you're doing? When they take those shots with the wide angle cameras and every room seems gigantic, that yeah, was like yeah. maybe the thought process. I, I didn't know you went full mast <laughs> before you no, took you, a picture. You got to go full mast because you need to show them what they're going to get. Like, that would be like trying to take like a picture to show off your body. But you do it like sitting down, hunched <laughs> over, and it's just your belly. And you're like, hey, <laughs> imagine what I'm like standing up. And they're like, I don't <laughs> even know if I want to at this point. On the side. Like, I don't know why I thought that side. was a good idea, but I did. I thought that's how it worked. <laughs> hey, also, I have an IQ of 86. She's going to be really impressed when I can read. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar low. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's good. Yeah, under promise and over deliver. Of course, you have to have the chance to deliver is the key point yeah. here, though. I'd love it if Woody was like, you know, you put it in and you just hold it there for 20 minutes and then you're done. Yeah. What? Not <laughs> everyone lasts for an hour. Just oh, put you're it moving. In there and let it, you just Who put knew? it in there and you let it stew. 
Yeah, and she starts she he starts to move, and he's like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Don't move. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. Silence. Crazy woman. You, you said something smart when you were like, the woman who wants you to not use the condom, where to? Be- and that extends to way more than just condom use. Because I've found that when women like anything in mass, it's terrible. Like television shows. Like if you, if you see a movie, like a, a trailer... You know, or a tweet about it, and the comment is like, women are flocking to see blank. Zero percent of you goes, this is going to be fucking good. Women are really smart. <laughs> they, know, they know good cinema. Like, you, you use it as a way to, like, weed out the shit, right? Like, because you don't want, like, be real. When you hear a bunch of women like a TV show, you know it's going to be kind of shit. Well, it's, it's you not know gonna... it's going to be targeted for them. Yeah, it, it's, it, it may be well Which is why made. it would be shit to me. Yeah. yeah, it may be well made, it may be well acted, but the subject matter is going to be something that I'm probably not interested in, you know? Yeah, I mean, the same way that, like, the same way that people are just like, oh, you know, if if people in their 60s love this film, it doesn't mean it's a bad film, it just means it's not one I want to see. Yeah, I did not see my fellow co-host defending women on this, and I'm just... Romantic comedy. <laughs> Taylor, who's your terrible. favorite female comedian? I'm curious, do you have one? Joan you can- Rivers. Okay. I found one. She was fucking hilarious. Mickey, like, am I pronouncing She's the it only right? female comedian oh, I've Nikki ever Glazer. watched where yeah. I was uproariously laughing. Like yeah, Joan N- uh, Nikki Glazer is fantastic. Yeah. I haven't heard I, uh, Yeah. I, I saw heard... her uh, prepping for the Bruce Willis roast, and she was just tearing the fucking room apart. She's a regular on, uh, she's a regular on Comedy Juice. She's on it uh, probably once or twice a month. I have um, satellite radio in my semi-new truck. And I, I first found her there in the Comedy Channel, and then, but I forgot her name. So then, like, I'd hear her there, and I, I was on like a mission to hunt down who she was. And she was on JRE recently, and uh, that was kind of neat. You got to see a different side of her, like who she really is. And uh, I, I have a new favorite female comedian, Nikki Glazer. She had she had some really amazing stuff uh, that she was going to use for the roast that she ended up not using. Oh. Uh, yeah, just like some really fantastic jokes. Like she did this whole thing about she was talking about like Ed Norton was there, and so she was doing like Ed Norton and Bruce Willis's movies, and she was just like naming all of them. And she's like, "Oh, I got sexually assaulted to every one of those movies." It was just so. Yeah, it was like a lot of people say, you know, don't see the end of uh, you know, of of Fight Club. Like, don't ruin it. Like, I have no idea what happens because thankfully, you know, he he came and left at that point. So it was like a lot of. <laughs> A lot of stuff like that. It was really great. She's really naughty, uh, which is not a yeah. downside to me. But um, almost to the effect, like... <laughs> I love the Taylor covering his <laughs> Oh, gee, we're, we're getting naughty. a little risque over uh, here. Naughty boys. You we're might be surprised, Taylor. Yeah, she had a joke. I've been, it's been burned into my head recently. I, she said that anyone who wears a tank top sucks dick. Male or female, if you're wearing a tank top, you probably suck dick. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like I can picture Freddie Mercury and some trailer park girl in a in a white tank top. Anyway, and that's the full full range of tank top wearers. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed it. You know what? It's funnier when she says it. But uh, it but yeah, she, she's great. But a uh, little... my favorite. Oh. Uh, my favorite right now, uh, up and coming is Taylor Tomlinson. I don't know uh, her. This is a girl. Yeah, Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, she's got a couple things on Netflix right now. Uh, if you want to look her up, but she's great. And, like, she's someone who – she's really young, too. Um, she started when she was 16. And it's crazy because she started as a church comic. Mm-hmm. And now she's, like, not a church comic at all. <laughs> like, the because uh, she was on uh, Last Comic. She was a finalist on Last Comic. And, like, they kind of pitched her as that. 
Like they, you know, went with her to like some church gig she did. And I said to her, I was like, you're going to get a billion church gigs. And she's like, I don't want to get a billion church gigs. <laughs> and so then I think she just started writing material where she cannot get church gigs anymore. <laughs> so like the last time I saw her, uh, there was like one bit she did that was just fucking filthy. And I was like, really don't want to do the church gigs anymore, <laughs> do you? She's like, no, not oh, anymore. Did, what was your last I, name? I grew up uh, Tomlinson, uh, right? Yeah, Taylor Tomlinson. Okay. I grew up in a like religious family, and so we would go to church and stuff. And every once in a while, they'd do something to the church, like, hey, they're having a funny uh, a Christian comedian come down tonight. And it'd be like, oh, let, boys, let's go see this. And so we'd go. And I still remember. It'd be just the shitty. It'd just be stuff like, you know, they call it the Last Supper, but... If you're asking me, I bet Jesus had a snack between then and the crucifixion. You'd be like, ha, 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 ha. I, I, I just made that up. It, it's that bad. And then, like, and then after that, and then like after that, they'd like after the laugh, they'd be like, but seriously, folks, God's no laughing matter. You got to make oh. sure that you, it'd be like, oh, like this is just you lecturing me, oh. like intermittently telling terrible jokes. You'd be like, John the Baptist, you know what a what a crazy guy he was. But let's get real for a second, folks. Where would you be? And what could you learn from John the Baptist? Yeah. You know, sure, exactly. his stories are a little funny, but but which ones aren't in this holy book? And it's like, oh, Christ! Like at, at nine, I'm like, this sucks. Some inside <laughs> baseball on that. Um, a lot of the people who do the, you know, whatever the specific circuits are, like the church circuit or like the like anti D like DUI speech circuit and all that stuff, are just comedians who failed at being regular comedians. And who are just like, well, you know what? I guess if I just write to this specific crowd, I'll have less competition. And so every now and then, like, you have someone who's, like, genuinely good, who genuinely believes that garbage. But uh, I had to follow a guy once at uh, Mercer University in Macon, Georgia. And this guy was, so he's a comic who's now, like, a former comic who's now doing, like, like DUI speaking. You know, basically, like, you know, be responsible about it. So he does... Like, 40 minutes of, like, kind of funny story about, like, you know, him and his brother. And, it, you know, his brother got in a horrible accident. And, like, he got sent to jail and this whole thing. And, it, you know, it's this kind of motivational get-your-life-together speech. But then at the end, he realizes he's got, like, 10 minutes left. And so he just does some of his old act, which included doing jokes about how fun it is to drink. <laughs> like, it was amazing and like all the students are just watching this be like are you fucking what this is the same <laughs> dude but he just had all these like hacky party jokes mm. that yeah it was absolute garbage taylor has was, a theory uh, that girl scout cookies followed the same career path that they just they were cookies that couldn't compete yes. on the open capitalist market therefore they had to just go into the get the girl Scout Charity boost. Cookies. Mm -hmm. and i stand so strongly by that because people are like oh fuck Fucking Thin Mint. Like, anyone out there is like, I fucking love Girl Scout cookies. No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, you don't actually <laughs> love them that much. They're not that great. Oh, fucking Thin Mints, man. I, I, can't, I can't get enough of these fucking... I, can't, I love being around seven-year-old girls buying their cookies. You know? Like, no. No. <laughs> none, of, none of those compete with a, with a double stuff Oreo. A double stuff Oreo shits on any of those Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> and it's not even close. Not oh, true. Samoa. Samoa's pretty... No, it's not. Not half as good as a double stuff Oreo. Samoa's better. Samoa's amazing. Chewy's Chips Ahoy blows them all the fuck out. Ooh, those are disgusting. I, don't, I hate Chewy's. Kyle, chips. these aren't debates. These are facts. <laughs> <laughs> I actually also, like Chips Ahoy, on. but not the chewy ones. I really think hold Taylor's on. underestimating the milk absorption. But the, the regular ones are good if you want but, milk. Fair. But don't even bring up these mass-produced, like, you know, commercial bullshit. Like, there's also, just in general, like, any bakery cookie is better than any of the Girl Scout cookies. But the difference is that Girl Scout cookies come to your door. Like, the reason people love them is because they're handed to you. 
because you do no work to get them. And that's why people like them. It's the convenience factor. Plus, you get like. to feel I good about them buying the store. them. Right? If you buy them at the store, you should feel bad about buying them, you fat fuck. But if you're <laughs> buying them from Girl Scouts, <laughs> you're really doing a good thing for the, for the world. You buy yourself some double stuff Oreos like a grown up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they teach but really, they, like, and, and what you're saying, those, those bakery cookies, those blow yeah. out any store bought ones. Like, there's a clear hierarchy, and Girl Scout cookies are near the bottom. Fortune cookies are at the very bottom, so I'm not I'm not insulting them in that way. Yeah, and fortune cookies, that's another one where it was just basically like, well, this thing doesn't really taste that great. What do we do? I know we'll trick people into liking it because they can feel better about their life by reading some sort of fortune, which, by the way, when the fuck did fortunes stop being fortunes? Like, did yeah. they just run out of future things and instead they just give us little little tidbits about ourselves? Like, instead of being like, hey, here's what'll happen, which is way more fun to pretend with when you're with a group of people and you're eating Chinese food and you get something like, hey, you're going to be rich in the future and you could all talk about how it's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. But instead, it's just like, you smile a lot. It's like, no, I fucking don't. See, I I want to open a company where we just make crude and scary fortune cookies where it'll be like real things where you'll like bite it open and and look at it and be it'll it'll read in the next week. It's going to start to burn to pee. Ooh. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> or you well, just open okay. it up and it's just going to be like, you will never get the approval of your father. <laughs> oh, why? This fortune really hits home. Yeah. <laughs> You're adopted. You There's know? a one yeah. in five chance that cookie you ate had salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love funny fortunes. I think that there would be absolute room for funny fortunes. I like or that. accuse random people in that person's life of horrid crimes where it'd be <laughs> oh, like, God. your stepfather is a rapist. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I or, had no idea. Your mother just, smokes meth, or just the person to your left. <laughs> Someone yeah, at this table that. shoplifts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be like you one of you is gonna tip poorly. <laughs> just, uh, Steve, I went to your show. Yes, I enjoyed you did. it, dude. So thank you. I, I enjoyed the show. And then I, I sort of sat back there like this meta viewer, you know, watching how you ran a show. It was cool. Yeah. So I assume you're the most experienced comic there because you, you opened and you closed. And the the way that you opened was awesome. Like not only was it Thank funny, you. but you made the audience better. You know, like you made them like, – you encouraged them not to be a really hard laugh, to have a good time, to make the most of it. And uh, I don't know. I was just like taking notes the whole time. Like, like this – Thank you, man. This is not his first time doing this. You know, he's setting up all these other comics for success. You loosened up the crowd. Then all the, the other three guys were great, and then you closed it and killed it. It, it was really cool. I enjoyed the show. Thank you. And the, the, so the reason I, I open and close, which is not usually done at a comedy club – it's so that was a show that was on my tour specifically. So like 80% of that crowd is there for me. Okay. And so if I open with five minutes or so of wel- welcoming everybody and then I introduce the next comic, it's like I'm vouching for them. Mm-hmm. And so then my fans can go, okay, well, this is one of his guys. So and then that that makes them not start cold. Also, I have experience warming up crowds because I used to have to when I was filming laughs, like I would warm up the audience before we would film. Uh And so that's kind of where I learned how to do that stuff. So the stuff that Woody's talking about uh, for the for the people who were not there. uh, (laughs) Everyone but me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, there were some PK people there. There were, there were. Yeah. And so uh, for the people who were who were not there, it's basically like I say that like you determine how much fun you have tonight. Like if uh, and, and. I won't go into the whole bit, but like one of the things I say 
is like if you guys don't enjoy yourself like like i want the show to go well but if it doesn't like i have another show tomorrow so i don't care <laughs> like you you guys have to decide to have fun and it kind of loosens them up and and they realize like oh yeah we made our night about this so let's not try to be tough because so many people have that arms folded bullshit of you know that that hipster better than you attitude the, and so it's just it's addressing that the magic was in how you were able to make them be a better crowd without like lecturing them right like someone who didn't know what they were doing would walk up there and preach at them and like all right you guys you know if you're assholes then it's your fault for being an asshole and then that doesn't warm up the crowd that shuts them down right you mean me two years ago <laughs> like, <laughs> is that right <laughs> just yeah i mean i had to learn uh-huh. i had to learn like what worked and and what works basically is positivity like you guys can be this not don't do this and so it's you know it, and it's making fun of you know when i when i do one of the jokes is like some people come to a comedy show they have this like hipster closed off energy of like you fuckers better be funny and i'm like well you better be a good crowd there's nothing i can do if you're an asshole yeah. like if someone hurt you a long time ago work that shit out in the parking lot <laughs> then you come inside and the like doing that kind of i'm making fun of another like i'm not saying hey you in the crowd you're like this it's like oh there was some other people who could have come here who were total dicks and right we're not that aren't we cool and it's like the emperor's new jokes it's <laughs> it's basically you know convincing people to uh you know to to let loose a little bit and enjoy themselves and then the other guys by the way so let me let me plug the other guys so the guys i was touring with uh are uh, Brett Druck and Rob Ryan so they were both on that show. Uh, those are my guys, and then uh, and then Mark was a uh, was a local guy. Um, but yeah, Brett and uh, and Rob toured with me for Brett's been my opener for three years, and Rob toured with me for a couple months this year. So uh, and they had they had a ton of fun on that one too. And it was interesting for them to see because I've talked to them about PKA before, mm-hmm. and like they see people come at, to shows and they see people wearing the PKA hats and coming over to me and being like "fuck legitimate rage," <laughs> and they're just like "what is this?" So then I explained to them what it was. Uh, and then sometimes I'll get questions during the Q&A about PKA, too. But uh, for them to see it live and to see how, like, excited everybody was, uh, I think they thought that that was really cool, too. Yeah, I had That's a good great. time. And, and before the show, I, I mean, there was a piece of me that was like, all right, I committed to do this. Uh, I would really enjoy <laughs> being a lazy sloth on my couch tonight instead, but I'm going to go out. And I'm really glad I did. So, uh, yeah, you turned me around. Too, so I, I I appreciate that, and also like I will say compliments to you for sticking around as long as you did, because so after the show, I mean we got like 250 people at that show, and so the merch line is really long, and so it takes probably about an hour for us to get through that whole line, and meanwhile like Woody was just hanging out with like you know one or two dozen PKA people who were there who were just chilling, and like you didn't have to do that, like you absolutely didn't have to give them access to you for that long. I thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of an honor. Like some of those people drove away to see me, and uh, yeah, you know, I appreciate them too. Like I, <sighs> I thought it was like a really nice thing you did. Now I realize it was all ego. No, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> maybe I didn't come across right. And also, they know what he drives. So, <laughs> well, who doesn't love him? <laughs> no, like I, <laughs> there are some people. Like, I don't know. They were happy to see me, and I, I, I couldn't just blow them off. So no, I know, I know what you mean. That's why I do the whole merch line. Like that's why you know, I'll, and also because people buy stuff. But like that's why you know I'll wait around as long as people are you know being kind about it. And okay. it is weird, though, sometimes when people like, did you get anybody being being weird to you or was it all pretty normal? I have a this character flaw in that uh, if people think really highly of me, I assume that they're wrong. So 
you know, like, oh, your compliments are all misplaced. Come back to me with your yeah. insults. And, uh, you know, some of them had like, like things I've said over the years that had a positive impact on them or, or you know, how much they, you know, they value my, my videos. And, uh, in my head, I'm just like, yeah, we're going to have to move past these kind words because they're don't fit. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm flawed. What are you just like, like I'm not enjoying me? this. Tell me about the audio, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, don't you guys have problems with the production quality of this conversation? Yeah. Like, guys. yeah, yeah. So that's I heard Nikki Glazer say that on JRE too. She's like, it's not like you know, I take in all the positive words of affirmation. I just sit there and read the the nasty comments and let those sink in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I, I need to absolutely. stop that. Absolutely. Like there are people who, like, I got I got an email from this guy. I, I mean, this was the most like incredible, should have been life changing message I got. Where this guy basically, he was a fan, and his mother knew that I really liked my videos, uh, that he really liked my videos, and he uh, had this brain disease. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was something super rare that most people die from. He had like a like a twelve percent chance of survival, and he slips into a coma, and his mother still plays the stuff he likes, including my videos, and uh, allegedly, I don't know how true this is, but allegedly like his brain waves would increase while she was playing my videos for him. Wow. And so he eventually comes out of the coma. He beats this disease. He's one of the rare people who actually beats it. And he sends me this email that was like super nice about just like how basically he thinks I saved his life and he's, and he, and please never stop doing comedy and et cetera, et cetera. That email should have been enough to last me for years of negative shit, mm -hmm. you know, like literally I saved a human being. And meanwhile, I get a comment on my Facebook to be like, you're an idiot. And I'm just like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And then I'm in that mode again. You should just paste that as a response to every single negative thing. Yeah, well, this guy, this guy with brain problems disagrees, idiot. And yeah, then they'll feel like, bad. Yeah, this guy with a brain disease thinks I'm funny. Wait, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> you probably gave it to him with your comedy, idiot. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, stupid. Uh, I actually recently, uh, on my Facebook, I finally made a decision because it's growing enough that I decided to have moderators. And so uh, I got mods, and I basically like made a couple of rules, and they're pretty simple. It's you know very much like if you're a dick to me, no warning, you're gone. Because why are you here? What is the point of you being on my Facebook if you don't like me? Like, I don't need you. You're not a customer. If you're a dick to someone else, like, there's a warning. Basically, be like, hey, treat each other like human beings. Uh, and I also banned the word libtard. And I banned it saying, I don't care what your politics are. But if you're that dumb that you think that that's a clever word, then you don't enjoy my comedy. There's no way that someone who's like, libtard, got him. Like that guy, I don't, I don't need that guy. Did you and get it was rid also, of Cuck too? I was, it was thinking uh, that. No, because I think I didn't get rid of Cuck because I think sometimes every now and then someone's trying to spell cock and just writes it wrong. So you know, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to have them in collateral Smart. damage. Right? They could have been so. giving you a compliment with cock in it. Yeah, be like, oh, you've got such a nice cuck. And I'm like, this guy's trying, you know, he's really... <laughs> he's just yeah. doing, he's I'm sure that happens guy. all the I'm time. A guy in that. <laughs> so, could could have made that a girl, didn't, I don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> uh, for all these people commenting, like, getting mad at me for, like, curtailing their free speech, and I just found that so funny of, like, it's not free speech, you're on my fucking Facebook. Like, I could do what I want. Like, yeah. you're on a private, you're on a private website and someone's page. Like I can, I can make whatever the fuck rules I want. I can say you cannot make a comment while using the letter I. 
And See, that's I what I was you- just thinking. Like, if I ran a big Facebook page, I would not tell anyone and just, like, ban the word the. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be so confused about, about why they're getting banned. comment posting. I don't understand. <laughs> All I wrote was, the libtard has a big cuck. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you should be able to censor your own Facebook page, of course. Whatever like, you want. Or, like, you could also see it as a way, like, you could win over those fuckers, right? Like, when someone calls oh. you a cuck or a libtard or something, like, I'm there sure is a chance you could win them over. The, the, no. the chances of turning around someone who says libtard are so infinitesimally small. Okay, libtard, you're right. Cuck is more realistic because cuck has been around for so long that it's, like, passe, that, mm. like, most people now use it almost ironically to, like, make fun of prior use, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, but where it... just the idea of someone who... Because there are people who will say, like, I'll write something, you know, uh, tolerant of a human being, you know, and that really bothers some people. And, you know, where I'll just be like, hey, uh, women are also people. Be like, How dare you? You know, so, uh, <laughs> like, I'll write, I'll write something like that, usually in a joke form. Uh, you know, I'll write something <laughs> like that. And then uh, there'll be people who'll be like, you just lost a fan. I'm like, all right, have you ever been to a live show? Do you own any of my albums? Do you own my book? No, you're not a fan. Like, you're not. You're someone who casually watched one of my videos once and accidentally clicked like. Like, yeah. you're not, you're <laughs> not a, a fan. fan. Just saying. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I you check get. at least a few of those boxes. <laughs> yeah, you've been, you've been to a show for sure. I was in St. Louis recently, Taylor. Uh, uh, I, a couple weeks ago. I played, uh, I played Helium. Yeah. I've never uh, been there before. Where is I don't even know where that is in the city. It's, a, it's actually like it's like the outskirts of town. It's uh, in like Crave Core, I think it's called. Oh, or, okay. It's yeah. in the county. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in. Uh, it's like technically city maybe or like right outside. Anyway, point is you didn't come to the show and I'm very hurt. Um, I have not done a show <laughs> near Kyle because why? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Atlanta's hey, like a, a notable city. It's a much larger city than either of these two Wait, jabronis I thought, live I thought, in. No, Atlanta, <laughs> I play all, Atlanta I play all the time. I thought you were in like the sticks of Georgia. No, I'm in Atlanta. You're in, you're in Atlanta? Oh, Are yeah, then I played there too. You fuckers didn't come Oh, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at the club. I just left before you came on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Kyle exactly. was there for the previous guy. He's like, this opener was great. My comedy vet is filled. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want you. I don't want to overshare. <laughs> Kyle, are you literally like? Do you have an Atlanta address, or is it some town or city not far from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. Okay. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I assumed you were in like because I always see like the the videos that you've done, and they're like you're on some big ass. Yeah, that's opera. all filmed. Well, I mean, some of it's in like New Mexico and and like all over the country, but a vast majority of that's like out in the sticks of Georgia. Kyle, yeah, that's what, so. That's why I assume you live there. He did. Kyle moved not too long ago. Also, also, you know, I know Atlanta really well, and a lot of black people live there, so I just assumed you wouldn't want to. Uh, I'm a big fan of black people. I get along with them very well. I'm a big fan but, of black people. But there people. are there are Jews there too, so I also assumed you'd be afraid of them. Them, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, fair. Kyle has so, them ranked a couple couple echelons below blacks. Do you know about the... Uh, in, but above so the Atlanta, Irish. There's, <laughs> <laughs> so, in Atlanta, uh, there are two establishments that I find very, very funny. Uh, one is Bulldogs. Do you know what Bulldogs is? No. Bulldogs is... It's in Midtown. It's right across the street from one of the comedy clubs I used to play there. Uh, it's, a, it's a gay bar, but it's a thug gay bar. Ah. And when I say it's a thug gay bar... I'm not saying like, oh, a lot of black people go there. No, I'm not racist. I'm saying that legit, like, there's a difference between like a thug bar and like it is straight up like it's a gay bar where everybody there is just 
just thug it like gold chains like crazy. And just oh, you want your ass fucked? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. And it's like, I, I call them, uh, I call it a, a haven for black bears. Uh, that's basically what it is and I just find like that I, I don't know of any other place that's like that in, in the country you gonna or the my little Jew cub it's and then uh, and then the other one is the Claremont Lounge that you have to know about you, uh, I've heard of the Claremont Lounge what you of all people have not been to the Claremont Lounge no the Claremont Lounge is the world's only sarcastic strip club ah yes. It is the most of the strippers there are over 60 years old. It is hilarious. There was one. It's like everyone who wants to strip at another club but could never. So like there's one that's kind of cute, but she's got like tons of tattoos on. Like she's of like, you know, normal person age. And uh, one of the (laughs) tattoos, she's got this tattoo on her back where it's like four stars, but it's like three outlines. and The bottom one is filled in. And my buddy just goes, oh, it looks like she's about to die in Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way the way my friend Cleveland Jackson who's a comic the way he described Claremont he goes it's like eating Waffle House with your eyes <laughs> that does sound like that honestly sounds like more fun than a regular strip club it's so much fun the uh like one of the one of the strippers that like the featured one that like everybody knows about is a blondie she's this like 65 year old woman who crushes a beer can with her with her pancake tits oh and yeah then, yeah 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 and then she, yeah, Kyle's like, oh, the Claremont, I've been there. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, oh, I, the titty I, smash, yeah. Yeah, she does. I've seen she that then, move on the, on the internet. But mm. she then puts lipstick on and then kisses the smushed can and gives it to you like you're going to put it on your fucking fireplace. <laughs> like it's like a, like a, like a trophy. And, uh, and then there's another one that's just like super bizarre where she, like as she's uh, giving you a lap dance when your friend buys one for you when you don't know about it, because uh, there's, you wouldn't buy one. For yourself there's no way like it is a and i don't know if the girls know like i don't know if these women know that like each time someone buys a lap dance it's punishment for your friend you know what i mean it's like oh, i'm ah. sure they know yeah, yeah. and they're, i guess they're just okay with it 20 but she does this things yeah <laughs> yeah where she'll just like she like touches like one of her tits and she, i'm trying to remember it but she said something like i think yeah she's like ham and eggs ham and eggs like with her different tits and then she like she like flashes you her vagina and she goes peach cobbler it's the weirdest shit i have no idea why she does it but she does it hilarious every time you know it would be funnier if they like they wheel out like a demented woman who doesn't know where she is and she's like 91 and to get her clothes off like she's confused and bamboozled like you have to have orderlies out there stripping her for her oh you made this not as fun you pretend to be her widow Just oh, stripping this poor work. woman. Where, where am I? Who you're? You're sunbeam tonight. You know, Ag- yeah. <laughs> Agatha. Agatha. Yeah. It's, <laughs> trying to think uh, of an old woman name. It's actually a. It's like a kind of a hot spot in Atlanta because it's so ridiculous. And so, like a lot of times when tourists will come in, like I've been there a couple of times. Like one time I was there, Woody Harrelson was there. One time I was there, De Niro was there. Just because, like, if anyone's sh- like shooting a movie, that's where the after party is. Because it's really? and the way to get there. Like the directions I give people, I go, all right, you take a right, you take a right on Peachtree, you drive for four miles, and then as it looks like you're about to die, take a right into the parking lot. <laughs> like that's the neighborhood it's in. I give those same like directions to people here in St. Louis and they always get lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going to die here. You know? <laughs> yeah. this, this parking lot looks sketchy too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to see Snoop Dogg t- roasting Kanye? Kanye. 
guess, please. Yeah, Dude. can I can I begin by saying Snoop Dogg's an absolute asshole. Dude, that's Remember when I'm... he was doing and he's a racist. Can we watch this and then people might share your opinion? Yeah. Wait. I I like Snoop Dogg. Wait, I you just might missed it. Change your mind. I I can post it again if that helps. Oh no, 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 I got it. I found it. Um and it's yeah, new new Skype thing is bullshit. Um the Snoop Dogg episode of Arian Foster's podcast was amazing. Really? Yeah, I yeah. He, well, he has to win me back. You'll see yeah, why he, in 90 he, seconds. He he did before we watch this. He did like a Uf, he had this UFC commentating gig mm. and he was uh, he's always so racist if there's a white fighter involved. Like, like, like when what hmm. uh, remember when um, Mayweather was fighting McGregor? Yeah. How, how yeah. like he everybody was a good sport after that fight except for Snoop Dogg. Like 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 they're embracing in the ring, you know, everybody's everybody's over like the 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 hype or whatever and he's over like, yeah, fuck that white boy. Yeah, fuck him up. He's just screaming. He's just super racist and angry. Aren't you happy with your thing, billions of dollars, Snoop Dogg? I, I, I don't know anything about Snoop, but I did like that last year he was like the intro musician guy for the NHL uh, All-Star Game. And he was supposed to play censored versions of his songs. And apparently he was just like, fuck that. And so <laughs> like, it's on NBC, and it's just like loud. N bombs and everything from him as like, even the hockey players are like skating around like... Whew. Really? I, like, okay. I saw a. Uh, I, I played a uh, a casino where Snoop was playing there uh, shortly thereafter, and obviously in different different size theaters. And uh, the woman, like, there was this woman who went up to like go get Snoop tickets, and she was, you know, probably this like fifty five year old soccer mom, and she was so excited that Snoop was coming in. I was like, I wonder how he feels about that being his demo now. I, like, I wonder. Can we watch the video? Probably yeah. writes it away. Is like, oh, it's just one. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I may be on a late freight, but I just found out who Kiki was. <laughs> Kiki is your bitch. That's why you're so mad. Because Drake put dick in your bitch. He did, huh? So he's talking to Kanye. Drake, you're a cold nigga, cuz. I liked that song, but I ain't know why I liked it. I really like it now. Kiki, do you love me? Remember sucking me? And never, 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 thank you. Yeah, he put dick in your bitch. How about that? Mm. Kiki, you bitch you. Oh. Look at him. He Kiki down, didn't he? Good shit, Drake. He's got like a shark tooth necklace on. <laughs> Did you give a little bit or a lot of bit? Kiki, do you love me? You bitch you. So you'll never leave me. Also, he looks like he's on the set of a commercial. He does. Like, what is? That's what Kiki yeah, is. for hair plugs. Um, Is Snoop almost mm. done over there? Mm. <laughs> What is? I don't even understand half of this. What is happening? So right basically, uh, don't call me when I'm watching the Steeler game. All right, let me pause it there with the Steeler thing. Yeah. So basically, I don't know why Snoop Dogg's mad at Kanye, but there's a song where Drake says, "Kiki, do you love me?" And then I guess Drake makes mention of the fact that he fucked Kim Kardashian, who is now, yeah. of course, married to Kanye. And Snoop puts this video. Out. It's current. This is like four days ago, as we you know talk about it. Yeah. And uh, he's just roasting Kanye because he married a non-virgin, I suppose. Well, I think he's saying that the reason Kanye doesn't like Drake, like, I think if I understand it, it took me a second because I was like, I don't even know who Kiki was. But uh, it, I, I think he, I think what he's saying is, okay, I get it. The reason Kanye has such a problem with Drake is you're mad that, like, Drake fucked Kim before you. So he's making I had no fun. idea. 
I think he's making fun of Kanye for like letting that get to him. Uh, Snoop's mad at Kanye because uh, he's uh, sort of supporting Donald Trump. He called him uh, an Uncle Tom and some other words. Really? Sure, but I a lot of people are mad. a lot of people are mad at Kanye for that. Especially because Kanye was the guy who was like, George Bush doesn't like black people. And now George Bush is like, I don't think Kanye does either. (laughs) That is is one of the funniest fucking clips. Him standing there with Mike Myers as Katrina's going down. And Mike Myers doesn't know it's coming. And you see the immediate look of like half panic, half being flabbergasted when he's like, also, and uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And Mike Myers like starts shifting on his (laughs) Um, feet. like, But but the important thing is to... Donate to the people. Four of those. Yeah, Mike. Mike Myers is like, I shouldn't even be here. I'm Canadian. Why am I even here? Yeah, I'm with. Yeah, why am I even here? (laughs) Snoop lost points with me when he started ripping on UFC fighters. I didn't. I guess had the pattern recognition to catch the racist, like always dislike the white guy. But usually, when two guys fight in the UFC, even the loser gets. uh, Kind of like bravery credits, you know. If you Mm -hmm. go in there and you just get rocked, well. You stepped into the octagon. You made it to the UFC. You're not a chump, you know, even though that night you weren't, you didn't do well. And Kanye would get this UFC commentating gig, and he's just... Snoop, Snoop. I'm sorry, Snoop. thank you. Um, Snoop got they this They don't all UFC look alike, King. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's just ripping on fighters so disrespectfully that, that people who are used to watching this stuff don't see that much. He made yeah. fun of Cormier when he cried. That's pretty funny. Really harsh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is pretty funny. He cried because he was concussed. <laughs> he had brain damage. I already said it was funny, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Stop adding more, more funniness to it. See, I would be pissed, too, at Snoop Dogg if I were Kanye, mm-hmm. and I found out that the crippled kid from Degrassi fucked my wife. Like, that's pretty embarrassing. Wait, what? Drake, Drake? played the crippled kid in Degrassi in that Canadian I, sitcom. I did not know that. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I knew that Degrassi was a, Canadian, was a Canadian show, but I didn't know. Also, by the way, sitcom? Really? That might be a little... Okay, not uh, drama, teen drama, whatever it was. I, I was like, like teen soap opera? I just love the idea of like a sitcom. Like, it just opens up, be like, Degrassi! Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this episode, one of them gets assaulted. We'll see yeah. how it plays out. <laughs> like... In this episode, Jenna gets imparted with lasting trauma. See how she handles it. <laughs> yeah, see how she handles it. And by the way, she's pregnant. And then just, ooh. <laughs> All those shows sucked. I never like, saw they, them. They were just when were they grassy. Yeah. Uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Oh. Yeah, my sister was a big fan of of, uh, of Degrassi. And it was one of those things that, like, I think we got it a couple years after it was in Canada. That like, was, it was yeah. like, And, and then there was, a re- there was a reboot of it also. Um, but I didn't know that Drake was ever on it. I had no idea. I'm pretty sure Snoop Dogg follows me on Twitter. I should send him something mean. Hurtful. You should use your Twitter. Or oh, give it good. to me. Fuck. I'll use it. <laughs> 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 give me a blue check mark. I'll have a heyday on there. <laughs> By the way, why don't you have a blue check mark? Because it's a fucking stupid account <laughs> that I'm not going to actually like, like send them. The... I don't even know what's required to get a blue check mark, but I'm fine without it. I, I thought. I thought for a while, like, there was, like, when I first was on the show, and, like, you know, I saw, you know, all the accounts, and obviously, you know, I'll, I followed you guys, I didn't really know you well, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm on the show, I should, you know, do that, and, uh, and then there were all these people who were saying that your account was a fake Taylor account. 
that's really like funny. That it, Good for them. Yeah, that like everybody. I don't think they were fucking with me. I think they like genuine, like looking back through, it, and I was like, really? And like I tried to search on it, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, is this a super fan of the show, or the, or is this Taylor? I don't know. <laughs> that guy's fooled thirty five thousand people. <laughs> Dude, that happens. I had a fake uh, Ed Snowden account before Ed Snowden was on Twitter. Uh, I had an account. It's still active. I don't tweet on it, but it's at uh, Floodward Snowden. And uh, all these people, and like I was tweeting shit, like, uh, you know, just uh, the Russian Daily Show is very similar to the American Daily Show, just with more bears. You know, just ridiculous <laughs> shit like that. And then, and all these people were following, and people were so angry and also calling me a hero. And like, just, and it says, like in the bio, it says, not actually Edward Snowden, but then again, aren't we all? <laughs> and like it's and there are still point. people who even to this day, every now and then I'll like log in and it's still all all these mentions of people who are like tweeting at it and it's followed by thousands of people who thought it was really Yeah, exactly. Oh, there are huge accounts out there that are fake. There's a guy named Sean Spicier. <laughs> he's got hundreds of thousands of followers and he's even gotten his bio i'm not sean spicer but at washington post at cnn at fox news at huffington post at uh abc at cbs think i am and like <laughs> yeah. he'll, like because they've all used him like sean spicer saying ridiculous things in light of being removed from the you know uh press <laughs> guy and, and it's it's just him saying there's, obscene shit. It's great. There, I love stuff There's like a that. dude, there's a there's a politician in South Africa uh, named, uh, I think it's named Stephen Hofstadter. And it's, I think it's with a PH, and it's definitely like with an A and maybe a D in the last name. It's clearly spelled differently. And also, he's like 20 years older than me and looks nothing like me. And also is from South Africa. And every, probably every two weeks, I'll get someone really upset with him tweeting at me. Like tweeting and just this, just and it took me a little bit to figure out what the fuck was going on, and because it was very specific about South African politics. And my favorite are the people who call him stupid. And I mean, it sounds like he is a dickhead, but like the people who call him stupid. And then I'll just be like, hey, speaking of stupid, um, maybe you should not tweet at someone with a different name who lives in a different place who's a comedian. Like maybe you should know who the fuck you're tweeting at before you get indignant about how dumb someone else is. I got to deal with hate mail, and the South African press has kind of picked up on it. And every now and then, they'll like they'll like feature one of the tweets where someone's mad at me for being this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It, you're you're like quasi famous in South Africa now. Yeah, it's very it's very, but in not a good way. Like he is definitely like pro apartheid, like piece of shit. But like, <laughs> I mean, South Africa is booming. I haven't heard negative news about that place in ages. No, no, they're doing yeah. really well there. Yeah. I did uh, I did comedy there, and uh, it's amazing to see the middle-aged white people justify that they weren't fighting against apartheid. Like, just the very, like, you know, it's a, uh, you know, look, it wasn't good, but, you know, uh, it wasn't as bad as people say. Like, that kind of attitude, because it's like they were complicit and they know it. But it's also fun to fuck with them, like, as a comedy crowd, like, coming in as an outsider. Because they've only had, I mean, they've only had stand-up comedy for about a decade and they've only even had free speech for like two decades. So it's amazing, like the frontier comedy wise there. And so like I told them, I was like, yeah, I was going to do apartheid jokes, but I figured I would keep them in a separate part of my set. And like, <laughs> oh, they, got, they got so mad at me. Really? That's funny. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, the young people laughed and then the older oh. people are like, rah, rah, well, I never. And it's like, actually, you did for decades. You did for your whole life. <laughs> then everything went to shit. 
I didn't even yeah. know you actually went to South Africa. What was it like? Like, where'd you go? Uh, I went to Cape Town for most of it, and then I also went to Stellenbosch, which is like kind of the their like Napa. It's like their wine country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stellenbosch is super nice. Cape Town is gorgeous. It's what it's probably where I where I'd want to retire. The the topography is like it's like Malibu with mountains. It's well, check back gorgeous. in forty years on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no C- Cape Town is beautiful. It's Joburg is is from what I hear a, a lot tougher. Uh, Cape Town is very touristy, but the craziest part is that like there are so many amazing places there, but the slums are terrifying. And like there are there are places where legit like I'm not making this up where people like people who were assigned to us were like do not set foot in there. You probably will not make it out if you do. And uh, there are also it's such institutionalized distrust of the government. Which is part of why I'm so scared of the like sowing this distrust in the media and sowing distrust in the judiciary, etc. Because there's such institutionalized distrust in the government there that uh, there's a huge problem with these slums and like homeless. And so there are like these nice government buildings that get built for them because they have like these, you know, shacks that are the, the size of a bed. And like all they have in there is a bed and that's it. Like and Section they, 8 kind of stuff you're, you're talking about? Absolutely. Uh, that and worse. And uh, they get like in a lottery, they get given these places and then they don't want to move into them. They want to stay in the slum. And like sometimes what they'll do is they'll just like rent them out to someone else, keep the money and stay in the slum because there's they believe that like, oh, yeah, I'll get to live there for a little bit and then they'll just take it away from me. So why would I go there? It's it's Hmm. institutionalized distrust. It's terrifying. That'd be like a nice even if they kick you out, though, I'd want to get out of the slums for a bit. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, it's probably an upgrade from St. Louis, but like, it's uh, yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> strong point. They Take that for not coming to my show. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll come. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, I'm taking. I'm taking a oh. break. I gotta feed my dog. Okay. All right. Ed. Sure. Yeah. By now, everyone knows about Dollar Shave Club. Uh, They ship amazing razors for a few bucks. We've been members for a while, and we love the service. But what you might not know is the Dollar Shave Club also has products for pretty much everything else you do in the bathroom. Body wash, shampoo, hair gel, lip balm, everything you could possibly possibly need for the day. Uh, Now at the store, there are too many options, and you can't tell the difference between any of them. Then, if you have any questions, the clerk usually doesn't know the difference either. uh, Usually doesn't know the difference either. Or you can't really, or you can't really help you since they are not experts on the products. Dollar Shave Club makes it easy and convenient for you to upgrade your shave and your bathroom. Now you don't have to step foot in the store to get high quality shave, shave and grooming products. They'll deliver them right to your door. Just like their razors, everything is super high quality and will leave you looking and feeling amazing. From premium ingredients to sophisticated scents, Dollar Shave Club is changing the game. If you're like me and sick of that nonsense at the store, now's the time to try out Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, Dollar Shave Club is basically giving away their starter set to new members for only $5. This starter set features their executive razor and three trial-sized versions of their most popular products that help you stay fresh and clean. In your first box, you're going to receive their shave butter, body wash, the one-wipe Charlie butt wipes. You will also receive their executive razor, which includes their uh, their premium weighty handle and a full cassette of cartridges. Uh, after the first box, replacement cartridges are sent for only a few bucks per month. The, uh, this offer is exclusively available at dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. 
Dollar Shave Club's high-quality products will have you covered from face cheeks to butt cheeks. There is no better time to try the club. I like watching their business grow. Like I like entrepreneurs. It's a thing about me. Entrepreneurs, musicians, and people who are bilingual. All magic. Anyway, they're taking over the bathroom. They, they, they started with the shaving stuff. Then they went to the butt. You know, don't we all? And then they're, now they're doing like body wash and shampoo. And uh, our whole bathroom is all dollar shaved Do you up. think... Do you think anyone named Charlie is now nicknamed One Wipe Charlie? Like, <laughs> I hope so. One Wipe Charlie by their friends. I bet many Charlies have been nicknamed One Wipe Charlie. One Wipe yeah. Charlie, the smelliest man in class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even or, if it requires many more wipes, he's One Wipe Charlie. Like, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just someone who like is just you know known for not being very smelly. So he's probably only needs one wipe. He's good you know, to go. If, if you're only notable achievements so that your asshole doesn't smell like shit, you should branch out. You know, right, like Kyle's made many points that his asshole is always clean enough to eat. Yeah, he still and does I think other that's things. the goal you should make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you get uh do you get like really proud when like you do would you do like a one wipe and you're like, Oh, that's all I needed today? Like, it do makes you feel me good feel about healthy. It? Yeah. And then I'll think like, but is that healthy? Like or is it not? No, it How many means... wipes is an appropriate amount of wipes? Like if it comes out like a liquid shit, you're like, something's up. Something's wrong. That's yeah. not a also, healthy poop. Wipe also, it till it's red so you know it's clean. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that one makes me feel so bad. <sighs> there's also, like... That made me cringe. If it bleeds a little, you got it all. Like, when I'm dating... Yeah, we understand. What he's saying is you wipe hard enough to cause little little contusions, little cuts near your asshole. And the blood you see there is indicative of the fact that shit is no longer present. Oh, so he didn't mean that you have like special toilet paper that like turns red when it senses there's no shit left? I thought that's what he meant. No, I could say exactly what I said again twice more. Yeah, absolutely. You can let me know. Whenever I've had like a whenever I've had like a woman staying with me, like it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't buy enough toilet paper. Both like times. it's it's so oh thanks it's so uh, ridiculously the amount and and it makes me feel self conscious because I'm like am I not using enough like is why is half the roll gone from one from one shit like do you well, know what and, I mean you know, when you walk into the bathroom after in your place after a chick has come out and yeah. you like see the toilet. And there's a, clearly a tampon in there that they've done like the whole, if I wrap it up in a bunch of toilet paper, it won't be embarrassing. But they use like an insane amount of toilet paper where it's like. So they just like built a new toilet know. out of you, toilet paper? Yeah, you, you there's a toilet paper a bowling rats. ball in my trash can. Do you think I don't know what's there? Yeah, there's a yeah. totally clean and dry ball of toilet paper that's kind of conical in shape. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, of course, hey, you know, you know what? period. Stop wasting my toilet paper. The first, you know, probably the early on in my life, oh. I probably couldn't have figured that out. But like once you see it once, then you're like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. My when we when I was a kid living in New Jersey, my brother had a girlfriend and, you know, six months into dating her, we had to like we hired something to do it. But they had to dig up like the plumbing pipe in the backyard, the like eight inch diameter one, because it was all clogged up with toy tampons that she had been routinely flushing in our toilet. And I uh, thought for a moment that you were saying toy ponds, like it's like a training mistake. tampon. <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> like, that's what you use when you're practicing. And it's just like, well, I know mom doesn't do that because, you know, we, we, we see the toilet paper wrapped up things and uh, it's not one of the boys. So, yeah. you know, we're going to have to talk to talk to Pat's girlfriend at the time. Let her know to stop flushing her tampons in our toilet. That's got to be a rough conversation. Yeah. About like, hey, 
Oh, she's like, oh, did I stuff Filler. up the toilet? Be like, no, we digged up the yard. We dug up the yard. We <laughs> dug up the entire yard. Yeah. Because of your There's like an excavator tampons. involved. Like, it wasn't a small thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine your dad billing her. Yeah, right? <laughs> An itemized receipt. <laughs> Do you, when I'm when I'm in uh, like if I'm in a hotel and I use a condom, I will like I I try to add a respect. Like I feel bad enough for hotel housekeepers. Mm. Like yeah. I try I try to do the whole like wrap it up in toilet paper and throw it in the garbage so that like it's not obvious that this is even with the wrapper. So it's not obvious because like it's bad enough that housekeepers know like the ill shit that goes on in hotels. But while they're cleaning, they don't need to think about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, I try to go out of my way to like wrap that up and You'll throw it out. Fling so it on not... the wall like spaghetti to see, see if like, it sticks. I, I want to <laughs> inspire, inspire them to find a better life for themselves. You know, they all have more potential oh, than being a, a house cleaner. And so what I'll do is I will take my used condom full of cum and I'll staple it high on the wall. High enough that the average Hispanic woman can't reach. And that way, when she comes in, it's a reminder of, man, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm better than this. You know what? Uh, you know, this is the last. Rosita, this is the last day that you're doing this. You're getting out there. You're finding something better. And I can't, I can't count how many women I've probably helped. This is this, the same logic is- that fat shamers use. Oh, yes. yes. My assholishness is really an act of kindness. So this person can turn it around. Yeah. I, I, I tweeted that two days ago. Uh, what the fuck? I said, body shaming works. Only fat retards disagree. And I got a lot of support. <laughs> a lot of people agree. From other horrible people. <laughs> from other really <laughs> terrible people. Oh, I, I love my Twitter followers. They're great. Like, they, yeah. they always know how to roll. I, I, uh, yesterday I said, I, I've, you know, everybody needs a hobby. Recently I've taken up cat calling and it's really put me in a better mood. <laughs> like, yeah. And if, like, when people actually get pissed off about that kind of stuff, they're fucking retarded. Like, you. You you can't be so fucking dumb that you don't realize clear jokes in front of you. Like so, when I see people not take that like take that seriously, it's like you know I'm joking and I know I'm joking. So you're kind of lying. I I did a uh, I put up a, uh, a like a little stand up shot with a bit the other day that said uh, the Plan B pill is available over the counter, which makes it the Plan A pill. I saw that very very funny. <laughs> Thank you. Simple joke. Yeah, th- I, that's right. The the fake Taylor account side. So. Uh, <laughs> I, until you get a blue check, I won't believe it's you. So, uh, I the, the, the amount of people who commented something to the effect of like, "No, a condom is the Plan A pill." Yeah, yeah, that's the that's, that's why this joke. is a joke. I'm subverting. That's kind the of that's the crux of, of what I'm saying here. Yeah, and then and then uh, someone else wrote this whole long thing about like, how dare you suggest that people should go out and get the Plan B pill ahead of time in case they rape someone? I'm like, well, that's really not part of the joke at all. Like, this is a joke about consensual sex that you decide not to have a baby. That's a thing that happens also. Uh, yeah, so that's, you that's one. You ever a girl with plan B because you knew? It's, <laughs> I'm glad you came back in time for this story, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder My cousin, if it tastes bad. No, it's a pill. My cousin, Pills taste um, terrible sometimes, like aspirin or... Not I don't even like it up and put it in alcohol, Woody. Don't be an amateur. Haven't you ever drugged a woman oh. before? Jesus. No, I was putting it like butter alcohol on my vegetables. I don't know what anything. I was thinking. But you can never know if they're going to finish their whole drink. So I like to grind up seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> and and dump them in there. 
What's the worst they just have, have a yes. rip roaring period after. By the way, this this <laughs> let me just say I got to go on record and say this is disgusting. You use a pill pocket like for a dog, you know, like you put ah. the yeah. Then you make it look I, I, I wrap, neck. I, I wrap my plan B in a piece of cheese <laughs> and then I feed it to the woman you're, I just had sex with. What, hey, you, you, want, you want a piece of hey? <laughs> hey, hey. Jesus you coat it in peanut butter. That's the important hey, part. One piece cheese. You, one piece cheese. You put it in cheese. Here, Sit. Taylor. What, what you really do is you, you put it in cheese, then you coat it in peanut butter, and then you put that in the freezer, because then, like you, you know, and then it becomes like a treat. You know, oh, but it's so, so cute to watch the women licking the, the the top of their mouth trying to get it off. Uh, you know, this is when all of our political careers ended. Right, at, right in this bit. <laughs> I, I let me just go on record and say I'm offended. I'm horribly offended. <laughs> because I was, I, we were fine up until then, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you guys were all going to be senators. My cousin <laughs> was using so much Plan B that that I started I started saying like, dude, it's called Plan B, not Plan A. You're buying way too much. The pharmacist yeah. cut him off. Really? The pharmacist was like, what are you doing? Who are, are you buying this for someone else? Like he thought he was like, he thought he's like, you're buying so much of this. You must be buying this and selling this to people like, like on, on some sort of like weird black market or something like, like you can't have anymore. He was buying it like twice a week. He was using it as birth control for different girls. No, the same girl. Oh Oh, shit. I know it's terrible for you. I know a story of, uh, so there are definitely, you know, I mean, living in LA, there are definitely tons of stories about like, cause <clears throat> celebrities use Instagram to get laid also. And so like, uh, I know, I know of a story where, uh, where someone's friend hooked up with a famous dude and then he drove her the next morning, even though they used a condom just to be sure he drove her to the pharmacy, bought her a plan B pill watched her eat it, and then checked her mouth to see if she swallowed it. That's the kicker, right? It was fairly normal until he uh, inspected the mouth. (laughs) Well, you have to, like, get your finger under the tongue. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Are you cheeking your meds, like, buddy? Yeah. It's it's really, really bad for the same woman to take a plan B over and over and over. Like, they have bad periods after one plan B. Instantly. Like, like the next day. What is Plan B supposed to do? It it gives you an instant period, like the entire uh, the inside of your um, it um, sheds your uterine your lining. uterine lining. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You you, in, you have an instant period the next day. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, if there's it, a baby attached to it, one. out here Boop. she goes. So yeah, get rid of you, that. Egg. So not only hold on a second. So not only was this guy basically because if he's giving her the Plan B pill like twice a week. Basically, he's like, plan B pill, she has her period, he waits for that to end, they fuck again, cycle. I have to believe this super end. period that he's, he's delivering the, uh, the message to an office that's under reconstruction. She's going through four or five <laughs> eggs a, a month. She's, she's, she's going to run out very quick. Oh, she's burning. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she's, she's burning through She's got a finite eggs. number of eggs. All yeah. the good ones. I, that, Those I don't think ones. is true. That absolutely is true. Those 40-year-old eggs make some rotten birds. I, I don't think that, <laughs> like, I, like, are you saying that menopause hits when you use your last egg? Because that that's actually true. how Kyle got food poisoning. Yes, <laughs> that egg. Well, I mean, like, women are born with all the eggs that they'll ever have. Yeah, yeah. So you don't they're grow not eggs any yet. Eggs. They kind of grow. They, 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 these like cells turn into eggs. And... Yeah, like the the potential for it is like they're not going to get any more. But they don't stop periods. having periods when they run out of those cells. They've got. 
I have no idea worth, how it works. Oh, so like you think that the possibility if you give someone too much Plan B that they'll go into menopause quicker because their eggs are just like, well, we're all out. That's they didn't, exactly they didn't how it use works. those words, but I thought that's science. what they were saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And see, like he's not giving her the Plan B and then waiting for the period to end. He's probably just fucking through the period. It Whatever. You like which, which I think <laughs> I'm in the majority. Kyle says he does not care for it at all to fuck on a girl's it. period. I, I have, I have zero problem with it. I don't care one Taylor bit to fuck on a girl's period. Well, let's have a party. Here. Well, I, I don't do that. That's, I don't yeah. want to taste pennies Tastes and like pennies. get my beard red. Like no, I don't yeah. want to. You do just that. stay above hey, the high water line, beard? right? What is no. wrong with a red? Back me up, Taylor. There's nothing wrong because yours is not dyed red with period Like it's mine would be. How do you know what I'm into? Seems like oh. Oh, it tastes like pennies. No, 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 no. You got if that's a big a red joke. Mark, I'll be so upset right now. How dare you? I, I didn't even no, think here's that what angle. I was going. I was going gray. You know, I'm 39. I'm almost 40. I was going gray, and I was like, "How do I keep this beard red?" I know. I have a great idea. <laughs> yeah. No, so one week gray. a month, he's yeah. got a red beard. I have no. I also have no problem with you know. You throw a towel down, and you, you yeah. know. And absolutely, oh, Kyle. Happy Kyle. to have another okay. ally. Happy to have okay. another ally. Absolutely. No, Kyle, how, how is not that a fucking gross? child. I feel no, like the Kyle method is just to have more women on different cycles. You know, you, you say these things and you really fuck up my sex life and you do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a service I offer. But yeah, I, that. I will have to answer for your comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, by the way, Kyle, please record it. Moment, if there's any woman that watches this show and still fucks you, then she doesn't care. So, hearing the stuff you've said, that's not going to be the deal breaker. You think that's really, that's the straw? <laughs> right. That's the good camel's back? That's the straw right there? They have a sense of humor. They know the real Kyle. I, that, I, that I don't, act, I'm not actually a racist, misogynistic piece of shit, you know? Yeah. I am a massage. In real life, I'm just racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Kyle and I complete each other. The yin and the yang. I don't have God. the racism, but but he doesn't have the sexism. You know? See, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> I, I will say, like, basically the evolution of period sex in my life hmm. was hmm. that, you know, you don't try. At first, I was like, oh, icky. Like, the first time it happened by accident, where, like, someone didn't think it was starting yet, or someone thought it was over, whatever it is. Hmm. And then you finish, and you're just like, ah, ah, oh, God, what happened to me? Uh, and then uh, eventually you just do that enough times that you're just like, oh, I, what do you do? You rinse off, you grab a washcloth, I'm fine. Who cares? You just hop in the shower and run it on your lower body, you're fine. Absolutely. I, I've told this story many times, but I have had the ultimate period sex, right? Like, I, I fucked that hooker in Texas that mm. time, and she was on her period, but she had put in a diaphragm to like hold back the gates of hell, and I knocked it loose. And so I got like a full day's flow instantly. And it, my pubic hair was covered in it. My entire pubic region was bloody. And I laughed it off and had a good time and made like bloody Mary jokes. And I was like, as long as you get these sheets changed, you call downstairs, you hand them the sheets, you explain this, we're good. And I didn't care at all. But doesn't mean that I'm jumping right back in that blood-soaked monstrosity. No, it's most vaginas are bad enough already. Like Max said last <laughs> week on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's road, what do you say, roadkill and roast beef. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, Woody is, it, let me just say that Woody's comments about your sex life is really what's going to prevent people from fucking you after listening <laughs> yeah, to this. Right, right. <laughs> That's really was what's there... cock-blocked you. Yeah, for sure. Was that, the, was that the first time you'd fucked a woman on her period, Kyle, or was there a previous time where you'd done it? 
and I it kind of that... because you didn't know she was on her period no, then, so there no, was no I reservation. Think... Was so there a time you did it when you were younger that turned you off of it? No, I don't think so. I think that was the very first time, and I did it afterwards knowingly uh, a time or two, and it's just not my thing. I would rather just wait. I'd rather that just just have her go down on me. And 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 we'll wait a few days then 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 to get all up in that. And and then I, I have to I'd rather have sex with a beautiful woman. I'm weird See, that way. I, I've had the opposite evolution yeah. of Steve, right? Like like young Woody was like, dude, I don't care. I wanna fuck. Getting it in. Let's yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> and then as the years go by, you know, like, hey, you down? Eh. I could do Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday works. You know, and, and just uh you can you yeah. can yeah, I, I can wait. You I know, can, like, I like, can like, hang on for two days. It'll be even better. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait, though. Wait. You could do it then and when the period's over. Yeah, they're we like, could. how about Tuesday? I'm like, and also today. Yeah, there you go. Never have Steve yeah. and I been on the same page as much and as always this put topic. It, and you we could always sometimes. In her butt. Sometimes, but we, we agree strongly with this, and I can tell. Yeah, absolutely. You We're women have, who are bleeding from their pussies your, deserve to feel just as beautiful as those who aren't. Taylor, can I be your vice president? Yes, when you, you run, absolutely when you can. run on this platform, can when I? When I run, I was it was going to be Kanye, but you just edged him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I really do. I think you know what I think it was. I think there was there was a time where there was like there was a girl I was dating who it was one of these things where like it had to end. We really like I really like this girl, and it had to end. We knew this was probably going to be the last time we saw each other, just but it was a situational thing, and. Like we, it was like I want to have sex with her one last time, and like the timing didn't work, and then I was like, "Dah, fuck it." And then once that happened, I was like, "Yeah, I." So I didn't die or anything. I didn't. I'm perfectly okay. Then it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I just smell a little coppery. See, you know, it, when I By run for way, president, copper? this is going to be a really good, uh, a really really good stance because I can say a bunch of right wing things and then be like, and also men out there. You start treating your women with respect. You fuck that pussy when she's on her period. Women on with their periods are beautiful. The same as they are the rest of the month. You stop being a pussy, and you get that dick in her hole, and you make her satisfied. And then all the women left and right are going to be like, this guy understands, this guy gets it, and I'll win. I'll win. I, <laughs> no, yeah, won't. on that platform alone, yeah. <laughs> That's actually, I'm not going to make any economic or social stance. That's my only. <laughs> Taylor, we'd like to ask you about Iran. Well, I'd like to talk about bloody pussy, if you'll allow. Like, <laughs> stick to the real issues, guys. This is what I came here to speak about. <laughs> You've lost my vote. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. No, because Kyle's everyone can run YouTube gun channels with no re- no restrictions in my world, Kyle. That and your 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 anti-circumcision stance, you've lost my vote entirely. Yeah, oh, you you're against circumcision. Kids. Now you've lost me. Yep. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't do it. I'm saying you have to wait till you're an adult. Yeah, uh, I am thrilled that that happened before I would ever know that it happened. Because I'm glad I have, I'm glad I'm circumcised, mm. and I'm glad I never had to understand it. Although, uh, w- my nephew, I had to, I had to hold him. So in Jewish tradition, uh, basically, like there's someone who's supposed to give the kid to the rabbi or to the moil. Uh, yeah, I have to like present this kid, and so that was my honor. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm the guy that's give- my nephew forever. In the- he doesn't know it, but he knows it. You know, like I am the last guy who was like. Here, I'm going to give you to the guy who's going to cut your dick off. Mm. He's never going to see the guy who cuts his dick off again. Get mad at him all he wants. But now Uncle Steve was the guy who was like, 
here, get and also when you're a baby, it's good that you don't know because like that much is a large percentage of your penis when you're a baby. And so yeah. like it's like that little bit know. of guilt you have for getting your dogs fixed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I swear the like immediate backlash to people when you bring up circumcision on the dick show, this is my rage. Like the immediate backlash is indicative of some kind it. of childhood trauma. Like when you say circumcision, like, hey, let's not do this, and people are always like, Oh no, 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 it's it's really okay, it's totally fine, it's good, my dick looks great. It's like, okay, I believe you, but the fact that you're so against like just saying maybe wait until they're adults, like like, so let like me ask you this, Taylor. Trauma in your childhood does impact you as an adult, and it's nothing more traumatic than a piece of your dick cut off. Counterpoint, Taylor. Do sure. you think that that childhood, trauma, that childhood trauma might hold an individual back? Uh, it could. Sure. I, I, I present to you the Jewish race. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You right. complimented us. That's amazing. Mic uh, drop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jews are really successful, so keep cutting kids' dick skin off. Yeah. Kyle, mic drop. Kyle, yeah, like, Kyle, well, counterpoint. Counterpoint. In Africa, circumcision's not circumcisions so hold you back do? athletically. Oh <laughs> shit! If you get a circumcision, you have a zero percent chance. Of being NBA. a wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there are, there are professional. Uh, I was talking One, Jewish... two, right? You have to go back to like the last century and a half to no, name your three. But there are non-Jews who also get circumcised as well. Oh yeah, the yeah. majority of people who get circumcised are yeah. non-Jews, just because of the you know the demographics. Mm -hmm. I was I was like the Jewish sports thing was funny because I was talking to a Jewish friend of mine who like brought up the like not a lot of us in the sports, kind of a shame. And I was like, come on, you got a few. Like, who are your favorites? And like being a huge sports fan, he had to sit there for like a full minute, like hmm. Well, well that was, means no, no. His dad was Jewish. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that also means he's not like he's not that Jewish because there are plenty of people who are like very Jewish and not sports fans at all who could name every Jewish baseball player that's ever played. Both of them. It's yeah. <laughs> no, stop it. Hank Greenberg and Sandy Koufax are the easy ones. But also like recently, there got. I mean, Gabe Kapler, who's managing the Phillies now, and uh, Ryan Braun, who I was very disappointed to find out he was a cheater because I'm like, we get maligned enough. You know, you yeah. don't need to take steroids. And also, open the debate, are steroids kosher? Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh, maybe right. so wait, wait, wait. Your argument yes. that Jewish people can list off a lot of athletes stopped at four people? No, no, no. I was just, <laughs> I just started making fun of Ryan Braun. I mean, you know, I, was, I can also go through, you know, Brad Ausmus and Mike Lieberthal. And, like, there's a bunch of other baseball players. And uh, I, my point was, and, you know, you go further back. And you can go Al Rosen and Mo Berg. But, like... What I'm saying is that Jews tend to know, like, there's a hashtag, Jews who rake, and it's basically <laughs> about Jewish people who, when they hit home runs. They, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a hashtag, Jews who rake. That's funny. We can look it up and see who's on it. I feel so yeah. left out. I should pretend to be Jewish. It's, uh... Al Rosen yeah, played I, in the 40s and 50s, and he was your fifth guy. That's why I said guy. you can go back. I that's know, why I said you could, I He was not my fifth to. guy. He was, like, my sixth guy. Uh, we'll have to ask the fans. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. Who can forget the classic Russian Jewish all-star Samuel, uh, you know, Greenblatt? Or, uh, damn it, I fucked it up. I was going to say Sergey Greenblatt. And well, I ruined but, also, it. but also, like, okay, Ty Kelly and Cody Decker. And, like, there are people, like, Team Israel actually did really well in the, uh, in the World Baseball Classic. Ian Kinsler? You left baseball. him out? What? Ian Kinsler? Oh, yeah, that's right. He seems current because his picture's in color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Alex Bregman. Uh, <laughs> no, any of these people. Ass. Alex Bregman is like one of the stars of the. Uh, he was like, I think he was World Series MVP last year, and he's also uh, uh, one of the best players in the playoffs this year. Just yesterday, he almost won the game for the Astros, and then they had that uh, crazy game saving catch. Well, that uh, does Kev- sound like someone I Kevin should Euclid know. Kevin Euclid is a Jew. Uh, yes, yeah, Yuke is a Jew. Uh, Kevin right. Pilar, Danny Valencia. Um, there's a few. I mean, that's basically, I think I've named them all, but still. <laughs> Alex Bergman, yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, Bregman. I like that when okay. you Google Jewish athletes, like three of the top ten are in color. 404. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of black and white, if I'm, if oh. I'm fair. But, but, and but, also, half half of the ones in color were colorized pictures. Sadie <laughs> yeah. uh, Koufax that's, might have been. That's that painted. Does... <laughs> yeah. It's like an oh, old wait. school cool from 1932. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, uh, Kipnis is Jewish, too. Uh, he's not on my list. I can't help you. Well, who's a group of people who doesn't have, like, any professional athletes in the American sports? Like, other, like, like the easy ones would be, like, Chinese, because they kind of stick to their own over there. Ooh. Very few Eskimos. Native American Indian? Th- no, look, there's a... Oh, I, apparently I, you're I, not I supposed to say that. I've been corrected. Native American is what you're Savages. supposed to say. So the savages, I don't think capita, that's the correct term. I think do very well. Yes, yeah, savage Americans, you savage Americans. <laughs> the savage Americans, by the way, are quite well represented. You would imagine because we killed ninety-five percent of them. Mm. By the way, Which, also, uh, I, I looked this up because I remember doing this from because Brandon Nemo, who's on the Mets, is from Wyoming, and he was, I think, he was the fourteenth major leaguer to ever come from Wyoming. <laughs> was... That's not surprising. There's only like 70, 75 people there. If he was <laughs> yeah, Wyoming had... and Jewish, he'd be quite the unicorn. When well, Trump I mean, goes to he Wyoming, play baseball. <laughs> like uh, when Trump goes to Wyoming or Montana, all of Wyoming and Montana comes out. It's it's like th- there's just not that many people there. I think Wyoming has like half a million people in the entire fucking state. Trump's and been it's doing like... his his rallies, you know, for the the congressional races. And I've been watching a good many of them on uh, on YouTube. They are fucking packed and energized. Like like, and he's got these huge banners up on either side of him. One says "Promises Made," and the other one says "Promises Kept." And he gets up there, and someone wrote him a list of all the shit he's done. And he reads it for like five minutes, and then he someone goes, else wrote it. and then he holds the list up and shows, and it goes on and on. I'm not even gonna bore you. It's pretty effective. And and there are so so many white people there. Yeah, I mean, it's incredibly effective if you don't have access to the internet or news. It's like extremely effective for people who just take someone's word for facts. It would be hilarious if that list of things, like after number four, it goes to like lorem ipsum. And so he's yeah. like, that's why he doesn't say anything. It's just so he can hold it up and they can he's, see it. He's like, I thought he was going to read the rest of these. If I, I couldn't if I wanted. So I think like it's Latin. Like, yeah. <laughs> My publicist, the number's 555. Like, it's just all... And and look, there are promises made and promises kept, but, like, the biggest promises are the ones that were not kept, and that's the... The wall. Yeah, yeah, the wall. Like working on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting suspicious that Mexico won't pay for it. Mexico will not be paying for it. No, (laughs) No, I don't think they're going to either. How do you know that Mexico's not going to pay for it? I thought they they keep saying that they won't. Oh, right. Um, (laughs) Get rid yeah. of ISIS, though, right? That, you know, we used to always be worried about that. I was always watching these videos of them cutting off 30 guys' heads at a time and dumping them in the ocean and just... Those well, things I, come in I, waves. That's like saying Obama got rid of Al-Qaeda. Uh, Al- oh, he, well, he I did. mean, 
Well, Bush kind of got rid of Al Qaeda by by turning them into ISIS. That's but, true. Yeah, they like <laughs> like a group split off from Al Qaeda and became ISIS. And I think even Al Qaeda was like, "You guys are going a bit far." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the one thing I will agree with Trump on is that like if you're gonna if you're going to kill a bunch of people and you don't kill the kids, then the kids are just going to grow up to be like you're creating a bunch of supervillains. Yeah, we made that mistake with the Indians. I'm sorry. Savage Americans. <laughs> this is why we should have never gone to the Middle East. Should have just let them do their fucking thing and handle ourselves. No, but just just the idea the idea of like if you send in a bunch of people and kill everyone's dad, what do you think the kids are going to end up being? Oh yeah, they're going to be fucking furious their whole lives and see like, oh, I have to fight against the imperialist evil power. And from their perspective, they're hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah. unless Star Wars. dad was like an actual ISIS member or some shit. Absolutely. Like we've but seen like when, like, that, uh, Batman. We've created a bunch of Batman. Like when that wedding got bombed like four or five years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. like by the drone, how many like potential extremists come out of that? You know, like it, oh. it all it kind of just amplifies. I thought you meant the how, how Kill Bill started. No, no, yeah. I was talking the, the Middle East. Oh, right. Sorry. So Kill just, Bill is more fun. I'm trying to yeah. understand Steve's point. He's saying that if you just I'm not saying you should you kill, kill the all kids. the fathers in a community what will they grow up into? And I think if, if there's no fathers in the community, they become professional athletes and rappers. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that is not what I'm saying. And by <laughs> the way, I love that you did that as your middle finger is up on your face right now. <laughs> I just have. The, I'm not saying it's for me. because of the lack of father. <laughs> I didn't care for that one. Tasteless. <laughs> yeah. I am saying... Even the savage you, Americans wouldn't like that one. If you kill someone's father, that they're is all different. wasted. Yeah. Oh my God! No, you're right. No, if you kill they're all father, wasted. Make them extremers. Extremists. Yeah. Extremists. They don't have TV on the reservation. I buy extremers for every party I throw. Extremers. Yeah. <laughs> it really spices it up. Yeah. I, I love the idea. It's just like it's a uh, it's streamers that are that are also terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> <At the same time. laughs> every one four explodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah, those uh, those hot peppers that you know you don't know which ones are going to yeah. be. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, with, they do that with sushi too. A Russian roulette yeah. roll where like one of them's hot as fuck, and they give yeah. you like a little shitty shot glass of sake to like get rid of it when you eat the spicy one. But sake's disgusting, so you don't want to drink that. I don't understand. Uh, I do not understand the idea of like that roulette pepper thing. It's like, can I just mm-hmm. have these that there isn't one that's bad? <laughs> can I just have a bowl of good ones? That's a good container. No, we only sell the the really risky one. Like, <laughs> yeah, like why is why are people excited? Like, how bored are you with your life that you're like, this is the one time I feel alive. The one, one in time... ten Big Macs has a loogie in it. Will you be the lucky nine? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one time I truly feel alive is when I know that one piece of my food is tainted. Yeah, and it's what up you to me. <laughs> <sighs> I uh, I was looking around on uh, WikiHow today and if you know what wikihow is it's a ridiculous site for idiots to learn to do basic things and i found a few funny articles that that i think we will enjoy and you know i bet you guys have some tips for a lot of how did you describe a ridiculous site for idiots to learn how to do basic things yes i would i like to think that's their header i would love to buy retards for retards (laughs) is there there a wikihow for how to use wikihow that would be incredible that would be very meta I bet there is. But this one is three ways to hide your erection. And so <laughs> tell, tell me which of these you guys have employed. 
Number one, covering erection with clothes or objects. This is very much preferred to just opening your fly and pulling it out. Uh, wear mask. tighter underwear. Hey, just hold on. Before you get past number one, yeah. we have to talk about number one. Because I had He's to learn this one through trial and error. Like, yeah. I had to... Because, like, at first, I was like, oh, the best way to hide an erection is to walk around with a, an erection and my pants down. And <laughs> then eventually someone was like, have you tried an object? Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, but there are so many objects out there. How do you know which one will do the trick? And so at first I tried an object... But it was like a it was like a nail clipper, so it was like it was it didn't really do it. Too big, yeah. It's too yeah, way too big. To how dare you? <laughs> uh, and then and then I tried a glass. I tried to put a glass around it, but then that really didn't do much because you know it's a glass. Yeah. And then I tried a clouded glass, which only kind of just made it look like a fuzzy erection. So, <laughs> which is what it looked like without the glass. So you so, should have moved on to clothes more quickly. I should have. Clothes but... are the logical. And but I was trying out. objects. It said objects, and there are more objects in the world than there are clothes. So I tried objects first. That's fair. We had a long discussion the other week about whether there are more chairs or people, and it really <laughs> upset us. Oh. Dude, I, I, I've told this story before. <laughs> Holy but, shit. I think there are more chairs. I never thought about that. <laughs> the wear wow. tighter underwear thing. So it, I, I, repeat story. When I was 15 years old, I had this testicular torsion, and they had to repair it surgically, and, and it needed to heal. So, anyway, while it healed... From having your dick too big, right? Uh, yeah, I like to say From that. From the nuts getting twisted. It's really the... Uh, I think it's your vas deferens, but it might be something else that was too long, right? So, so it allowed yeah. the testicles to twist. Anyway, so... Uh, I was really enjoying this. <laughs> Wait, did you wipe it until it bled as well? <laughs> the, well I'm trying to get here with the story. During right. the healing process, I had to like wear loose clothes and put like a bandage on my balls, which just served the purpose of putting them like on a platform, right? So suddenly mm. I'm wearing sweatpants with effectively the biggest dick in the entire school. Like girls were looking at me, like like noticing the bulge, which <laughs> was not a normal Were you walking around like this? Yeah, <laughs> I was the fucking like chest back thought, like Conor McGregor before lights. a fight. The neon lights were a little bit much. <laughs> with, the, with a giant arrow down that like kept Kept, you know, like, it was a temporary... God, my cock hurts! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, my cuck! <laughs> but, yeah, I had to wear loose clothes, I had to put that baby on, on display, and I was the cock of the walk. So, <laughs> anyway, good so times. This, uh, that is also, this... by the way, that is a good lesson, because, mm -hmm. like, when we're younger, a lot of times it's like the be ashamed, hide things, be ashamed, hide things, and it's like, no... If you just walk around with confidence, the same way that, like, the first time I ever bought condoms, I was so embarrassed. And now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking. So what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I like that be ashamed, hide things repeated three times is an experience us non-Jewish people had. It's the, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's we what we're taught shame. to be ashamed. Guys, well, there's a lot of really good tips here that we're missing. Hold on, but that's because we get persecuted for our success. Anyway, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well played. So you got to wear tighter underwear. The first mm. picture is a man who's tremendously fit in a very nice pair of boxer briefs. It also gives a tip, avoid wearing soft silk underwear because they can rub against your penis and cause you to have an erection. Oh, every time I even think of silk, I get hard. That's absolutely true. I do, true. too. I'm getting hard yeah. right now. God damn it. Shouldn't have worn yeah. my silk pants. Uh, yeah. You want to cover your crotch area with a large object. This guy is standing there holding a laptop case directly in front of his cock, which is a very inconspicuous way to walk. You want to hold it directly in front of your cock. It says, another pro tip, it's easier to cover your erection if you're sitting down. 
my favorite part of this graphic is that there are these like three like danger lines, almost like comic book danger lines coming from the dick area. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, that, that's that's where the action's coming. I like, like it's the next ra- one... it's radiating. To me, <laughs> like it's a hiding. sound. Like the, the the cock is thumping against this laptop laptop container purse or whatever the hell it is as he tries to walk, and there's just a yeah happening. Also, by the way, if a guy's walking around with a bag like this, he's never gonna come. Like, no one's ever gonna help him out there. <laughs> like it's a very unattractive thing, so he's just gonna have an erection forever. So you would this is number uh, number four. Tie a hoodie or sweater around your waist to hide your erection, <laughs> and it's a picture of a guy standing there, and there's a big red arrow pointed to a sweater tied around with both arms of the sweater hanging down directly over the crotch area, and you're gonna have to walk very carefully to use that to hide your erection. It's not gonna I, work. When you get hard, the you don't shirt go around. straight down your pants. No like, one wears it the other way. You go out or, or to the side <laughs> or something, like if you're walking. The, yeah. But number f- uh, number five is one that I used all the time in uh, – or it's not number five. It goes to method two, number one. Very <laughs> advanced. Pin the erection to your body. Pin down the erection with your hand <laughs> in your pocket. Put your hand in your pocket and use your hand to press your erection against your leg. Continue to hold your erection through your pocket so that it isn't visible to outside your pants. <laughs> Scroll down and there is a – see-through diagram of where your cock would be and where it will be when you fold it up and that was the that that was one i used all the time in middle school you know that age where you were like getting boners randomly in every single class and i remember thinking high school for us english class in an english class at the age of 13 or 14 i was like oh my god there's two minutes left in the class and i'm getting a raging boner and i was like is this what life is for adult men like is this is this what it is is am i gonna have a whole life of hiding erections and what i would always do is do the quick flip where like you wait for other people to get up and start like packing their backpacks and everything. And you under the table, pull down, pull your dick up, put it underneath your waistband. And then you use your shirt to hide the, um, the dick that's wait, what sticking are you pulling, out. Above are you your pulling waistband. your pants down in this scenario? You're pulling it uh, down enough that you can flip. You can do the quick flip, flip your you dick up your under, hand in there, I think. and then you, you make sure your shirt is out to cover the yeah. dick that's sticking. A kid I went uh, to high school with, we okay. had an, assi- we had an assignment to invent a word. And he invented the word Hofnar. And uh, he said it was for something else. But he said like it was for like a weird feeling like like uh, like in an amusement park. But it was Hofnar was hard on for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> and so then for like a year, we all called it a Hofnar. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to do the same thing, Taylor. I'd tuck it like behind my belt and it would just yeah. hold it in place and... That was the best way to do it, the quick flip, because all these ones of hiding by, like, putting stuff in front of it, you're just drawing attention. And I don't know what kind of dick the author of this had, where it's like, you know, when you're walking around, you get an erection, it goes straight down your pant leg. It's like, it's never that. That's what happens when you're sitting down. But when you stand up, your dick doesn't want to stay down. It's going to it's gonna twist and turn yeah. and go to the side. Like, it's... You also, I love, I love the diagram of this. How his penis has absolutely no head. It is just perfectly cylindrical. <laughs> I, I, back in the day, uh, it was fashion to tuck your shirt in. It was just a neater look. I still think it's a better look, but it's not the fashion anymore, so I don't do it. But when you're in this situation, you put it behind your belt and pull your shirt out so it would hang down a little bit. And whenever I saw someone else's shirt out, I would kind of wonder, like, huh, I wonder if he's dealing with trouble right now. Just yeah. yeah. If you and go like down what another you do. One, you wink, you wink at them, like, or, or like, you high five them. <laughs> you know, the same way that, like, if I see someone with a Mets hat on, I'm like, yeah, let's go Mets. You know, the same kind of thing. 
You know, like mm -hmm. me, me too, buddy. Also yeah. hard right now. Team hard. Yeah. On. <laughs> Here's one I yeah. never knew about. It's very good. The graphic shows a man casually sitting with a leg propped up on another. Action lines and <clears throat> arrow pointing down, showing that uh, the can he's holding up against his crotch is indeed cold. It says, put something cold on your erection. The cold water from a shower will reduce your erection. If you aren't at home and can't shower, why would you be hiding your boner if you're at home? <laughs> Try pressing something against your crotch, like a can of cold soda. Cooling is used in hospitals to remove unwanted erections for longer than four hours. Like, how more conspicuous could you be and be <laughs> like, yeah, I just, want a, I just want a cold fresca unopened right here. <laughs> you know what works best? If you just pour the fresca on your cock. That'll cool her off. Ah, <laughs> ah, it's going down. Yeah, everybody's looking at you. There are this many is, reasons to hide your test. erection if you're home, if you have roommates, uh, or if you are in a loveless marriage where you don't want your partner to think you might accidentally be attracted to them. I mean, there are a lot of you live with your parents. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. This one says to pinch yourself. Where? <laughs> of what? his forearm and, and showing action lines of him pinching his forearm and saying that pinching will make you forget about being horny, I suppose. There was, was a graphic a designer who got this assignment. There was, <laughs> there was an artist. Who, there was like, one that it, said urinate. I don't think they understand the dangers of this situation. You get, you get the rainbow pee thing. Yeah, you yeah. get a, a bunch of a mess everywhere. No, it, it took them till number eight to get to the most logical one, which is masturbate. And they include a helpful tip, which says, do not masturbate in public. <laughs> wow. This, I, I also like the one where they say, concentrate on something non-sexual. It says, concentrating on a math equation or a sport will take your mind off sexual thoughts, unless you are turned on by math. Like, they don't <laughs> account for that. That's what I do when I'm trying to last longer in bed. I start doing math in my head. I, that's, I what I do when a, I, that's what I do when I want to come. I <laughs> When I don't uh, want to come, um, I get a dollars. cold fresca. Ah, <laughs> there it is. $5 it. times $13 minus $7 plus a million dollars! One million fifty-eight dollars but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know we're all a little, a little you know, bougie in this call, but how many times a week do we encounter this problem? How to be okay with having a communist friend? <laughs> Wait, this is a real... This well, is a real article, and one of them is. Well, you and Hutch learn about friends. communism. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, Taylor, could you not? Maybe this will help you get along with Hutch. Oh man, you know I should take some tips from here. First, first thing. Hey, he's a democratic socialist. Get it right. Yes, not a communist. By the way, can he's I just point out that every ad I see on this, like every ad I see on this on this dumb site for dumb people, is a Trump ad. On WikiHow. Oh, I have. There's there's a deep uh, I have adblock because I'm not a dumb person. I don't. I don't. I actually. Uh, I don't use adblock because the ads do not detract from my enjoyment of this stupidity. And uh, also, as a creator that makes his living online, I don't want to encourage people to use adblock. That's fair enough. Yeah, you, you definitely wouldn't want. I didn't use adblock. Well, we don't lie YouTube. to our fans here. Adblock it up, boys. It's the way <laughs> to go. You'll enjoy the entire internet more. Now, of course, you could pay for YouTube Premium or something like that. That is the the that's what Woody does. YouTube Red, right? Isn't that what it's called? I think you? they changed the name. I'm not 100 percent sure. It used to say Red, yeah. now it says Premium. Well, yeah, in no, any case, you could you could you could do a service like that. Or what I do in the case of like Twitch com uh, content creators, I always subscribe. Like I watch a lot of Shroud, and I use AdBlock when I watch him. So I throw him a few bucks every now and then. I subscribe to his channel. 
makes up for it. What's he getting from me watching one ad, like one-tenth of a penny? If he's lucky, no. I'm, I'll give him five, ten bucks a month or something like yeah. that. And he can add it to his millions. We appreciate our Patreons. I, I think the cheapest level is $3, which is less than a buck a show. So. Ah, speaking of that, that's a nice little segue, Woody. Excellent job. We had our $500 Patreon this month. L- uh, lucky fella, Noah. Uh, and we had a good time with him. We played some Monopoly. When you pay $500, you get to play, come and play video games with us. And we had a, uh, a furious game of Monopoly, as they Three, all are. I think. Oh, yeah. and, and Jews care about money. Uh, <laughs> that you play any game you want, you play Monopoly. We love Monopoly. Oh, I didn't even we consider that Noah is a Jewish name often, right? Is that what you're getting at? That guy's not a Jew. No, I'm saying that Kyle always makes fun of me for being Jewish, and I tried to turn it on him, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's an honor to, 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 to be Jewish. I would love to be Jewish. You guys have so many cool little... little th- I, was at, I, was, I was Christmas shopping I just want discounts from my doctors. The other day. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. You'd That'd definitely... I mean, you would have one in the family, 100%. I bet... Steve, bet you got an uncle who's a doctor, don't you? Uh, I actually have a cousin who's, na- who's also named Steve Hofstetter, who is a doctor. There you go. See? And that Follow. motherfucker cannot be Googled anymore. So Bet you got that. an uncle who's an accountant. <laughs> I, I, an I uncle, an uncle who's what? An accountant. Uh, I do not. But, I, but I, also, I actually also don't have any uncles. Oh, that's a shame. Both, both my parents uh, only have sisters. Oh. If you're not Jewish, you can't grow out curly, cool-ass sideburns without oh, people calling it cultural appropriation. Look. That's coming back. I don't yeah, think Steve can do that. That's your hairstyle is my culture. <laughs> and you <laughs> cannot dress up like that. I, I wouldn't want to appropriate your but, culture. By the way, yeah. can we talk can we talk about that for a second? I don't know if you guys have I, I mean that prom dress thing was a while back, but just the idea of like tributing something is not insulting somebody. And right. I think it's it's so ridiculous. Like I had someone but even that aside, just the general concept of trying to turn everyone into an enemy. Like obviously look. I am progressive. A lot of your fans hate me because of it. And when I, like, it's very obvious to my fans that I'm progressive. And, like, there was one thing that if you take wildly out of context, like, it could have been seen as not progressive. Mm-hmm. And someone wrote something nasty on my YouTube channel about it. Like, I expected more from you. And I was like, look, if you turn every ally into your enemy, what the fuck are you left with? Like, you have it's no one. They're, they're, I, they decide before they click the video the flavor of the month of what they're going to get mad at you for. And they will backwards engineer whatever you say to fit what they've already decided you said. You know who's the like, worst uh, about cultural appropriation? Veterans, right? Don't wear my uniform. Take off those medals. <laughs> That's stolen valor. My yeah. gosh, people. It, I'm, I'm honoring you. Couldn't yeah, agree more. When I, when I dress you. up and I pretend to be Lance Corporal Taylor, who served this great nation <laughs> And I demand to get a discount on my Starbucks coffee. They don't realize that I'm actually doing when I'm wearing when I'm wearing badges that that laud me for my achievements in multiple wars, some of which I couldn't possibly have been born for. I'm I'm honoring those who live with me and those who have died before. You know, you know who's and also the fact horrible? that you would call the police on me in the middle of Starbucks, and I have to pull out my firearm to subdue you. It's unreal. You know who's I'm also horrible at that. People, people who have cancer, they re- they get really pissy when mm. like you try to do a cancer fundraiser for yourself <laughs> and you don't have cancer. Strong point. They get, like they get like super mad at you. I shave my head. Like, what I'm more just, do you want? I'm yeah. I'm just tributing you. That's why I shave my head. That's why I've lost this weight. You uh-huh. know, like I'm just. That's why I started yeah. the GoFundMe. If you want this? to learn who rules you, learn who you cannot criticize. Kids with bone cancer. <laughs> <laughs> 
That might be the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> holy shit. We're running this whole bone cancer cabal. Follow the money, so Taylor. <laughs> Follow the money. Oh, I've got, I've got cool festive head wraps. Like, oh. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, and like NFL players just come and visit you, you spoiled little prick. <laughs> to hang out with Iron Man and shit. <laughs> you know, I can't I, even get tickets to a fucking game. And you have them come into your house. What about cross-dressers? Isn't that appropriating someone else's gender? Yeah, it's, I think this no, is a real question just, now. It's not as funny. They're just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> it's actually a real question. You're like, oh, shit, I, I don't want to go there. This, this is, yeah, this is uh, I don't know. I Wait, might no, still run a, for office. Cross-dresser just means you like to dress up as a lady or you're a woman who wants to dress up as a man. Yeah. So that's yeah. just like Halloween. You're not a pro you're not first of all, appropriation is fucking bullshit. Like you can't be in favor of like diversity and loving all these different cultures and then be like, hey, put that fucking taco down, bigot. Like, like <laughs> yeah. you need to like pick one, you asshole. Oh, like you're speaking up the game, so no matter what, you can be frustrated. Speaking of which, here is an issue that I do not fall with the left on. Mm. Um that movie where there was a trans character, and I think it was what Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play them. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, there was a movie where there was a trans character, and it was supposed to be this big movie, and then Scarlett Johansson, I, if I'm remembering correctly, was going to play that character, and then uh, a bunch of people went up in arms and be like, you couldn't find one trans A-list actor? Like, <laughs> yeah, there actually isn't one yet. Um, you know how there would actually, be one no. if maybe we made popular movies about trans characters, and then trans kids grew up to realize, hey, I can be an actor also, and then eventually you'll have a big box office star that could star in a movie like this. But the idea, and then they ended up not making the movie because so people dumb. people killed it because Good. they were like, no, we have to cast a transfer. And it was yeah, just I like saw that. There's this um, there's this show on uh, Netflix where there's a trans character, and I in the like you know when you're scrolling through Netflix, you get like Is an image. N no, you get like an image to represent the show, and I was looking at the image, and I was like. That's a large woman there with a big cleft chin and a strong jaw. What's going on here? And I Googled the name of the show and just put in the word trans. And, and there's this huge uproar because apparently that male actor is a cis male. He, <coughs> he is not trans. And they're like, they couldn't find a gigantic trans woman to play this person? It's like, no. No, they couldn't. That guy's, a, that guy's an award-winning actor. Like, like, Dude, like, it's, I don't... it's just a... It's purity spiraling is what it is, where it's like... We need representation of these stories. And they're like, hey, we're actually making a film about a story like this. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't make it exactly the way I want. You you yeah. made it as though you want people to recognize the star and see it because of that. No, you should star someone who nobody knows so the movie's a total tank. It's like, yeah. why, would, and no, then, why would you? And then no. if the movie tanks, then they'll never make a story like that again. Like, yep, if they yeah. go, okay, well, we're going to make the first giant box office movie about a trans character, but we're not going to put anyone famous in it because, you know, we want it to only be trans community, and there just aren't A-list trans actors yet. There will be. There aren't yet. And, like, then no one will see the movie, and then what Hollywood does is they go, well, we tried that, and we lost our shirts on it, and so then, or our dresses, and, uh, and so we're not going to make that movie again. You know what movie I would see mm. is if they made just like a normal movie like Die Hard or something like that. Every single character, even the background ca uh, characters, every single one is trans. But at <laughs> no point do they address it. Wait, wasn't that the new Ghostbusters? 
Oh. <laughs> Damn it, beaten to the punch. Well, that movie didn't do well, so I guess it's good I didn't, I didn't uh, produce that. <laughs> no, they, but but ab- absolutely, I think the best way to do it, like, it's weird to say this, but uh, I find HGTV to be, like, the most progressive television network. Because when they have someone who's, like, house hunting, who happens to be gay, they're not just like, and let's find him a gay house. Like, <laughs> They're just like they're just like oh and this this is the couple and they want a house with things that people want in their house and then we'll go to and like they're just being a normal person instead of it just being all about that yeah they'll most like, likely remain really, childless be... <laughs> so that impacts the whole buying process that, that would be a <laughs> yeah. funny like bit or like skit or little show and it just follows a really racist real estate agent and depending <laughs> on who he picks up he shows them houses in different parts of town oh like a black God. couple and he's like. They're like, actually, sir, we, we thought we were going to see the one on Sycamore. Are we not going? Nope. Cross the tracks. He <laughs> <laughs> goes over there and shows some horrible slums. Yeah, th- yeah I have good I would, movie ideas. I would love that. By the way, <laughs> speak, speaking of House Hunters, I saw an episode once mm-hmm. where it was someone who I knew hooked up with a friend of mine. Like, I knew her. I had met her a number of times. And like it wasn't like, oh, I think that's that girl. It's like, no, no, no. I knew her. I know her name, etc. I know what she does for a living. And she hooked up with a friend of mine. And then they like tell the story about her being, you know, at the courtship because that's part of the storyline. They always be like, oh, they met when they were dating in college. I'm like, oh, she blew my friend ten years after that. <laughs> so that was fun to watch them happily look for a home and me just be like, uh, oh, buddy, you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> She's got a tank top. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it, did I ever tell you guys I wanted to make a I want to do a sketch about house hunters and combine it with ghost hunters and have no. like no. ghost house hunters where they have to decide between like three houses built on burial grounds or something like that. I think that would be that a would solid be good. sketch. Yeah, now someone's like gonna make that. it. I just I should not have said that on a very uh, popular Jim, show. Uh, you know who Jim Norton is? I'm sure you've been on his his serious yeah. show at some point. Like he did something like seven eight years ago where they had celebrity ghost hunters. And it's one of the funniest bits on ONA. And what Jim did is he like signed up for it because they pick like B, C, lower list celebrities, and they're like, "Tell us about your ghost hunter story." And what Jim did is he went in there and told what like they thought was like a real ghost story, but he was like interjecting his own characters as the characters. And one of his characters, Edgar, whose whose thing is always, "My mouth is dry." <laughs> like he says stuff like that and like that was one of the lines from the thing he was like sitting there and it's really dramatic there's like a dramatization of jim norton who's like taller and better looking like yeah. looking around the room and, yeah. and and then it goes to be like so just anyone jim's, jim's vo and he's like and i was sitting there I was, and i heard pool balls clack and i knew <laughs> i knew no one else was in the room and then i heard oh, quietly from the corner of the room my mouth is dry <laughs> like had to like have music like trying to make it spooky and it was them on the show watching the own the episode of ghost hunters that they just aired mocking the shit out of it it is and on everyone YouTube, check that. i love that i love that like and and jim norton's fucking hilarious and like yeah. i love the fact that he went in he went in there doing a bit that every one of his fans would get and like these people would not know was a bit like that is brilliant it was really yeah. funny but i didn't know at first that it was a bit. I didn't know his characters well enough to catch on. So I was like, and he was being really convincing with the story. And I was like, why would Jim lie about this? You know, wh- wh- maybe he did see something. Because the story <laughs> is, not only is the story well told, convincing, it's also scary. 
Like, it's it's not like, and then a goblin came out and went, ah! It's like creepy shit. It's like, I don't remember the exact story, but maybe it was like a gambler who'd been murdered in that hotel room or something like that. Yeah. And he was cursed to, like, be in there forever playing this endless game of pool and have dry mouth. And it was, I was a little creeped out by it, honestly, because I just, I like Jim Norton, and I couldn't imagine him just telling a blatant lie. But then Taylor explained the joke, and it's hilarious. I I do not believe in ghosts unless someone tells me. No, I don't either. Unless someone tells me a place is haunted as I'm falling asleep, then I absolutely believe in ghosts. My girlfriend, yeah. I t- I've told these guys, my girlfriend believes in ghosts. And we were watching square, scary movies on a vacation once. And like as she was getting up to like go to the bathroom, scared of the demons and shit, I like loudly and forcefully, like seriously, like, Satan, I invite you into my heart. I open myself to you. I am your vessel, Lord of Darkness. Do with me as you will. And she was like, Taylor, stop. Stop. And I'm like, the invitation is sent. The deed, the die are cast. Like, I don't remember the fuck you would say the reason she, I don't she really did not like that. I, the reason I mainly don't believe in ghosts is because, like, if you go to England and like these pubs, like, you know how many fucking ghosts would be in one pub? A ton. Like the amount of people who have died in that building over the course of the last, you know, thousand years. It would yeah, be but every time you drove by an abortion clinic, you'd hear like, "Whoa!" <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> well, they're not people yet, right? That's our stance, I think. Oh, I I, yeah. I, I saw a meme the other day. And it's Gordon Ramsay making like a <laughs> face, and it says, "When you're fucking a chick who's had ten abortions, and the ghost babies try to pull you in." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> if, hold on. If by saw a meme, you mean made a meme? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, Kyle is very quick on meme maker. Yeah. I make some. I, I'm. I'm always like whenever we're having a little little text conversation. I'm. I'm real quick with the fucking meme, getting it made, getting it sent out for the punchline. I. I, I really enjoy it. It's. It's. Nice. It's one of. <laughs> big fan of that. It makes. I'm a. It, I'm a big relier on existing gifts. And by the way, can they make a GIF search engine that fucking works? Uh, Apparently I, not. They all suck. You have to know yeah. what it's called. Yeah, I have a. Called. I have a GIF of me yelling "fuck off," <laughs> which is a good. Which is a good one to use. Like for myself, like it was from uh, it was from a clip where I was just yelling it. Someone there was a woman who just wouldn't shut up, and it was during a bit where I was making fun of Nazis, and she was literally like offended and defending Nazis. Oh my! <clears throat> well, and, you like, need to understand their point of view. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. She got up and left because she was so offended by it. Which my line in the clip is because uh, I didn't know she left at the time, and I was like, ah, I would thought I would have heard the boots. But she like, who's stepping out of there? Exactly. So she, yeah, Nazis are not a quiet people. So she, uh, but anyway, I yelled "fuck off" at her, and so then someone made a gif of it, uh, and it's a fun thing to use while I'm texting with someone, like with a friend of mine, if they like take a jab at me to like send myself yelling "fuck off" at them. It's a nice touch. You know what a big problem is with like people who like the Nazis modern day, the lay the blame at the feet of Hugo Boss. Because he made really cool-looking uniforms and very stylish-looking boots and hats and everything. And meanwhile, we had boring-ass shit. If Mm. Hugo Boss hadn't lent his genius of making a nice outfit and he had done that for us instead, we'd be the cool ones. Those, look. (laughs) We would have had the dope-ass outfit. We all agree on that. We make jokes about the Nazis. Obviously, none of us are, are Nazis here. That being said... Those were some snappy dressers. All right, when I whenever I'm watching Schindler's List, I'm always distracted 
by just how. <laughs> Come on, stick with me here. Do you think I, that's I, why ISIS isn't doing well now? <laughs> oh yeah, if, if ISIS got lame ass outfits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why. And they have such a cool name. That is like, a cool well, name. Archer had it. Yeah. yeah. And they have sex slaves. I mean, that's attractive to all of us, right? Do you think how? Well, yeah, do you think no. how? Pro, do you think <laughs> people named ISIS like are very like? Because there are people genuinely named ISIS who were yeah. fine for a while. It's a goddess. Yeah, it's a goddess. It's uh, I think it was Catwoman's cat was named ISIS. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be an unfortunate name. God. That's like being named Adolf in 1936. Like, yeah. They were like, yeah, this guy, you know, really, he's helping the German economy. Got to give him that. You know what? Adolf's actually kind of catchy. And then, like, a few years later, you're like, oh, fuck. All right. To, yeah. to, the, to City Hall, I guess, to, the, to get this change. It is, change it, it to is, Winston. Yeah. It is weird, though, when, like, there are businesses named ISIS who, like, haven't changed their name. Like, we, we saw one the other day. Yeah, but, I mean, just from a branding perspective. I actually saw, uh, I was surprised because it's, you know, it's in L.A., I saw a giant sign like above a business that said uh, MAGA, and I was like, wait, what? And then it was for Krav Maga. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit, they probably took a bit of a hit. Like, oh, in, uh, if you're like a Krav Maga studio in L.A., L.A. is like 90%. Like, if you're, like, they have a giant sign that says MAGA, and like you see from the, because it's only from one, like, the, the Krav is blocked from most of the view. It's only, like, if you see it from one specific angle, you can see the whole thing. So MAGA is the equivalent of Heil Hitler in L.A.? Uh, I mean, not LA, all of L.A., probably. but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, L.A., New York. Yeah, L.A., New York. Don't they want the wall in L.A.? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I don't think so. It keeps the families uh, that, apart. I don't think we've taken a good uh, stock of everyone's true opinions on that one. That's uh, San Diego. I'm just goofing. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, LA. We, we got like two hours. Name. Well, you had you your be, if you were had a business Latino named ISIS, population, though. Like, if you had a business named ISIS or a business named MAGA, you shouldn't have to change. Like, you were there first. Just like all those uh, Buddhists or whatever, they shouldn't have to stop using the swastika now. They invented mm. it. They came up with it. That's their thing. And then these German That's guys what I stole about it all my tattoos. and used it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I got this tattoo in fucking. <laughs> in 1936, buddy, you know, it's, yeah. it means something different. That's why, yeah, that's why, you know, Kyle can use the word faggot. He just likes sticks. You know, exactly. it's just the original. Exactly. Yeah. A bundle of sticks. Yes. Yeah. Why should that were used to burn gay people? Why should uh, what hurts people now affect how you live your daily life? Well, what else were they going to burn them with? I've, I've heard that, uh, <laughs> that bundle of sticks like for burning gay people is a myth. Like that's something I, that I've heard. Came I've up heard with. it's a myth as well, but it's one that I continue to use. Well, it is. It's, yeah, it's everybody it's, understands. It's also, but even so, like, it, I mean, it is about how like words do affect people now. Like, and that is that is the thing. I know, and I know you're joking about it, but uh, like Todd Glass does a great bit about how like people getting so mad about like how could you make me learn what bothers other people? <laughs> what well, am I supposed to do about that? It's like don't bother them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like try not to be a dick. I like bothering people. You know who it doesn't like bothering fun. people? Lending Club. They help you revolving debt. That means that you're not paying off your card every month, and you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. 
No trips to the bank, no high interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com PKA, check your rate in minutes, borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com PKA, LendingClub.com PKA, all loans made with WebBank, member FDIC, uh, equal housing lender. You know, you might need a little extra cash. You know, I, I often talk about, you know, getting your sex toy collection set up, get your dungeon right, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to bring a girl in there and the walls are bare. You got only one whip. You're, you know, you don't, you don't have, you don't have the, uh, a nice assortment of glass and or crystal butt plugs. Or you might right? need this wonderful sponsor for normal purchases. <laughs> so no, check no, them out in mostly, regard to that as well. Mostly sex toys. Mostly sex toys. They're, they're much more expensive than you would imagine. I know. You, know? you, you have to you I know, actually put yourself use them. in this situation where you can handle the allergy form and then know which doors to open. Latex-free, glass, etc. Yep. Yeah, I, I actually use them in order to uh, help take over the world's economy. You know, because... You don't need any ah, help. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, well, we, I know you, you're complicit, obviously. First thing he all the media. <laughs> Yeah, I bought all the media and a bunch of bagel shops. Haven't okay, no, I can't be the only one who's noticed that the second Tuesday of every month, every Jew's conspicuously missing. Uh. <laughs> wait, wait, I think you are. I love theories you like never that. Never noticed that. Love... That's, that's when they all go meet up in their, you know, they all they all go hang out and do their thing. Is that true? Second story? second Tuesday of every month. Yeah, that's where they go do uh, Jew gold swaps, all sorts of things. Oh. I I think that, that is horrifically offensive. <laughs> oh, no, he's actually not, he's not allowed that to You talk have about. not noticed that it's every other month because <laughs> Shit. if we were to do it every month, I mean that would collapse the world's economy because then think about it, one day a month where none of the banks could run, none of the media could run, none of the I you know what my favorite thing about sports like still going. no medical yeah. care <laughs> sports are fine. No, 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 we own the teams. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> it is it is so frustrating when people have conflicting stereotypes, like the same way of like, oh, these lazy Mexicans are taking our jobs. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. you just, yeah. How could they do both? How Blacks are on are welfare. Then? Blacks spend their money frivolous, frivolously. Wait, which is it? Yeah, exactly. Blacks spend that welfare money frivolously. Blacks spend <laughs> well, those no, food stamps frivolously. Oh, that one makes sense. Uh, they, <laughs> no, they do sell the, the That one's not inherently contradictory, no. but I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, the, the idea of like the... The, you know, Jews are cheap, and we also own everything. What? How did we... Eddie Murphy buy? used to have a thing about uh, picking and choosing did. your stereotypes, right? Like, black people have yeah. big lips. Black people have no jobs. Black people... The big dick thing, not true. He's like, no, no, no. You believe, You gotta yeah. believe them all. You gotta give us the dick thing. You can't yeah, just you pick can't... and choose. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm okay with the, uh, you know, I'm okay with the one with the, you know, Jews being successful one. Because if, if we're gonna if we're gonna take all the other shit, we may as well, you know. I'll, I'll be honest. I've played a lot. Of, I've done a lot of shows at community colleges, and if I do a joke where I'm just like, "Oh, are there any of the Jews in the room?" It's rare. It's pretty rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but like as far as stereotypes go, that's like the winningest so, combo, so right? How does that make you like feel? these people are are smart <laughs> and they dominate anything they get into, and and I don't like them. Like, like well, the, it's they're like these people are smart and they dominate everything they get into, and that's why we should kill them. That's the problem with the first two, because it always <laughs> seems to lead to that third one. 
I think it's because you guys don't like to share with the rest of us. I see. It seems like you don't want to do business with the Gentiles. Uh, That is absolutely not true. We want to take advantage of you. (laughs) I I think you just made my case. Yeah, shut up, Goyim. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that you know that word. Yeah. I just... Wait, I think I know it right. That just means yeah, not do. a Jewish you, person, right? Okay. Yeah, you, you got it correctly. Yeah, it's and uh, Shiksa is specifically a non-Jewish woman. Yeah, I know that from Seinfeld, and there only because of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there is an old horrible phrase: uh, Shiksas are for practice. Oh Jesus! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, Jesus is involved in that as well. <laughs> Don't mention Jesus. They're, he's not a fan. Yeah, <laughs> murderer. Yeah, the uh, I I used to do I used to do a joke about that's actually a stereotype that we should take credit for because like Jews are never an intimidating people. Mm. Like we're never seen as intimidating people and when people are like, you know, yeah, Jews killed Christ, I'd be like, yeah, we did and Kirk Cameron's next. Back off. But you did it in a very <laughs> Jewish way, right? You tricked a gentile into doing it. Oh, absolutely. You don't want to get your hands dirty. Yeah, ah, I mean, Pontius Pilate. Neither did Pilate. He watched them right after, and he's like, "This he is the Pharisees yeah. over here. They're pulling the strings. Watch out! Yeah, it's going to become a thing." Barabbas. Also, you know, how he, come he murdered someone three days ago? And it's yeah. Like, how come there's no stereotype about the Romans doing that? That's about because he didn't want to do it. Oh yeah, he got tricked into it. He he was influenced into it. They had, I, they had I, a lot of power. I can't tell you how many times I've been tricked into murdering a hero. I mean, <laughs> the amount of times. I have like, ah, I don't want to kill this guy, but, you know, I guess I got to. And all these people look up to him. This is, oh, boy, is this going to cause some problems. He was, uh, he was like the regional power, but it wasn't like a bunch of Romans lived around there at the time, right? It was, he was kind of ruling the area that was mainly inhabited by the Hebrews. And so he was doing things that he thought would, like, placate that community, yeah. if I am, if I know my history correctly. Or I, don't my know, correctly. I don't know the full, I don't know the full story, because I'm not super into fiction, but I... <laughs> Like I prefer, I prefer documentaries. You know, like oh, I'll tell you about Food Inc. all day, but uh, you know that the Cove, great, great movie. But you know, the Bible a little too convoluted. I know, think most so. people, most historians agree that Jesus was an actual historical figure. It's we're just a little iffy on if he was a magical son of God type character. Actually, most historians do not agree on that. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, Steve's because correct on this because huh. uh, the Horus story in ancient Egyptian is the Jesus story uh, like a thousand years earlier. It is like uh, the exact same story. And it was and, recycled from that, from Mithras, uh, which was like a Mesopotamian legend that became the Egyptian one that became the Christian one. And the biggest thing, actually, is that like, th- so this guy is doing all these miracles throughout the land, right? And there's no there's no reports of anyone at the same time of him talking about him. The only reports that like we have from history are from like 100 years later. Yeah, the, the one that they have closest to being concurrent with Jesus's life apparently is from Josephus, who's the one that Christians cite the most often. But Josephus wasn't around. He was around 80 years later. And so it's yeah. like there aren't concurrent ones. And I mean, there, I'm sure some Christian out there is going to have more sources. We need, we need Mr. Know. Woodworth Sr. on here to disprove all this nonsense. I think Look, I feel like if we had Woody's father, he would explain to both of you parasites <laughs> that Jesus Christ was alive, walking the earth, and doing magic. What's funny with is the that I know both, like all the facts that Steven Taylor has been rattling off. One. I know, but yeah. with bad name recognition. So it's like, yeah, before Jesus, there was a uh, like horsey Horus. dude, 
and uh, <laughs> there was a horse yeah guy. yeah a horsey dude and then like i don't know like mark before him probably and also, uh, okay. yeah Horace, there is Horace the, is the closest one like... is like joe i think he talked about it maybe 80 years <laughs> afterwards this is how my head works and it's it's awful I, I also like the idea that some people listening like are when i said horace like horace i believe is h-o-r-u-s yeah it's not like horace Greeley. Like H O R A C E, like just some dude named Horace, uh, like just wa- just walking around. Uh, also, the biggest one for me, and, and by the way, every every major religion has something like this. Like Judaism has this also, where there's something that you've just accepted as truth, but you don't look at why it was in- instituted. So in Christianity, and I, so I studied this shit in college, which is why I'm not religious anymore. So in Christianity, the reason why they use the Old Testament is because in the time of the Romans, they were murdering all people from new religions. There's this term, religio licita, which means legal religion, basically. And so they were like, oh, these Christian people, they're new, we're going to kill them all. And they were like, no, 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 hey, we're just part of the Jews. We're just, uh, we're way back with them. See, we believe in the Old Testament also. And then that's how the Old Testament got adopted. Jew plus plus. Exactly. We're we're like yeah, like, uh, yeah, they they were the Google plus of the time. My favorite historian, Mel Gibson, um. <laughs> oh, his treatise, uh, I believe it was called Sugar Tits. Yes. His treatise on how cops affected the Jews. I will not abide any negative talk in regards to Mel. Oh, boy. By the way, you sounded a little bit like him just then. <laughs> say it, Taylor. You know you want to say it. Blowjob before that. I know. I'm not going to say it because it's a meme now. <laughs> you want to say it? Oh, there was I a, to say it. There was a joke that I, I did. I don't think it's on. I don't know if it's on any of my albums. It bothered people so much because I talked about the passion and how Mel Gibson, everybody called him a, a good Christian for making that movie. And but he made three hundred million dollars and didn't donate a dime back to the church. I was like, that's not a very good Christian. Excellent Jew. Terrible Christian. <laughs> the reason the problem is that so many people misinterpreted what I was saying. They're like, you're saying Jews are cheap. I'm like, no, I'm saying Jews wouldn't give money to the church. <laughs> like that was the point of the joke, and or they're like, "Oh yeah, Jews would whore money." Yeah, exactly. So then uh, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> um, yeah, all that biblical history is super. In- like I, I believe Jesus actually existed because when you think about it, in like it only seems so crazy now because we're looking back through our own kind of cultural eyes, where we think of it as like, yeah, there was one guy back then going around saying he was the son of God. It's like, no, this was the Bronze Ages. There were. Five dozen people doing that at the same time. Jesus only had 12 followers. There could be a guy, you know, uh, another dude who had like 15 or something. We didn't hear about him because Constantine didn't adopt Christianity or that religion as like the official religion of the Roman Empire. But like, he's not a magic man. Like there was probably there was probably someone there was probably someone in the back of Jesus' speeches being like, "Ugh, fucking hack." Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I saw this speech three days ago. Three days ago, I saw the same speech. You know, eventually, Jesus, they're going to figure out that you tell these stories on a hill so that you can hide all the loaves and fishes on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) See, what he does, you see the loaves, but the fish are right behind the loaves. (laughs) Methuselah's out there like, oh, my God, I saw Horace tell this story. And you ran shit back then if you you were good at sleight of hand, right? Penn and Teller go back to the Bronze Age. We're worshiping them today. Yeah, absolutely. There was... Behold! (laughs) (laughs) can you remove your thumb for i saw a uh i saw i think it was in mythbusters where they figured out that there was like there was ancient they figured out batteries in ancient times Mm -hmm. they were super yeah they were super low powered 
So they were trying to figure out like what would these be used for? And they were like probably in rituals, probably to make people think that there was magic. Because exactly. if there's some sort of battery that the common person doesn't understand, you touch it, you get shocked, but you get a little jolt of electricity in you, then you're like, oh, this person's powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. They had those, uh, they were in these clay pots, and it was uh, like a copper uh, acid type battery. Yeah. Like lemon juice and a copper rod or something like that. Yeah, which they figured out. I, I always get like so impressed at the idea of trial and error. Like my friend used to talk about like just finding out beer. I like to like think that way, way back in the day, in like Roman times, they're combining lemon juice and copper and just testing shit in the same way they find Easter eggs in zombies now. Like just yeah. you know, poking but, at well, things. Well, some of it was accidental. Like, like the beer was, you know, in, in the monasteries, I mean, it'd be easy to make beer. Like, like I'm sure like plenty of lazy teenagers have ac- accidentally created wine in their room by leaving some fruit juice in a, in a shadowy corner for way too long. Like, like you could you could do the same thing with uh with you know, mm-hmm. well there's the, barley the water. That, the one that he used the example is like the, like the hallucinogenic properties of like a very specific tree frog, mm. like with the idea of like if you cook it the exact right way, and then you lick it in the exact right place, then that makes you hallucinate. And it's like yeah. how the fuck, how many frogs were they look were they licking? All of them. Well, you can't lick and- it there. You can't look at that. I like to think that there was some sort of like there was like big business, you know, there's like big frog, yeah, you know, where they had like just an assembly line of people like lick those frogs until we find something. We gotta find. <laughs> well, at first they probably just cooked a frog and ate it whole, right? Yeah, that is probably how it happened. They probably just hoped it was food and things yeah. like gunpowder, you know, like like lots of things that were just these had to be accidental discoveries. A lot of it came from the 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 um from alchemy the 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 search for how to transmutate one thing into usually gold, right? So they're, they're mixing yeah. all kinds of weird shit together, mm. trying to make lead into gold or some other cheap thing into gold. And, and you know, that, they ended up creating a lot of things and discovering a lot, a lot of, like, interesting properties of... That's how, they, that's how uh, Viagra happened. Viagra was a side effect of, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was like blood a heart pressure? medication. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, maybe blood pressure. Where they're like, well, my blood pressure's high, but so's my dick. <laughs> and so then they were like, this might be worth a little bit more. I love to think that there was one guy who was about to throw that out and be like, well, this didn't do anything for blood pressure. Let's start again. And someone was like, no, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> I think this thing could be worth something. <laughs> like, come on, it didn't do anything for blood pressure. This is a failed experiment. <laughs> no, hold on a second. How long have we been hard? Jim? <laughs> Jim, how long have we been hard? Days. Steve, yeah. Steve, stand up. We got to get back to work. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to find an object on. or a cold can of Fresca to put on my shoulders. <laughs> Viagra's the worst ED medication, though. Like, like if on. anyone's out there and they want uh, ED medication for either, you know, uh, to to improve your game or to just be, you know, get it to or work, to fix it at all. Yeah. See Alice. See Alice. Are there more than two? Th- Those are the only two I can name. Uh, there are more than two, but I uh, though. Uh, Cialis is the one I that that I found. Like, I went from Viagra to Cialis, and I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is You're the already one." Use, the thing is, like, I'm concerned about using that stuff because, from what I've heard, like, once you start, like, you kind of can't go back to like normal. chapstick, right? Your body stops producing its natural flow, and you just you exactly depending on it. When I put chapstick on my dick, it's like <laughs> I can't get hard any other way now. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about Viagra, oh, I misunderstood. Like, I'm sorry. Viagra <laughs> takes like uh, like an hour to work, 
Um, so you usually end up like, oh, she's on the way over, and you're chewing it up, and it tastes like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it makes me very light sensitive, like to in lights in the room. Like every light looks three times brighter, and it has like a halo of intensity around it, and I get serious headaches. Does it change last. the color blue? I've heard that. Mm, I, I, I don't know about that. The lights look different. The lights okay. look like white light looks kind of blue. I'll How say long that. does Cialis take to work? Um, you take Cialis, like Cialis lasts like 24 hours. That, 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 that you're... sounds terrifying. No, no, no. See, see, this is a misconception people have. They're like, I'm going to have a 24-hour boner. Right. No. You're going to be able to get super boners for 24 hours. That's how it works. And that's the thing about Viagra, too. Of course, like movies like American Pie make it sound like, oh, we'll dose him with Viagra, and he'll have an uncontrollable boner instantly. Like, no. No. He'll just be able to get an impressive boner whenever he needs to. Like, whenever... Like, like, like if, you, if you're one of those people who's in middle school... You probably shouldn't take Viagra, but if you're a grown man who doesn't get random boners continuously throughout the day, then Are you'll they, just get a horrible I, I like the idea of super boners being part of the Justice League, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Are they different prices, Viagra and Cialis? Uh, I never paid for Viagra. I always got the free samples. Like okay. He'd give me like a pack of them. I don't know what Viagra costs. Cialis is quite expensive. Um, How much is it? I can't remember exactly. I know a bottle was like $250, $300. PKA and, needs a new sponsor. And there were not a ton of pills in there. It, it may have been $20 a pill, something like that, maybe $30 a pill. How much is but a condom? Isn't a condom like $3 or something? Condoms are no. free. Condoms are cheap as fuck. Condoms are free if you go to the health department. Condoms are just... They just well, no. condom those actual, are even... actual cost of condoms like in a store is usually under a dollar a piece unless you're buying like one at a time yeah like if you're in vegas if you're in vegas and you stop at a convenience store like then it's going to be ten dollars a condom because they know (laughs) that you need that condom but if if you you go to like a a cvs or walgreens and you buy a six pack that six pack is six packs too low let me see what let me let me get i I buy what i do i go on the like on the amazon and i do the the 36 count you do the 36 count they send it to you you can even subscribe to it yeah, for thirty-six what? for fourteen ninety-nine. Fourteen yeah. forty-nine. So you're yeah. paying less than fifty cents a condom. Than I thought. Yeah, condoms haven't been our form of birth control for. Ages. Condoms also suck, though. Yeah. Yeah, you always say that. I don't yeah, mind Connor, condoms at all. T- Taylor is yeah. a, a condom hater. I'm a big fan of condoms because they make it last longer. <clears throat> that yeah. Uh. If you're yeah, I, I. That's the advice I give out to young kids. <laughs> but but yeah, like if you're like. You know, I'll make you 18 in this scenario, and you're not lasting as long as you wish you were. Condoms could be your ticket. Yeah, but absolutely. even so, even so, like if you're lasting like you know 10, 15 minutes, and you want to have sex for longer than that, it's still, you know, you throw a condom on, and then you're lasting 15, 20. But Cialis still... is definitely the way to go. Cialis has, I, I get none of the side effects of Cialis with uh, Cialis, like mm-hmm. the, the awful fucking headache that goes on and on and on. The light sensitivity, like the grogginess, it's it's a terrible feeling. Um, I'm but, afraid. I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of relying on it. Like right now, I just do. Do, do you know what uh, DHEA is? No. So DHEA is is the, basically the hormone in the body that like produces a bunch of stuff. It's like it's relatively new research, so they don't know exactly everything. But it's apparently taking DHEA supplements. Uh, ends up like increasing in a lot of people. It increases libido. Uh, it uh, increases, I think, health for blood pressure and like a bunch of other things as well. And it's like you just 
you know, take it as a small pill. You take it like once a day and it's not like, oh, I'm going to get a raging boner. It's like, no, I'm just going to, you know, hmm. increase what I normally have by 10 to 20 percent. Is this a prescription? No, it's uh, it's over the counter. And it's like it's so new that like when I went to a pharmacy and it's, you know, like you go to one of those pharmacies with a with a wall of a billion different things. And I'm just like, hey, do you know where the DHEA is? And they're like, what is that? I'm like, it's a thing that you sell. You're a pharmacist. You're a pharmacist. How do you not know what this <laughs> is? And so I had to like Google it to see if it was in that store and it was. And then like I found it behind like vitamin D because they just, oh, this starts with D. This must be vitamin D. <laughs> you know, I've well, never heard of the um, reliance on Viagra or Cialis concern until you said it. Well, just the idea of like I, I was talking to a friend of mine about it. You know, like I said, I'm almost 40 and I started thinking like, oh, that might be a thing that I should think about. And then uh, my friend said, no, no, no. Once uh, like once my friend took it and he tried not to. And then it was like it was difficult for him to get anything going without it. I wonder if that well, was psychosomatic or like what the scoop could was be. there. Yeah, it could have been. I highly recommend Cialis. You, you have no idea. It, it's it's your refractory period is sh significantly shortened. You're ready to go again. Well, apparently you know? Woody doesn't have one. So Woody fucks <laughs> as soon as he's, well, he's he never finishes coming. delayed. I didn't realize that was weird. Or just, it could be perhaps I come wrong. <laughs> I truly think that you come about 70%. I don't you think leave a little, so. You leave a little gas in there. You leave a little gas in <laughs> Never there. Never had an orgasm. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's like right. Those, don't yeah. listen to those children in the background. Yeah, you know, they're like... You, you don't want to get dependent on it, but what you need are some of these vape liquids that have Cialis and Viagra in them. I just linked you that article. The FDA is apparently cracking down those goddamn bureaucrats yeah. saying that we can no longer put Cialis and Viagra in vape pods or vape liquids. Which I'm staunchly against. If you want yeah. to get a boner while you, tr you know, get addicted to nicotine, more power to you. I'm actually a big fan of this because the, not everybody, obviously, but the majority of people who vape and talk about vaping a whole lot are total douchebags and I don't want them reproducing. So I think it's good Fair that they enough. can't have sex as much. Strong <laughs> point. This yeah. could create a whole new generation of douchebags and I'm happy Absolutely. to contribute. Wait, <laughs> they put traces of an anti-obesity medication? You know, I was just reading about life expectancies today, I think. And uh, I guess Japan has the longest life expectancy, but they're going to lose it to Spain for whatever reason. America yes, is dropping from like 30-something to 64th on the list in terms of longest life expectancy. A lot of people will haze our healthcare system, but that's not where it belongs. It belongs in obesity and diet. Why can't they cure obesity? Why aren't they working harder on that? It seems like you could just raise oh, metabolism. Just, no, there's, a, uh, there's oh. actually a cure for it. No, a diet and exercise? It's, uh, no, I, I was going to say, uh, kill all of them, but, uh, <laughs> they're doing that already. I was, I was trying to go more extreme. Yeah. Well, they did uh, that to themselves. Yeah. The, no, but, but, uh, there is, I think the things that they need to work on the most is diet and exercise and sleep. Mm -hmm. If there was a pill that could like, just go, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to instantly, and not just like, oh, it'll knock me out for the night. Like that does exist. Like, you know, melatonin or even like, you know, cold yeah. medicine. But if there's a pill where I could just be like, this is a nap pill. I want to sleep for a half hour right now. That would be the greatest thing that existed. Yes, it would. That would be a great. Something that oh, would I, knock a person oh, out for oh, 20 Jesus. to 30 minutes. I did not think about that. <laughs> you okay, wake fine. up, you, you feel refreshed, is, and you have no memory of what may or may not have transpired. Uh -huh. This is what happens when good people want positive technology, <laughs> and then it gets in the hands of evil people. May cause vaginal soreness. Nap. 
Yeah. I want to do that. I get tired, too. Kyle. I get tired. That was what I was thinking at first. I'm like, why does Steve want an easier to use rape pill? <laughs> <laughs> get your raping in, and way. she doesn't have to spend the night. <laughs> I don't even think that way. That's why I was literally. I'm so fucking naive about that shit that I was like, sometimes during the day I'm really tired and I only have a little bit of time to sleep before a gig, and so I'd love to just take a quick nap. And then when you try to take a nap and you just lay there and you know you only have a limited amount of time, you never get to sleep. So why can't I just have a pill? And you guys are like raping bitches. That's not what I thought <laughs> What's about. What's fun? So legitimate Steve's raise. delayed reaction nap and sore asshole pills. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't name them for me. <laughs> legitimate rage does the timeline for this show. And I always get a kick of how he avoids like adult topics that would get flagged by YouTube. He'll cleverly phrase your rape pills into something that's... I don't know. It won't say rape. Nap pills. Unconsensual like tab- tablets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah consensual tablets. Unconsensual tablets. Yeah. Uh, That'll be speaking fun. of that, uh, we met. It officially happened. I yeah. met Legitimate Rage. How? Yeah. What'd you think? In Dublin. Uh, it was actually, the whole thing was, it was a little bit sad because, like, I didn't know that he, I mean, the, the, the kid is, first of all, he's 13, which uh-huh. made me feel kind of bad about picking on him. You know, because he, he's like a child. He lives in a and sewer. He's, he's No, he doesn't live in a sewer, <laughs> but he is confined to a wheelchair, which was really difficult. He's got one of those, like, talking apparatus things. <laughs> and, like, I really, I really felt like a bully because, like, all this time I was like, fuck legitimate rage. He's a sewer person. And literally he's just being like, no, I'm not. You know, like, <laughs> it's, a difficult, it's a difficult thing. You know, I felt really I felt really bad about it. The and especially because do. he doesn't even have parents like he was brought there by his ward. Oh. Like the or the or he's a ward of the state. However, it works. It's in Ireland. I don't know the term for it. Yeah. So ward of the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah, I just I didn't know how to pronounce it correctly. And yeah, it was just the whole thing. Uh, whole thing was really sad. It was the first time he had actually uh, been allowed out in months. And I, like, it was really nice of him to to spend that time at my show. Yeah. Can you know? I ask? The, I want to know how it really went because I think that <laughs> on day one, it was not convincing. <laughs> the first time. He was yeah. impolite toward you. I think you yes. genuinely didn't appreciate it. And then over no, I mean, time, th- it became something you both had fun with. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was really, like, shitty of him, like, to just, you know, break down all the reasons why he hated me so much, even and, if he did. And he was a like, mod, right? On. So then it was like, like, you're supposed to be on our team, but. Exactly. And also, and, you know, the forehead thing became a joke, but it was just the thing I latched onto that, like, the really come on, you're really nitpicking at this point. Like, if that's the problem. If you if you really want to pick a fit like any guest physically apart, I think maybe you've got you guys have had three guests that you can't do that to. Like there was uh like look, okay. Aaron Foster. Aaron Foster, clearly. Uh yeah. that model that Kyle desperately wanted to fuck. Um which one? And uh Lina. Yes. Lina. And then uh and yeah, those are the two. So <laughs> Uh, and mo- I mean, look, most of your guests, like, look, I've seen a couple episodes, like most of your guests are not even in human form. So, like, <laughs> the idea that you're going to make fun of my forehead when there are people who like legit, like just, you know, haven't been out of a house. Come on. So I, I was you. very, I was very, <laughs> you're winning over a lot of fans today. I, uh, oh, I don't care. The ones who like me, like me. And the ones who don't, don't. We're beyond that. But uh, but no, just just the idea that like uh, like that's what you're going to pick apart. And I was annoyed by it. But I will say from the very beginning, he took it very, very well. Like from the very beginning, he didn't escalate. 
he didn't be like, well, fuck you, bet. You know, he he laughed it off. He took shots at me right back, but not in a like very, you know, not in a stupid like, well, you're no, you're a bigger cuck, like not that kind of way. And I was I, I honestly was impressed by it. And it's been a fun little uh, it's been a fun little back and forth. Some, and he, some people can't take it. Some people can't take a little joke. They can't go with it. They can't like throw it back. And I feel like those people have never had like male friends in their entire life that like yeah. Josh around with each other, you know? that like pick on each other back and forth. And that's something that I've always done with like guy friends that I do have, like, like certainly with my cousin and, and, and like people that I know. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, like, oh, like little he and I are not, he and I are like, not friends. I, I, but. <laughs> there's a guy I play video games with. He'll hear this Mitty, And, uh, yeah. and, and he makes some poor decisions sometimes. And so we've started calling stupid, stupid people mitwits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he hates also, that. Also, also would work as well. <laughs> Nitmits, yeah. Nitmits. Um, I no, you, I absolutely agree with you, Kyle. And you know the the ability to, you know, kind of take it and under and also understand it's a bit like the first time I did it, I was like, ah, fuck this guy, and I didn't really know much about it. I didn't really care. But then when it became a running, it became a runner, and then people were like, oh, you're beating a dead horse. Here's this picture of Woody I've posted a thousand times. Oh, you're running this joke into the ground. Doesn't Taylor look like an owl? And it's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We're doing these bits like it's a it's a thing you do. It's it's for recognition when you know the show and like you t it's theme and variation. It's a way to do the bit and then take it to the next level. My favorite one was before I came on the last show, I posted or before it was released, I posted this whole long thing on Reddit about how upset I was. You guys had had bumped me off the show and I waited <laughs> there for hours and it was this long thing and I was like really emotional in it and like just stuff clearly out of character. But if you read it down the line, it just spells fuck legitimate rage. <laughs> like, you know? And it was I didn't really, see that. I need to try and find it. It was really, really fun. And first of all, I really did appreciate the people who didn't get it and were like, no, don't leave the show, Steve. We like you. <laughs> and then the other people were like, yeah, fuck you. We never we never found you funny anyway. It's like, and you still don't get this joke. Uh, and then uh, we've cultivated then, a friendly group of people. Yeah, and then, but no, but the, most people get it, and uh, and then legitimate rage wrote something back where I think he spelled forehead down the side of it, which was you know it was fun. Get it. And yeah, and uh, so here's how the meeting actually went. So uh, it was my show in Dublin, which was one of the smaller shows on the tour, and I think we were doing like Monday night at the Workman's Club, and uh, you know he came, he made these forehead masks, which was bravo. <laughs> Wait, did he really? That's really bravo. Funny. He made a bunch of forehead masks. Um, where, yeah, just giant foreheads because he shrunk it. Uh, and, you know, and it was fun and we took pictures with it. Like, I think there was two other PKA people who came also and, like, I also put one on. Um, and, and it was a lot of fun. I talked to them for a bit. He got wasted. Uh, yeah, after the show, he was talking to me. He was definitely a little, uh, a little drunk. Um, I think he's 19, which is, I guess, drinking age over there. Um, sure. yeah, it's younger in the States cause you know, they've, they've seen some shit, you know, they have to, mm -hmm. they're, they're a little worried. They got to start drinking earlier if they're going to be bombed by the IRA, but, uh, it's just nothing on that. I, that was for you guys. I think I you said it backwards. You said it was guys. younger in the States. Oh no, no, younger than in the States. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was trying to find this for Woody to show the, the <laughs> picture of him with his forehead. <laughs> oh, with the mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but it was, it was great. It was, you know, he, he was a good sport about it. And it was also something where like, I could tell he enjoyed, he's a huge fan of the show clearly. And he enjoyed that. Like he used to be an anonymous fan of the show and now he's part of the lore. Yeah, and true. so, you know, and it's also something where like 
every every time I do a show, I have someone come up to me and they'll just be like, "Fuck legitimate rage," and I'll be like, "Sewer person," and then it's a fun, <laughs> you know, it's like a it's like a code. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so uh, I I enjoyed it. He was a really good sport about it. Uh, you know, we didn't like murder each other or anything, but you know, his parents are dead. That part I did not make up. His parents have been murdered a long time ago, uh, and he is a ward of the state, which was uh, poor guy. For a moment, <laughs> I, you had me. I was like, <laughs> and you're like, wow, he's being kind of cavalier about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, we were talking about Jewish stuff earlier, mm. and I saw this on the internet a couple days ago. Uh, a beauty pageant no. in Israel crowns a 93-year-old as Miss Holocaust survivor. Oh, Here Christ. she comes. <laughs> this Miss is like Holocaust survivor. <laughs> no <Yes>. gas for her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hang on, let me revive her. Like this, I, I, I heard this. I thought it was like a fucking joke. Like, they would not have a Miss Holocaust survivor in Israel, of all places. And it's real. I think the, I think the, the idea of it is putting Holocaust survivors out on display reminds people that the Holocaust is a thing that actually happened. Because of, you know, how many fucking crazy people that are there that deny it. Um, but this is not in good taste. I- yeah, it, it's like... I don't even understand the point of like, well, we're getting it out there. It's like, what? Like, it's talking. There's got to be a better way. There are, it's, there's like a hundred documentaries on it. There's, there's a thousand TV shows that have referenced, like, really? You're going to go with a beauty pageant. Okay. Well, you do you, I guess. If you survived the Holocaust, does that imply that like you did some shit to get picked and, and make it through like layer after layer of. Like, was that just the first round of this beauty pageant? No, like way back in the day. <laughs> did she lie about being a cobbler? You oh, know? Jesus Christ. So that. That's the idea that the Holocaust is just. Was just the first round of this beauty pageant that was going to take place much later. <laughs> no, like, like, like nine and million like entered, beauty... only three million made it to the second round. <laughs> That's about the same odds as the first round of a regular beauty pageant. Right? It's my understanding that surviving in Auschwitz is a little like getting through in Survivor. You know, you need to prove your skills, your worth, so that you're useful to the camp. I don't think it was as much like a video game as you're saying, where it's yeah, like, all right, task game. one. Like, I actually listen thought, up, dudes, you gotta do this obstacle course, you yeah. know, and then they had, like, like I don't yeah. think they did. I thought it was crazy that during the Holocaust that Jeff Probst didn't just help them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, right? You're, you're right there, man. You have a whole camera crew, you're I right know. there. you have food. Yeah. The Holocaust yeah. would have been much more festive if they'd had, like, if it, if it was, like, Ninja, Extreme Ninja Warrior, where they were running oh, through, oh, they were, like, shit. they were, like, running along logs and stuff. Yeah, right. that was just when they were trying to escape. <laughs> I wonder if there were any people who were falsely Coming accused. Coming up on the electric fence jump. Were... Oh! <laughs> Moishi didn't make it. Were there a lot of falsely accused? <laughs> oh, and here comes Herman. He's going to try to make it past the machine gun. Oh, nope, nope. You know, I was, the the barbed wire hurdles. Up. Well, if I, he wasn't was circumcised much, before, I, he is now. I was a much better person before I started hanging out with you guys. I just want to make that clear. And in the 95-pound weight class. <laughs> Everyone. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I was so next week where we see who can hold the breath is. the longest in the gas chamber. Steve is just jumping in with the uh, Holocaust jokes. I, but because it's set up, I can't. The comic in me, the comedian in me is outweighing the Jew in me right now. <laughs> we, made, we made rape jokes five minutes ago. We, we, we could do Holocaust jokes. Come on. They're funny. The more horrible the thing is, the more, the more uh, you know, laughter is closely related with pain in many ways. It's 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 good Ab- to make those jokes. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. That's that's one reason I could see this pageant like, like that is the only point that would make sense to me, Kyle. Where it's like people often cope with heavy things in a light way to make it more digestible. Is like they're clearly taking something very heavy and making it more light. So I feel a nine eleven widow beauty pageant. I don't think yeah. enough time has passed. No, there's that uh, there's that phrase. and they won't be hot anymore. There you go. <laughs> there's a phrase, uh, gallows humor. This is literally what that is. Yeah. It is literally gallows humor. It's also, by the way, I don't want to just change, I, I don't want to just gloss off this this nine eleven beauty pageant. Uh, <laughs> That's where I was I'm going. Curi- yeah, sorry, Woody, go go for it. I was just Sponsored thinking instead of a nine eleven widows pageant, it should be like a nine eleven children's pageant because then they'd be hot. Uh, or or you could have done it right afterward, right? and they, then everybody would have been hot. They could be like nineteen years, eighteen years old right now. Is that about right? Seventeen. Yeah, that would have been the youngest. Two thousand one, right? So, Why yeah. does it always go so young with you? Would, that is a good question. So, like <laughs> yeah, some no, people the, who were people who were so, three so at like the time, children, children and who like lost 20 parents. Now. Yeah, hosted by Pete Davidson. Okay, that was sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> He really I, don't, I, don't, I still don't know who he is. He was dating Davidson Ariana fi- Grande. He's who very, very funny. He's, he's a, butthole eyes. Oh, he's butthole a, eyes. That's that guy. He's a comedian. Uh, very funny. Super nice dude. Uh, I met Big him like, right. I met him right before he just kind of like, like popped. Uh, and he, uh, I mean, his his story is crazy. Like he did lose his dad in nine eleven, and then he uh, he ended up doing comedy like as a teenager to kind of like cope with things. Mm. Um, and he was good early and then he ended up getting on SNL. Uh, I think it was like Dennis Leary saw him when he was really young and then uh, started like g- giving him projects and stuff. And then that kind of led to the industry. The industry goes so crazy over someone who's funny when they're young, even if they're like one tenth as funny as someone who's five years older. They're just like, what could we mold this person into? They're like, oh, man, this is great. He doesn't know anything about ethics or morals yet. <laughs> we can totally take advantage of this kid. Like, that's basically what the industry does. Uh, they're like, if we trick this kid's parents, we could have a, we could have anything we want. I was um, excited he, about he him getting talented. married to Ariana Grande. Why? Yeah. Because she's so much hotter. It was like a victory. It was like Revenge of the Nerds when he, got, when he you know, raped that girl at the end. You yeah. know, like we all cheer for the guy who otherwise wouldn't score her. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the analogy holds up quite as well as it started, <laughs> as you said. But as as a comic, like the idea, it's that Jessica Rabbit thing when mm. Je- when they're like Jessica Rabbit, like why are you with him? And she goes, he makes me laugh. And that's something that like every comic wants. That every comic wants to be the the Roger Rabbit who lands the Jessica Rabbit. And that's basically what Pete Davidson was. Wow! So you you didn't like my thing, but you go straight bestiality. Okay. They were both. Uh, oh no, they weren't. No, they weren't. No. Were they? Uh, by the way, in in the Tune Land, bestiality is perfectly fine. And by the way, also, <laughs> also, he's the rabbit. She's the one screwing up. 
Yeah. You can't you can't get mad at the rabbit for wanting to fuck the human. They mostly play patty I'm trying, cakes anyway. I'm trying yeah. so hard to think of like events for the 9/11 beauty pageant. Oh, God. Was, <laughs> is, well, you know what the winner gets, he, right? He, what? what? Airline miles. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything I'm like the 76 story base jump. <laughs> Woo. Woo. No, the, you know what the winner gets? Spicy. The winner gets a parachute, is what the winner gets. A parachute, <laughs> a parachute and a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh, my God. And lung cancer. That would be hilarious if one guy up there had prepared for this situation with, like, a base jumping harness. Just broke a window and jumped out. You laughed at me every day! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then and he does it, and then that's when the building falls on him. Like, nah. <laughs> Still didn't work out, Pete. Still didn't work Ahmed, out. There appears to be a man falling slowly in front of the building. He just <laughs> drills into him in the second building. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Every day for a year, and you all laughed it up. Well, today who's laughing? You're like, only people who are horribly inappropriate is who's laughing Scott. that day. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I actually do think, though, that like if I ever had, if I ever worked above the height where it'd be safe to use a parachute from, because if you're if you're on like what the thirtieth fortieth floor or whatever, it, that doesn't matter. No, you could get one of those. Uh, they they make like Woody would know better than me. Like, don't they make like those really quick releasing parachutes? That what's the lowest altitude? Like you did that thing. I threw one at seventy feet once. Seventy feet. Yeah. So that's oh shit. That's only like seven stories. Yeah. And, so yeah, and so he hit hard. Land. Like it's not like he landed like a, on a, on a bed you wouldn't of like it. But I don't know if you've <laughs> seen those videos of the people jumping out of the World Trade Center. They landed very hard. They landed harder. Yeah, that yeah. was that's such upsetting footage. Yeah, it's if, really, I, really if I had an office, like if I ever worked in an office or lived in a place like that high, I think I would just have one of those parachutes because you never know. It's not like in case a plane hits us. It's like there's a lot of other shit that could go wrong. Yeah, I would keep a gun to blow out my windows if need be, and then have a wingsuit. So it doesn't matter what height I'm on, I can jump out and glide to safety. That's my understanding of wingsuits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might want to do a little more research. <laughs> I, I think I'm, just, I'm just the bee's knees. Like, well, when do I start going? I'm just going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking chipmunk wings or whatever, flying squirrel. <laughs> someone just comes in the office and be like, what? It just, no, someone just overcooked something in the microwave. What happened to Taylor? You just go right into the north someone tower. Someone just microwave. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my 911. I wonder how hard it is to break those windows. Like, is it a feasible thing? Like, can you, if you throw a chair at it, will they break? No, not a chair. I, I no. think Taylor may be onto something with a fucking handgun. Um, it's that rough, huh? No, you use, you use one of those, you know, those little things you keep in your car to break the. Yeah. <laughs> Spark a little piece too. of broken spark plug. What's there's yeah. a name for that? Does anyone know it? Ceramic is on the spark plug. That's what's hard enough to, a, to do the deal. Oh, I just know the uh, I just know the thing. I, ha I have one in, uh, the escape. in a little pocket on my door. Yeah, the little escape tool. It's got like the the, the retracted blade for cutting the seatbelt, and it's it's partially a hammer to like uh, knock out the, the the glass. And I, yeah. I don't have one, but I, I heard about this uh, these guys apparently with the uh, the Cadillac XLR. I think it is. I think that's like the the the, the Corvette equivalent. That's a Cadillac. They have um, they have this issue where you can get locked into your own car if the battery dies because the door is electric. And, oh shit! Uh, and these guys, this old guy, got trapped in his car for hours and hours. A few people have died because they just got cooked in their own car. But there's a fucking manual release if you reach under and pull. These guys just didn't know about it. It's kind of sad. 
I looked. Oh, jeez. A broken piece it's of spark plug is known as a ninja rock here on the street. So now you guys know. Yeah, a ninja, <laughs> ninja rock. rock. That a sounds cool rock. as shit. That sounds like a new kind of crack cocaine. It yeah, does. ninja rock. It's the kind of rock you don't even see coming. Yeah. That's a good, be a good drug. A, I've never broken glass with one. Have you guys actually tried it? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. I have broken glass with all of the things. Uh, I, you know, I had plenty of cars to to fuck around with. Right. And uh, handgun works best. I, I gets them right out. I didn't but, uh, do it myself, but I saw someone close a hatchback on something where it didn't fit and it broke, and it yep. broke much easier than you might guess. That because it's it something about that angle and what it was being closed on. But I'm telling you, like. We would sit there and try to like I, I I have these gloves that have Kevlar knuckles on them. They're they're like super crazy like military gloves, and you can punch really hard stuff without really hurting yourself too badly. I mean, if you hit it wrong, you'll break your fucking Kevlar, hand. Kevlar, the fabric, or is it that Kydex? Mm, it's it, it's it's the the knuckles are hard domes of something, mm-hmm. and uh, and we would punch the windows of these cars trying to break them. None of us could break a car window, and we would elbow them until we were all holding our elbows and limping around like that was stupid. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, let me just take a hammer and do it. Try, try to knock a car window out with a fucking hammer. It's hard. It bounces the fuck off. Was it, it the front window off. or any other window? The side windows, like the door windows. Yeah, yeah. Now the windshield is a whole different situation. Right, right. It's 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 not the same kind of glass, and it's pinched between layers of plastic to keep from. It makes it safer. That's why I asked? Yeah. But the the side windows are much tougher than you could ever imagine. Like like a hammer I will just hit it and deflect off like multiple times. So like, you have to be very careful when you do it with the hammer that you're not standing right behind the hammer or you're going to get a claw in your face. Uh, I, I, there's a video of someone doing just that. Uh, there, there's, there's, there's a video. Oh, yeah, it's I've the seen, internet. There's yeah. probably porn of someone doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, the handle of the hammer is in the vagina and she's swinging it. With her <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how did you do the, how uh, did you break it? Did you break it? Like what? We, I don't think we ever broke it. I think we just shot it with a handgun. Oh, that's all right. I thought all right, I, you I didn't, thought this uh, was going to evolve too, and then we figured out a simple way to do it is X. No, a simple I, way. I, to do it is I think you you tie an old computer to a desk chair, and then you throw it at the window. That was yeah. That's how you, at Nakatomi Plaza. Is how you oh, break mm, those windows. That's true. That's true. With the fire I, hose. I wonder who else is getting. Yeah. Oh, you got the reference. Very nice, Woody. <laughs> Very nice. All right. This episode of PK is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get the best, get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Their breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the shape of your body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure an overall better sleep experience, all designed, developed, and assembled in the United States of America. And you can be sure of your of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So start sleeping better today and get $50 toward select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PKA and using code PKA at checkout. Terms and conditions, of course, apply. That's casper.com slash PKA, promo code PKA at checkout for 50 bucks toward select mattresses. They really are great mattresses. Yep, and of fantastic. course I got the reference, Kyle. I'm a huge fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. By the way, did you? I'm not going to let that hang. Uh, did you see the? Did you see the trailer poster I made for this episode? No. Here, no. Uh, I put it in the chat. 
I made a, I made a, I made a movie poster. Everything you thought you knew about cucks. Forehead six coming soon to podcasts everywhere. Forget everything you thought you knew about cucks. That's hilarious. Thanks. Did you Taylor? Did you read the bottom? The starring. Taylor the friendly the owl. Taylor's the friendly owl. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. Nicely oh, that's done. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that that would be fun. It's a fun way to uh, fun way to needle the people who don't like me. And most people like you. But there's always a vocal minority, I think. I, I think, I think I, and I'll be honest, I'll be the f- first one to admit that I, I am complicit in, in why that happened in the beginning, because I didn't understand this podcast at first, mm-hmm. be- because this podcast is not an interview show. It is a hang. And like mm-hmm. in the beginning, I'm so used to, as a comic, most of the ones you do are interview shows. And so like at first... I was trying to make it about me, and then I realized that, like, no, it's about just hanging out and being one of the guys, and, like, that's how you do PKA. Yeah, and initially so, it yeah. can be, you know, I mean, initially it can be kind of an interview show, but eventually, like, we know you, right? We, 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 we know what's going on. We can't ask those same questions again, and then it really does become kind of one of the guys' situation. We've seen that evolve over time with a lot of our guests, you know? Like, like Filthy Robot is a guy that we've had on a bunch of time. he's a, times. He's a gaming YouTuber, and... It's rare that we pull something out of him that's new. I mean, last time he was on, we did. We, we learned about him doing that hook suspension yeah. thing where they put those big hooks in your flesh and hang you from trees and stuff. Like, that's yeah. something that he's experimented oh, with. And a, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, and, and, you know, we, we knew about, you know, he's got a major that involves um, sexuality and, you know, he's, he's into BDSM and stuff, and he's well-versed in that he stuff. He has a master's degree in sexual deviance or something close to that. <laughs> sexual deviance. <Yeah. laughs> not quite, but, it, but it's some, close. Those I'm lines. not far from all. It's like a master's degree <laughs> in, like, deviance. sexual health with sexual deviance he, as a he's core a, or a thesis he's a or something. Bona, he's a bona fide pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, I, I want to hear him describe it because uh, masters in sexual deviance is like it sounds like a joke, but it's really pretty, definitely not. It's about right. It's about right. <laughs> in sexual deviance. <laughs> no, we're not interested in anything that. that's not really upsetting to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, by yeah, the way, top comments on your "I'm coming on" are all kind of like, "Hey, this guy won me over." Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's uh, you know there's still a couple people occasionally who get very mad and then can't spell their anger. But uh, for the you know for the most part, I think uh, I think the the tide has turned. And like I said, you know I'll I'll admit that uh, you know at first, especially because I I am outspokenly progressive, and not everybody is down with that. And you know, and I get that. Uh, and I could be abrasive. Uh, my friend uh, Jay Black refers to me as binary because he's like people are ones and zeros when it comes to you. Mm. Like people either like you or they fucking hate you. And there's like there's no eh, I guess he's a thing. Like it's it's pretty much one or the other. They either get what I do or they hate me for it. I uh, I, I, I so you mentioned progressive. Forgive me for bringing up politics right now. Yeah, there's a guy. He worked for the Washington Post who got killed probably by the Saudi Arabians. It was either Washington uh, Post or Washington Times. Look, maybe, maybe not. We don't know for sure what happened other than that that happened. I've been asking myself this question. For people who don't know, he was a reporter. He wasn't an American, but he was a permanent citizen. Green card, maybe. And... Uh, he kind of got lured into this like Saudi Arabian consulate. Consulate, thank you. And uh, fifteen people from Saudi Arabia, nine of them like high-ranking 
officials in the, in the government. One brought a bone saw and you know, he never walked out. Let's just say that the, the, the working theory is that they uh, chopped up his body with the bone saw and carried him out in bags. Well, and the Turks claim that they have audio of the whole thing because they had the, this Apple consulate Watch. was based in Turkey. No, well, this is different than that. Oh, go on. Um, they, they had the, uh, the consulate bugged, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's the Saudi Arabian consulate in Turkey and the Turkish, um, uh, government had it bugged supposedly, and so they supposedly have audio of the whole thing going down. They have a part where um, the the guy who works there at the consulate is like, "Hey, don't do this in my office. I don't want to get in trouble." And they're like, "If you ever want to go back to Saudi Arabia live, shut the fuck up." And then apparently there's seven minutes of them dismembering him alive. Uh, you know, they cut his fingers off and chop him into bits with a bone saw. And uh, apparently the guy doing the chopping is like, "Hey guys, usually when I do this, I like to play a little music, put some earplugs in. It really helps." <laughs> you know, so but, like but we really need that audio. We do need the audio. So um, then I, I try to put myself in Trump's shoes, right? I, I try to be like a, a grown up about it, as Trump would say. But I'm just trying to be even, right? Be purple on this, not red or blue. And on one hand, the moral thing to do is like to sanction Saudi Arabia and to cut them off and stop buying their oil and to stop selling them billions of dollars worth of military equipment. But then you're hundreds like of hundreds of billions. Thank you. So that's one way you could go. But like that, you're hurting yourself a lot on this moral stand. The other way you could go, the way I predict Trump will go, is to be like, you know what? Like, we, we, we all kill people now and then. Like, I understand bygones be bygones. And I've been asking myself this. What would happen if this was a white guy from Fox News? Like, how would we respond to this same or, thing? Or if it was a little adorable white girl that Nancy Grace could complain about. Now, these Saudi Arabians are murdering our girls, and it has to stop. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was we surprisingly good. We asked where they were. You didn't, you yeah. didn't have me in the what first three or four syllables, and then you brought me in. I'm like, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I think the moral way, of the story here is don't talk shit about the crown prince of Saudi Arabia in your, in your globally read publication, right? Talk shit. Get hit. I've covered this. Yeah. Nancy Grace, <laughs> anyway, is is Rever Reverend Lovejoy's wife from The Simpsons. Like, I she's hate like it. the real life. Uh, <laughs> won't someone think of the children? But uh, I I think like I saw the story and people were like, "What are we going to do about it?" I was like, "We did nothing to the Saudi Arabians after 9-11. Like all those hijackers were Saudi Arabian, and then we were like, "Well, we gotta." We gotta get retribution. Let's invade Afghanistan and and, and Iraq because they should have thrown I mean, in Mexico because the they had region. they didn't have shit to do with it either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the idea, the idea that suddenly our politics are going to one journalist, and I'm not downplaying this. It is a fucking tragedy. It is disgusting when you, and especially a journalist, but any citizen. But that said, we didn't sanction Saudi Arabia after 9/11. Why the fuck would it happen now? Well, yeah. and even that, like, it's not, you don't even have to go back to 9-11. They've been committing a damn near genocide in Yemen for years now, and nobody gives two shits. Nobody gives a fuck. It would almost be like a fuck you to those people in Yemen if it was like, all right, we don't give a shit, and we're going to let them keep doing whatever they want to you, but this one journalist died, and so now we're all really upset about they it. Execute, like, the journalist they was a real gays. person. Yeah, they the journalist was a real person. He wrote in English sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They execute gays and and uh, and dissenters all the time. People who do uh, all kinds of ridiculous things. They execute them. I, I just don't understand 
why this one is such a big deal, other than the fact that he was it's a journalist. He's one of us. He was yeah, one they, of they, us. And by one of us, I mean a journalist, right? Because yeah, he, like, he wasn't an American. The media is giving him attention because he's one of the media is the way that. Exactly. Think, yeah. yeah. They protect their own. And it's like, that makes me like, like, yeah, you're right. It is terrible. But it's like, whoa. Well, they're supposed okay, to so, be. A- so when one of yours dies, it's really, really a huge deal. When all these people that the same regime is killing, people who you purport to care about, gays, uh, women, when they treat them like shit forever, yeah, that, that's just their culture. They do what they want. Yeah. And I think they should report on all of it, but I do understand the idea of like journalists are, were always supposed to be a bit hands off because we're supposed to be able to find out what's going on in the world. They're and if supposed to be to the side in their yellow high-vis safety vests, you know, that, that aren't part of this show. They're just talking yeah. about it. Yeah. That would be yeah. the ideal. And the idea of if you can get killed for writing that, then no one's going to ever write that. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's know. definitely a bad thing. I'm just saying. I tell you like, what, I'm not talking any shit about the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. He <laughs> seems like a good guy and a strong leader, <laughs> a resolute I, I, leader. You know, I hear he's got a big. I hear he's got a big dick and an excellent lover. I hear, <laughs> uh, I hear he gets so much pussy he doesn't know what to do with it. I bet he's got a harem of beautiful women who are with him because of his personality. <laughs> now, Steve, I, I don't, I, I'm. I, I hate to break this to you, but no matter how good your compliments are, I don't think he's gonna like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the red hair. I got contacted by the ginger <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, the ginger thing. It's, I got contacted uh, by one of the princes of Jordan once, and almost got to hang out with that guy because he liked fucking shit blowing up or whatever. For a second, Apparently, I thought you were talking about spam. Like I got contacted by the prince of Nigeria. We have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> no, I once got contacted by someone uh, in Burundi who knew a dead relative of mine. Uh, wow. I reply. I replied to one of those once. I want to try to find it because I wrote this whole thing. Like they talked about, like you know this whatever cousin that left you this money. And so I wrote a whole email just talking shit about that alleged cousin. <laughs> just writing all this. I'm glad he's fucking dead. I hated that guy. Like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Kyle, oh, so you knew Ted, to too? Yeah. Kyle, yeah. you had a good story. We didn't... Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. It was um, uh, a guy that I knew who made weapons and had sold those weapons to the Jordanians, um, specifically to, like, their, like, version of the Secret Service. Um, he... he he had seen the video that I had done with their weaponry and he thought it was cool and he was going to come over at some point and, and, and hang out or something. And they were talking about how he came over with two fucking seven. Yeah. A two seven forty sevens or something. And one was like a cargo plane and one was a people plane and the cargo plane. He brought like a convoy of vehicles and then the people plane, he just filled it up with his buddies. Um, I don't know whatever happened to that. I, but, but, but I was, I was very, excited to meet that mm-hmm. guy because those guys seem fucking cool shroud has a donator on his stream who's from like the united arab emirates who's some kind of prince you know in uh, uh, their royal family or some shit and he routinely drops five or eight thousand dollars and shit like that it's, it's crazy to see woody craft had I, a person like that I, I don't know if, i think shroud did better than i ever did but he would spend a lot and uh sometimes he would want credit for like how much he bought and I'd be like, ah, actually, you're like the fourth biggest donator. And he's like, that can't be. Like, I bought so much. But it turned out he was buying, like, all of his friends and stuff ranks. So yeah. to me, it looked like his friends were buying it. Like, I didn't track it by the payment method. I tracked it by who, like, received it. So he had to, like, just buy shit until he was number one, which I was fine with. I have an I... AM... Go ahead. Oh, I was saying I have a a guy who donates a lot too, but he's just like a dude that works in IT. But 
You're not the prince or anything. <laughs> no. Cool. Not royalty. Get yourself just... a nice, uh, you know, prince or so someone's in succession of line for the throne. You'll like. Turns it. out, my stand-up doesn't really appeal so much to that <laughs> demographic. Saudi's <laughs> not a big fan of old Steve for some reason. Dude, you haven't played Fallujah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I almost did the chuckle puddle in Fallujah. <laughs> yeah, where comedy reigns. Uh, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> uh, I have an AMA question for Woody. Oh, okay. I haven't you had a vasectomy yet? Oh, I, I've told at least part of this story before. My father had a vasectomy, but my father's sex life was so active. He fell in this, fell in this tiny percentage of people who got like soreness and backup because he fucks so much that the vasectomy like caused trouble for him. So I just didn't want that same problem. I just love the idea that like that is what he just told people where no. it's like maybe he just went to like a shitty vasectomy place no, and it, then they're like, well, what's the problem? I, I, I've been fucking too much. I, I, I don't remember. know what it is. Uh, I've so been getting I think, late all the time. I think I worked <laughs> at his accounting firm at the time this went down. So there, there was like a like, I don't know, it was, like it was the office banter. Like he had soreness that he didn't have an answer to. Like, he didn't know what was wrong until eventually the doctor was like, how much sex? Do you have and uh, he's like oh it's like a second job sometimes and uh it turned out that was the so that's why because uh, right. are you it, sure it wasn't like he didn't go to a botch a shitty guy like wands vasectomies and hedge clipping yeah I, I, <laughs> uh, I, yeah i think i read the story right but yeah took off too much yeah. <laughs> i just love the idea. you use the hedge clippers with the vasectomy no no <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he's just in the hedge clipper room with like the teeny scissors be like well if these are here yeah. the... oh no <laughs> it, they just look like hedge clippers just little like but they're powered yeah I wouldn't want to go to him this uh, this AMA question is for me For uh, what's the coolest armored vehicle you've been able to drive was it the BMP from the house destruction video or have you driven cooler off camera uh, yeah, it might be that BMP. I, I mean, all, all those tanks I drove were fucking cool, I guess. But the BMP was like, I don't know. On the inside, it's got all these red lights for like to so that you keep your night vision. And the gauges are made out of radium. Radium. I was going to say tritium, but that's a more modern radioactive element, I think, that's used for uh, for glowy things. Radium actually gives off fucking radiation. Like, like it's, um, that What's thing was fucking... Tritium? The fake thing used in Spider-Man Two? No, <laughs> tritium's a real thing. Like uh, my watch has tritium in it. It's what keeps the gate makes the uh, gauges glow. And a lot uh, of uh, a lot of optics, like uh, firearm optics, use tritium as like the you know the 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 chevron or whatever the point of aim to so that it lights up and glows for you. I'm gonna look this up. Go for it. Yeah, no, tritium's a real thing, and it's very expensive. Like yeah, it is a real thing, but they did use it in Spider-Man Two. I it was a fusion that. reactor that runs on tritium fuel. I didn't see that coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah that thing was fucking cool. Um, I mean, we drove it through fucking walls, and it was very expensive. But the guy who owned it is worth uh, two hundred and fifty million some odd dollars. Plenty. So he was just, and he's my age, so he's just like, fuck it, <laughs> and like, like you know, he he didn't care how much damage was done to the thing. I I I'd driven tanks in the past. Where the guy who owned it was like a seventy-year-old guy who's worth maybe thirty million dollars, popper, and <laughs> and he's over there like with his arms crossed, all mad, 
like like when we do something bad with this tank, we we did the one we took to um, maybe we took it to White Castle or something hmm. like that. It was in Kentucky, and uh, and it was that situation. And I'd been warned that like the guy doesn't want any damage to come to this thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I made sure that the thing that would damage it for sure was the last thing we did. <laughs> we were going to drive the tank over a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And all of the people who were there to operate the tank were part of a reenactment group, a World War II reenactment group. So they're wearing legit World War II nice. tankers' uniforms and helmets. And I, I had learned throughout the day, I'd realized that these guys were really into it, like getting into character and role-playing. And I'm in the gunner's seat that's directly to the right of the driver, and he's sitting right next to me to my left. And he's got his fucking World War II helmet on, and, his, and we've got our headsets on, and we're talking over like these weird World War II throat mic situations. So it, we can't hear the rah, 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 rah of the diesel engine. We can just hear each other really clearly. And I'm like, you know, this is exactly how it would have been. Me over here gunning, you driving, you keeping me alive, me keeping you alive. This is exactly how it would have been. We'd have been rolling down some street in Paris, and there'd be some fucking Nazi pig's car parked, and we'd have just crushed that bitch. And we wouldn't have hit it softly. We'd have hit it full fucking bore. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. You're fucking right. We'd crush that piece of shit, that Nazi pig's fucking, <laughs> fucking Duesenberg piece of shit. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking hit it hard, bro. Hit it hard, and I'll let rip with the fifty. And he said, he goes, <laughs> and he hits this fucking jeep and rips the fender right off the tank. <laughs> and the, the owners over there are like, oh. <laughs> and meanwhile, he gets out after, and he's like, yeah, I'm a school teacher, actually. Totally, I bet he got in so much trouble. The guy was so pissed. We ripped the fender off that thing, but it was like, fuck it, it's not my fender. Yeah. <laughs> You trick him by pumping his tires a bit. You know, you're you're just like that guy from that tank movie with with fucking Brad Pitt. It's like, yeah, you're I Brad am, Pitt, bro. You're Brad you're Pitt, not Shia LaBeouf. Let's go. Yeah. You know what Brad Pitt would do? Brad Pitt would fuck up this tank. You think Brad Pitt is scared of that millionaire furrowing his brow at us? Hell no. Let's run him over too and keep this tank. Mm. <laughs> uh. you conquer Lexington, Kentucky with this ride. We were talking oh, yeah. about uh, religion and shit earlier, and I saw something that a bunch of witches, Wiccans, are were gathering up in like a witch meet to put a hex on Brett Kavanaugh, and like oh, I was thinking now. about it, and I was like, isn't allowing it wouldn't isn't this like a tacit admission that all this stuff is nonsense, you know? Like, if you could actually put curses on people, or if a bunch of Christians or Muslims and Jews could get together and, like, hold hands and, like, summon God, like, the government would have to come in and break that shit up. There'd have and to I be, see, like... like would we they gotta come in, in and break the fucking, government up? There's, there's a coven There's a coven on East 6th. We need to go break it up. In 10 minutes, they're going to have this spell finished. This is our last-ditch app. Like, no. Like, it's, it's a tacit admission that it's all trash, all nonsense, right? Like, yes. everybody knows. Yeah, for sure. It's like, like in their heart of hearts, people know that. No, Frank's no, no, they up. don't. No, they don't. Okay, and, and, a lot of people let, don't. Let me sell you on this. Hmm. I was just watching Joe Rogan talk about the fake martial arts and how there's a cult mindset within the dojo, the Mick Dojo, as they're known. And and he showed some of those clips that not the ones necessarily where the fake martial artist gets beaten up by the boxer or the kickboxer or the Muay Thai guy. He was showing the clips of the guy beating up his own students with ridiculous things. He shows like this guy coming in for a double leg, like a wrestling takedown, and he and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna strike him here in the by the clavicle, 
and that's the kidney spot. And I'm simultaneously going to hit him here. That's the liver spot. And the guy comes in for the takedown and goes, and the guy just collapses face first on the ground, supposedly unconscious. And he's like, oh, oh, get him up, get him up. And he starts slapping him on the back to like revive him. That guy's faking it. He's faking it in the same way those people faked it with the Jedi preacher we watched last week, where the preacher's swinging his coat at parishioners and knocking them down with the power of the Lord. It's a cult mindset and people buy into it. But I also just read what this actually is. This is not a coven of people putting a hex on. It's a fucking occult bookstore doing a publicity event to raise money for LGBT charities. And just the headlines have decided it's a... They're like, oh, we're going to do a public hexing. And it's like kind of a joke. And they, and they even say, they're like, yeah, this isn't real. This is cathartic. And well, then, that's not but, funny at all. But the, well, see, yeah, that's exactly. why you, you just go off the headline. And yeah, make it whatever you want it to. Well, no, but right, but the headline, but then like, you know, whatever headline, whatever asshole headline writer, like bunch of witches get together. But when I see this stuff, as someone who is, I'm very anti-Kavanaugh, even if he did not sexually assault anyone, which he probably did, but even if he did not, just his, well, no, I'm saying the sheer number of people who describe the behavior that he had. One! Like, even, one? Yeah. Uh, even if... Even if none of that's true, uh, just he, the way he purported himself and the way he was like, this is a plot by the Democrats. It's like, well, you can't be a Supreme Court justice now. Like, you're supposed to be impartial. You're supposed to be even tempered. Like, you can't pretend that you are after that. Yeah, but but if, you get, if you get called a rapist, you're not going to be even tempered. It's I a very normal response forgot. to be What's to be thing? like fighting back against but that. Th but there's I a difference between being like, I categorically deny all of this and like being upset, but also like how many times have he lied about inconsequential things? How many times have he, has he lied about consequential things? Like what did he lie about that was like consequential? Do you think? Uh, the the idea that he was never drunk. He didn't say that. I don't, he didn't, never said that. He said I drink too many beers sometimes. I he thought he said, he said he never blacked out. He did say that. Yeah, he said he, he said he never blacked out. Sorry, I phrased it wrong. But he the, said he never blacked out. And then there were a ton of people being like he blacked out all the time. How would they know? Well, like, you don't know? know if I've blacked out. I've blacked out and no, I blacked out on this show and nobody had any idea I had blacked out. I had to tell everybody like, I, I don't remember anything I said last week. Sorry uh, that I made fun of that man for being partially paralyzed and talking about fucking his girlfriend because <laughs> I, w I was only informed about that at a later date. Anyway, my that point really is funny. that I am someone who is anti-Brett Kavanaugh and like, I think that, oh, you should have just gone to the next person who believes what he believes, if that's truly what you want. But uh, I see people like this and I'm like, please don't help us like the like the Coven stuff. I'm just like, oh, please, yeah. please don't yeah. agree with me. The, the, well, the Coven uh, shit is just funny. Like, the, nobody uh, takes them seriously. On the Everybody's Kavanaugh thing, allies. here's the argument that I think people sometimes forget. The standard for Supreme Court justice used to be really high. It used to be difficult to get through that like investigative period. Uh, it, it was Zoe Bard was her name. She hired an illegal alien as a babysitter for her kids. And when that came out, they got rid of her. They, they called it yeah. Nanny Gate. They found out about it. They're like, oh, my God, she that. once employed an illegal alien uh, as a babysitter. And, uh, and she apologized for the embarrassment she brought upon Bill Clinton, of all things, uh, you know, because he had uh, um, nominated her for Supreme Court justice. Now, 
you know, you could be accused by what three people of of like sexual assault of one form or another, and you can go blackout drunk through your childhood years and lie about your illegal this drinking is, this is and a, lie about things that are inconsequential, but really not. This is not, not a fair well. representation of what happened at all. It is like none, and, none of those three people had any evidence whatsoever. The, the third one, it was completely bunk. Like they got but rid I don't, of it. But I don't, I don't think Taylor. I don't think that's what what he's saying. Like I'm saying, what he's saying used that to be really hard. To be, this was a difficult to job sniff. to get. Yeah, used to sniff something improper, and then they would be like, all right, let's move on to the next person. Yeah, right? You can't have this job. This guy stunk, and they were just like, you know, let's just keep pushing through. We want this guy, because I don't know why they couldn't I, get I another guy through the election. He, he said he would pardon a president no matter what they did. That's why. Well, I, That's I think a crazy. big reason. I think a big reason why is that if you allow a new norm of any accusation at the last second with zero evidence, zero evidence or corroborating witnesses, if you allow that to be a silver bullet that eliminates someone from contention, then it's going to be used in the future. But Taylor, and, I, and that's everybody not, knows this. But that's not even it. The... He lied. He lied about receiving emails that he received. He lied what, about. What did he lie about? I'll look it up. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't he pretended to have a very minor role in something uh, having to do with like elections, and uh, it turned. And out I don't he, even he like, the like the guy as a person. Yeah, oh, I don't like him because he's like he's a total neocon, pro-war, pro-intervention kind of guy. It's just I saw this as like, holy shit, this is a really scary time. If you can just with zero evidence, with zero corroborating witnesses who who validate what you say. Have the whole media run with it as if you're already guilty, and have and and be assumed guilty until until proven innocent. Like that's a really dangerous thing. Which that's is a, a that's tiny piece of what he's want. done wrong. Go ahead. It Steve. is, but this is also it's also okay. So first of all, the uh, uh, so the email thing, uh, there ended up being a bunch of emails that they had previously hidden that came out that said that. Uh, so in his testimony, he perjured himself four times that we have on record. Absolutely lied four times. No question. Um, but aside, f- what? Uh, I thought you were looking at a list. Uh, it's a long article that goes through okay, everything no one by one. Um, but anyway, the but the other thing about what you're saying about you know it being a dangerous time, like yeah, but this is a job interview. Like okay, if I were hiring someone for something even less consequential, if I was hiring a personal assistant, and then all of a sudden three different people came at me and were like, hey, this person sexually assaulted me, I'd be like. Now I'm going to move on to the next candidate. But there weren't three that the, not credible ones. Like 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 the first one who one of them said that he waved his dick in a party and she saw it. The other one came out with those allegations that said that he organized gang rape sex parties where he and she that she saw him drug and spike punch and she went back on all of that. She said, "Well, I didn't see him there and I didn't see any gang rape, but he had to have been there and I saw <laughs> guys outside of rooms." At okay, a high school so, party when I was in college. I, I hate when this t- happens. I hate when like one of three credible witnesses gets proven wrong and then it it's two of three. the other two. Wait, uh, it's, it's three of three. three. It's three and, of three. And then the third. Because there are, none of the, of the Ford witnesses corroborated as well. She, the only thing she remembered 100% is that Kavanaugh did it. She doesn't know who was there. She changed her answer on that. She doesn't know when it was. She doesn't know where it was. She doesn't know who drove her home. The friends, her best friend for many years said, I, don't, I have no memory of this. She never mentioned it. Like it, it, she seemed to remember to, a lot from that night. She remembered the assault pretty well. She, she, she remembered remember that he came thing. and he pushed her across. You know, like he came from the steps, he pushed her across the hallway, he put the bed, he shut the door, he turned up the music, he covered my mouth, he did this, he did that. To say that's one thing that all no, no, she remembered no, no, but, was the name none, of the accuser. None, and and she's talked about her therapist. There's like what, 17 years of medical.
medical records that go back on this. And, and the, the medical theory, she didn't mention yeah, anyone. With her she therapist. didn't mention and, and, yeah, right. and then that? the theory is that, oh, they just plucked someone out of the blue that had a sexual assault and then reassigned that to Kavanaugh as a you know trick 17 years in the making. Is yeah, it's a little sketch. It's I'm a little just by the way, the saying, thing that he, just, the thing that he definitely lied about is that he had he illegally obtained, like saying, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the, it cut out for a second. Chopped a bit. Sorry. Yeah. So the thing that one of the things he definitely lied about was that he illegally ab, uh, obtained and shared a Democratic strategy document. Um, uh, that we have proof of this. We have an email where he forwarded this to someone where he was not legally allowed to obtain it. And as someone who's a fucking judge, he should know that. And uh, and then he lied about ever having seen it, let alone having gotten it and forwarding it with the subject line. Uh, where did it go with the subject line for use and not distribution? Like he yeah, specifically I, I was like, don't show this to anybody, that. guys. This kind of yeah. thing would have been disqualifying before. Right. For a, a guy that was that partisan, you know, the guy who comes forward and says, this is all a. A, a scam, a, a, a scandal that Hillary Clinton is putting on for revenge because I was on the Ken Starr case. Uh, the kind of thing Steve talked about where he lies about taking Demo Democrat strategy documents and spreading them to the opposition. That kind of thing oh, erodes here's a good one. faith in the Supreme Court, right? You, you might like it if it's your team. I'm talking about you, but like, you know, there are people out there who mm -hmm. might like it because it, you know, the red team is winning on this thing. But imagine that this gets flipped and someone who's so obviously going to struggle to be an impartial juror and will just vote for the blue team no matter what every time, uh, that would worry you. Yeah, and I, I don't know much at all. I didn't look into the perjury stuff. Like, Here's, my only contention aren't is the with the sexual... the ones who changed the rules so that, so that he could get in with only 50 votes? Yeah, yeah, that was, yes. uh, it was a weird like thing. Yeah. The, the, yeah, so what happened was the Democrats had a mild majority in the Senate, and the Republicans were blocking every single person they did. They blocked more Obama nominees than there were nominees blocked previous to Obama. Right, like the forty-fourth president had more judicial candidates blocked than the other forty-three combined, or it was within thirty. It was like nine sixty mm -hmm. to nine thirty. So they were like, "Oh my God, they're just blocking." Everything, right? We're trying to nominate people that everyone should like, and they're blocking it just because no matter what Obama wants, they say no. And they, for lower positions, too. And for lower like, positions. These weren't like, Supreme uh, Court. Courts and yeah, they were circuit courts. So, yeah. so the, the Democrats were like, well, like, what are we going to do? They're literally not letting anyone through. We're going to have to change it from 60 to 50. So then when the Republicans came in power, they were like, all right, well, now that applies to the Supreme Court as well, which I guess is predictable. The counterargument to it is, if this is a possible thing to do, do we think that the Republicans weren't going to do it, right? If the yeah. Democrats didn't do it, would the Republicans be like, you know what, let's just honor precedent and not change the rules? I mean, like, but you have to kind of put some blame on them when they went, hey, with under our current set of rules, this isn't working. We need to change the rules. And it is short-sighted to see that and do it and then think that the other team isn't going to play by those rules once they're implemented. Well, they accelerated it by applying it to the Supreme Court. So, yeah. And now the question also, is... Also, by the way... Go ahead. Here's a fun one. Uh, Kavanaugh said that he had no knowledge of any terrorist surveillance programs and that he found out about it by reading a, a 2005 article in the New York Times. And yet there's emails from him on September 17th, 2001, asking about the implications of the program, basically saying, like, what if this gets out? <laughs> this kind no, of thing would good. have been disqualified yeah, that's previously, not good. right? But uh, they wanted him. And, and Steve brings up a good point in that. 
he's kind of proven. Well, he, he said outright that presidents shouldn't be bothered things? by things like the Mueller investigation. They, I agree. They should have led with those things. And so that might yeah. be why they wanted them. But they also said that they couldn't squeeze another guy in before the midterms, like in case they lose. And uh, that baffles me. I don't know why it takes so long. I would have figured they'd just get another judge in as in a lame duck session. But yeah, yeah like, I, yeah, like if all this stuff, if he perjured himself with all this, why did they lead with all the sexual assault stuff? Like, did you see your story like, for the ratings? I would think, like, they were, I think they were trying to railroad him on the sexual assault stuff. And who knows? If all this perjury stuff is true, then they wouldn't have even had to do that. Like, I don't, all this perjury stuff you're talking about, I'm not educated enough on that to even comment. You, you're, you're probably right. You might be right. Like, I'm just saying from the sexual assault perspective, like, think of, just like what Woody just said, think about it on shoes on the other foot. Like, it's really, really dangerous to just allow an unfounded allegation with zero evidence, in fact, a lot of evidence to the contrary, to destroy, you know, someone in a prominent, prominent position. Like, you, you got to have evidence. That's a really dangerous step to take. Yeah, that, I mean, I agree it is. Taylor but also, oh, oh, I, I do agree it's a dangerous step to take, but also all these guys who are like, well, what if I get accused of <clears throat> sexual assault? It happens to every single guy that ever existed. And like, no, it's such a small percentage. It's yeah. 5%. 5% of sexual assault allegations are false. And that's just the reported ones. 5% proven false. Or no, 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 it's between, uh, there was a study that showed between 8 and 41. There, there's a lot of different numbers on this. Uh, the, the, there are... There are dozens of studies that put it closer to five percent. My cop that, buddies tell I'll me all the time. My cop buddies tell me every time they go to a sexual assault investigation, they figure fifty-fifty. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that anecdotal evidence really convinces <laughs> me. Aside from these, you know, actual, you know, intellectual studies, but yeah, uh, it's so hard to tell. Studies it's, too. It's one of the yeah, but it's also one of the lesser fraudulent crimes. Like car theft is twenty-five percent. Like, well, you, but see, uh, that's the difference. It's like it's easier to prove them when there's like a tangible thing, you know, like so often harassment or rape cases are he said, she said. And so you can't you can you really can't nail down which ones are 100 percent true, 100 percent false. Like as, as shitty as that is, that's kind of. Yeah, I heard reality. this. I, so I heard between two and eight percent false. Right. So that ties in with Steve's five roughly. But I also yeah. heard up to 40 percent unverifiable. And that's a really big that's what I was thinking of, chunk buddy. of like, it's just the kind of crime that happens with privacy and no proof a lot. You know, three days later and it becomes your word against mine, right? My semen has long since dried out of her pubes and, and you can't run the test on it. Hey, well, yeah, because you don't finish coming. <laughs> See, I, I just don't I like, like the callback. <laughs> but, I, uh, <laughs> I, just like you hate Steve, the people who are like, this happens to every man and they're being ridiculous. I really dislike the people being like, hey, if you don't accept all this, you hate women. You now, hate my, all my, women if you do this. It's like, no, like I, I was one who was against more. I thought it was pretty, a lot of very verifiable evidence. Like I was a fucking creep. And I think Kyle and I were together on that one being like, yeah, this yeah, guy should sure. not be a politician in Alabama. Yeah, but Roy Moore is a like, fucking. There was no, there yeah. was nothing to bolster. He asked those children's parents for permission to date them. I don't. No, see I'm it. okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. If you those ask the letters... parents and they're okay with it, then look, it's legal. It's creepy, but it's legal. But when he was being asked to not come back to the mall because he's hitting on the underage girls, that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that doesn't happen so to someone. <laughs> I'm actually not like, okay with even the parents thing, and I, I hear your argument. I mean, it, land of the free, maybe whatever, but. Uh, if a kid is young enough that you have to ask their parents to date 17. them, 
I, I want to say 16, but I, I 12, whatever. <laughs> I think there was one or two that were 15. And it, he like signed yearbooks when he was a fucking adult. <laughs> I just think in general, even if you've never touched a kid, if you are an adult who does not work at a school that signs a teenager's yearbook, you should be investigating. What happens if someone brought their yearbook to your merch line? I have signed many a yearbook. God damn it. They bring them. I don't know what else to do. I'm I don't want to offend them. Next year, I, uh, bring your 10th grade one. <laughs> if someone, yeah, if someone uh, brought a yearbook to my merch line, I would sign it in a very, like, this is creepy as shit. Please don't bring yearbooks to my merch line. <laughs> Steve Hofstetter. But I am not a rapist. Very few yeah. rapists say I'm not a rapist. Yeah, that's true. I do agree with the idea of, like, the default is to believe, like, my default is to believe a story. But my default also isn't to castigate a person who's being accused. The idea that it's black and white is ridiculous. Like, you can believe someone and then also be like, well, let's walk down this line and find out what happened. Like you, But there are guys who are just like, oh, women are liars! And I'm like, you probably raped somebody. Like, if <laughs> you, Listen to both if, witnesses and see who seems more credible, and that's where you start. Yeah, and look, I was, I was in a situation, I saw it happen to a friend of mine who he was, we were playing at college campus. He uh, made out with a girl who was like all over him. Like everybody saw how much she was throwing it at him to the point where it was almost like uncomfortable. Mm. And uh, he like, you know, she like gave him a tour around campus. He made out with her. There were a ton of witnesses. And she ended up, she had a boyfriend. And so then she said that he had raped her. And that's how it happened. Now, I only found out about this months after the investigation Eh, was closed because he didn't even know that there was an investigation. Uh, they basically launched an investigation. They talked to a bunch of witnesses. They found out she was completely lying. There were people who could corroborate him being with her the entire time in public. It was only 15 minutes he was out of my eyesight. And yet, even though he was completely acquitted, he also was banned from campus and couldn't go do a gig on that campus again, mm. which was oh, that's bullshit. terrible. And I understand that there is a lot of bullshit out there. I'm not sitting here being like, there's no bullshit. But I do think it's ridiculous that there are all that there are all these guys who are just like, everybody's being accused. All women are liars. And I'm like, I think you may have touched someone inappropriately. Like for you to have that visceral reaction to it, like it that there's there's got to be a reason for that. I mean, I grabbed a girl's butt in high school in the 10th grade. <laughs> I, I just don't think that makes it a sexual predator. It does di- it does disqualify you for sexual uh, for uh, sexual court for Supreme Court <laughs> for sexual court no it actually it qualifies him for sexual court yeah. Yeah. <laughs> court is in session the honorable yes. Kyle <laughs> I mean it was really big. so you got is it a gavel you got like a tassel how come your robe has no front there's <laughs> also <laughs> it, it's also interesting to me though that there are people who the same people who are like you know who are like look. Just because we want to prevent rape doesn't mean we should throw out these, you know, we should throw these 5% of guys into this. And, like, that's too many. That's too, you know, just one is too many. And I'm like, they're also the same people that are like, bomb all the brown people. Crack some eggs. You know, <laughs> it's it's amazing to see the. Wait, I don't understand. Crack some eggs. A crack some eggs to make an omelet. Okay, okay. The, the phrase crack, you got to crack some eggs to make an omelet basically yeah. means, like, you have to. Destroy it's something. Like an, it's something. like a, yeah, it's like a Machiavellian took statement. Took a second like, to yeah, put it together. Means. I know the phrase now. I uh, I just like why are brown people eggs? I yeah. Don't... Also, it's the same people who are like due process, due process. We need due process. Lock her up. 
Like it's now that's true. That's true. And also, and they're also when we say lock her up, what we mean is investigate her thoroughly. Yeah, (laughs) investigate her thoroughly under a jury of her peers, and then if she is to be found guilty after a three years of investigation, then perhaps we should think about locking her up. Hey, that's not going to fit in a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. chant doesn't roll off the tongue very well. <laughs> she yeah, testified in front of Congress <laughs> under oath, under you know, threat of perjury, for twelve hours. But we need to ask some new questions. That new see, evidence has, has I would come like forward. Trump to do that about Russia I, on TV. I, well, he won TV. the election. With or a fucking the, tax the voters have spoken. Or uh, I have another AMA return. question here. Go By ahead. Way, we love would, our if patrons. Would, if you would like to send us an AMA question. It's uh, part of the $10 Patreon package. There is a link down below from which you can subscribe and then offer your questions. Uh, this one's for me. Are there any good TV shows that you're watching right now, Kyle? Um, yes. Yes, there are. I, I got into a Viking kick uh, first, I, and I shouldn't have done this. I watched Norseman on Netflix. Now, that is a bit of a, a, a comedic uh, take on the Vikings and, and everything they do. It's very funny, very but it's tongue in cheek funny. It's not goofy funny. I mean, there's, it, it, they, they draw a really fine line. There's violence, rape, gore, and comedy. It's it's a really interesting take what do you on mean, Norse. <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting take on on Viking life. So, but before you watch it, watch Vikings. Hmm. Vikings, just plain old Vikings. I believe the History Channel made it, and it tells the story. Of Ragnar Lothbrok, who is who is, um, it, I, I've, I've researched it a lot. It, it's hard to tell how much of a historical figure he actually was because the Viking sagas were written like a hundred, two hundred years after the Viking Age. Yeah, but, but he is, is real. but he is spoken of in Frankish, which is what the the, um, the French are uh, at that time. The, he, he's written of in their uh, literature as well, and he was this Viking sea king who invaded England and, and France, and, and, and he was uh, very, very famous. Now, he's also been mythologized to some extent. You know, they, they'll tell stories about him slaying a dragon and shit like that, or a serpent. Um, but he was definitely a historical figure to some extent. The, the Viking show tells his story, uh, and they've fictionalized it, I'm, I'm sure, to, to a great extent. They filled in gaps, and they've moved historical happenings around. There was a battle that was actually ha- that actually happened in France where um, the French sep- had a big army, bigger than the Viking army, but they split it in two and put it on either side of the, the Seine, I think that's how you pronounce it, river, that, that leads to Paris. Paris was on an island at the time and, like, and, and surrounded by walls, so they, they split their army and put them on either side of the river. And the Vikings were just like, um, let's go on the right side where there's fewer people and kill them. And so the bigger army on the left side just has to watch while the Vikings slaughter all of these people. And this actually happened, but in the in the TV show they tell it as a, a British war that ha- they, they, it happens in England, and the, and they do the exact same thing. And the, uh, the you know the bigger army has to watch from the other side while they're just massacring the other side. It's really fucking good. The char- the guy that plays Ragnar is so likable and charismatic. And funny. Is Vikings like, like, the one we watched like a year or two ago? Maybe they have a oh, new season. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. That's what we spoke about it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I didn't uh, watch. I think there's only one season out, right? No, there, there's five. We were happy so, about how quickly it moved. There's, oh, that, I'm thinking uh, of Last Kingdom. Last yeah. Kingdom. You're thinking of Last Kingdom. Okay. Now this is the order you need to watch these things. <laughs> you could, you want to watch Vikings, 
then Norsemen, and then Last Kingdom, if you haven't seen them, because their timelines, such as they are, fold together in that order. Um, but by the time you get to Last Kingdom, the Vikings have settlements in, uh, in Northumbria, which is the northern part of uh, England. But in Vikings, when it's first beginning, they haven't even discovered England yet. Ragnar is like the first guy to dare to sail uh, west instead of east to the Germanic places. And uh, they, they, they go into detail. They show his makeshift navigation device, which is sort of uh, uses the sun to tell if, you're, if you veer too far north or south. It's not a compass. It's a, it's a sun uh, dial of sorts. It's really good. I really enjoyed Vikings. The only thing that would make it, I, I would, I, if, if Game of Thrones is like a 9 out of 10, I would say Vikings is like a really strong 7. And the thing that would totally make it an 8 is if there was nudity. Because there are some smoking hot Viking bitches in this show. They are so fucking hot. Um, it, it just, there's this 5 foot 11 like Nordic beauty who plays his queen by the like second or third season, and every time she's on screen, you're just you're just captivated. Uh, Dude, Vikings is very good, and Norseman I would recommend. Is very good. I'm excited. I've, so I watched both seasons of Norseman. It's hilarious, and the the comedy in it is like okay. I might be mixing scenes, but farmers kind of rebel against the Vikings. The Vikings are you know taking a little protection money type toll on them, and they don't like it anymore. So uh, it's easily put down. And they hit the the farmer, and the guy's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, my solar plexus. Oh, that really hurts. That's, that's it, it's really painful to be hit in the solar plexus." And you're just like, "The fuck? Like, what's, what's happening here?" And the and the soldiers are like, "You know, I really think you've underestimated what it takes to be a warrior. If you thought you could go from farmer to warrior in just one day, my profession is important to me." And yeah. uh, <laughs> they're like. They're like, like, like the first thing the farmers do is, is like fire arrows at the Vikings, and the Vikings fight in a shield wall. It's a commonality you see throughout all the series I've mentioned. It's a historical truth. They, they, you know, a, a wall of shields where almost like the similar to the phalanx, and uh, and and they, they, the arrows start coming in. One guy's hit in the chest, and he goes down, and everybody gets in the shield wall, and the arrows are just bouncing off the shields. And after the battle's over, they're like, they didn't, they didn't even bother to put tips on the arrows. They're just, they're just flat. Like, get up, Dave! You're not. They just pull the arrow out of his clothes. <laughs> One guy's like, like "Yeah, that makes sense. I got hip a couple times, but I just kept going." Another guy's like, "I, I thought Odin me. had blessed me." Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I thought I was invincible. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like, ah, uh, I wish there was another season of Norseman I could binge watch. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. By the way, I looked this up, and historically, Ragnar Lodbrok, the guy, it's is father's or. Mother, I don't know. The last name was Gandalf Stetter. That's pretty dope. Which is, that's what happens when Gandalf mates with Hofstetter. So I'm <laughs> just saying you, I, might, I might be the descendant of magic. You, you, could, that, you could change your name to Gandalf Stetter. With that red hair, you're definitely the descendant of a Viking. Oh, absolutely. I do a joke about that. About how, like, uh, like people always make fun of redheads. But it's because, you know, your grandfather teased redheads and his grandfather teased redheads and his grandfather teased redheads because his grandfather got raped by a Viking. And ever since <laughs> yeah. then, the Viking, and, and like if people are mad at me, I'm like, that's just a joke about science. That's all it is. The Vikings <laughs> right? raped what a lot of people. The Irish? Oh, you know, you know that thing? That's how uh, they happened. Yeah. Where they were like uh, that silly, like uh, Elizabeth Warren thing. I'm not bringing this up to get a oh, political yeah. thing oh, just because I was oh, thinking oh, of a oh, joke. Okay. Like her, like, oh, I'm the 1,024th Native American. I was thinking, if that's the way we're going to do this, we as white people are actually the most oppressed folks on Earth. Reason being, 
we have Neanderthal DNA. Neanderthals, they're not even oppressed. They've been wiped out. Our people have been genocided by the maniac Homo sapiens for too long. <laughs> it is about time Neanderthals stand up, rise up together with our hairy fists, and, and we say no more to these dirty Homo sapiens. By the way, I'm probably like <laughs> one ten thousandth Neanderthal. Taylor's at least one fifth. <laughs> yeah. My entire, I have an extraordinarily thick skull. Homer Simpson like head. It, that is quite the yeah. breath. It's quite. It, well, I don't have that part, but I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're super oppressed, guys. It's about time we start a Neanderthal college fund, uh, Neanderthal tax credits, reparations would the, be nice. I think that's what the Proud Boys do. The Proud are, Boys. I, I heard about them in the news. Still don't quite get what they are. I, just I know that like Neanderthals. They're Gavin McInnes's team. Yeah, of, they're of they're people. a bunch. They're they're the standard that standard dog whistle of like, look, we're not a white supremacist group. We're just about white supremacy. I saw a picture <laughs> of their group, and there were like a couple Arab guys and like a black guy or two in there. Is that but, the actual picture of them or no? I don't think so. They're they're also. Uh, they like there was this report that they ran on Fox News about like Antifa brought a sword to fight with the Proud Boys, and the guy was holding it was fucking was Gavin McInnes, like it was literally it was what they did, and then Fox News was like this is Antifa, and it's like no this is this is the Proud Boys. I haven't heard well, anybody call it Antif- Antifa before. What is I've it? Heard Antifa. And, Antifa. And, and, I don't know how to pronounce it. I just read it. My crazy Facebook Antifa. friends talk about Antifa. All the time. You would think that Antifa for them, I feel like, is quicksand for me as a little kid. Like, I, I thought this was yeah. a problem I would be dealing with all the time. I needed to be able to identify quicksand and tell it from regular sand lest I fall in. And The uh, amount of movies that quicksand used to be in. <laughs> cartoons. And television shows. not And not just cartoons, but, like, TV shows also. And the idea of, like, you know, you learn, like, don't. Don't uh, wiggle too much. You have to slowly. Someone has to put in a rope, and then you slowly lift yourself out. Like I was when watching did that go away. I was watching Blazing Saddles with a girl the other night. She'd never seen it, and they got to the quicksand part, and she's like, "You ever afraid of quicksand?" I'm like, "It doesn't exist." I've, no, it does. <laughs> it I've doesn't exist. Quicksand. Yeah, it does. It, it does exist. I've it's literally fallen like, in quicksand. It's not Jumanji quicksand. The, yeah, because they, that's what scared me, and it was Jumanji. Remember? Or no, maybe it was. Uh, Princess the, Bride. Like, live, it was, no, no, it was the live-action Jungle Book where he's running through. It's, like, decades old, and the guy's, like, running from some animal, and he falls in quicksand, and, like, you see, like, his final gas is, like, <gasps> and, like, it gurgles up, scared the shit out of him. Turns yeah. out no quicksand in the Midwest, so I'm safe. Yeah. There's, a, there's quicksand at the beach. Someone died in Wildwood, New Jersey, I think. I was just reading about it this year. And it happened to me. I was like, call me 17. And I'm walking home on the beach with my surfboard. This is something I did like every day and never had a problem. Never thought twice of it. And then one time I was walking and suddenly the next step I fell in waist deep sand. Totally shocked. But it wasn't a big deal. I had my surfboard there. So I like put it down as a platform, climbed out, and walked the rest of the way home. But... I was a little shook by the whole situation because I fell in quicksand, something I didn't think happened to people. That's pretty scary. If you didn't have your board, do you think you would have been in deep trouble? I th- possibly. Because it's not that deep, like actual quicksand, right? I, like I, you wouldn't have gone all the way under. I don't believe I, I, I stopped at the waist because I had my board there, and that's like as far as I fell. Like the board hit the ground, and it was like something you could grab onto. Uh, I don't know 
like what scenario causes it? it was a like a stormy day and the water went higher than it normally does i have in my head that it, it got up to like looser sand or something and just made it fluid like um, that i'm reading through this by the way and Go this on. is like a really good point that the i'm reading this article about like how quicksand has kind of disappeared from movies right it's really interesting that like okay tying victims to railroad tracks used to be huge mm. and then but all the while, from the very beginning, planting a bomb with a limited amount of time—that's still a thing. Yeah, like these are mm. these are like the villain tropes that like some of them come and go. And so, yeah, they they're like saying like what there used to be, and it looks like it's just, you know, it's just not common anymore. So it, like Kyle, it is a thing. No, I don't says it's it. a colloid hydrogel consisting of fine granular materials such as sand, silt, or clay, and water. Quicksand forms in saturated loose sand when the sand is suddenly agitated. When water in the sand cannot escape, it creates a liquefied soil that loses strength and cannot support weight. Mm, sounds like liberal uh, propaganda. <laughs> yeah, and it says here, if excessive water flows through the sand, it forces the sand particle apart, which is in like ties into my. It was a good wave day, like it was better than average, and it was mm -hmm. almost dark out, like because it, it was good. I stayed till the end of the night, you know, surfed as long as I could. Apparently, there's a, there's a forum, there's like a whole web community of quicksand enthusiasts. <laughs> what are they excited about? I found a great spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took the kids. Took the like, kids. They, they need a new president every year. <laughs> they just get too overconfident. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've got the technique down. I'm going to call it the Smith technique. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, he's dead. What else is something you're afraid of as a kid that now? Oh, I remember this. I remember as a kid being uh, watching this documentary or news program with my parents, and it was about Africanized honeybees. Oh, and they were like, "Now we all know the normal honeybee, but do you know about the Africanized honeybee?" And I was like, "No." They're like, <laughs> "Well, it's when these really scary uh, bees mate with the normal bees, and they make really agitated bees." that make honey and <laughs> and they were like and you want to avoid these because unlike regular bees they will seek you out and attack and they are and it, i remember they had an infographic that showed africa and then and the, the woman or man said like and they're coming to the u.s and they expect to be here in the next three years and there was a big red what looked like a swarm like the size of of greenland moving across the ocean towards the united states and i was like oh no oh my god oh my god I'm fucked. Like, we're not going to survive this Africanized honeybee thing. As a kid, that's scary. Yeah. Like, there was a movie called The Bees, and it was about that. Like, a, a super aggressive swarm of killer bees moving across North America. Somehow they got super intelligent, but that seemed reasonable to me. It, it came out when I was five, which means I was, like, seven or so when we were watching it on VHS mm. or Betamax or whatever the hell we were watching it on. And... uh yeah, I had a real fear. And in there, they would, like, not fight the bees, but try to protect themselves, you know? They're putting clothes over the vents in the bathroom ceiling and uh, across the, under the door. And I'm sitting here trying to think of how I'm going to survive this situation if the bees attack me, too. So the best movie, the best movie was, was from 1995. I remember when it came out. They showed it on Fox. It was called The Killer Bee Nightmare. And it's, mm -hmm. it's about a town and a family that is invaded by killer bees and they end up like barricaded in their house trying to escape the killer bees and then they hear a hum from the attic <laughs> they're in and, and there's parts of the movie where there's just terrible cgi or whatever it was back in there they're just ah! <laughs> 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 it's 
just being destroyed by these killer bees. I think the scariest thing was that Black Mirror episode. Which oh, one? With the, uh, oh, the robot with the robot bees. Things. Yeah. The, which one? The one with the bees. We're talking <laughs> I, about I bees. I totally forgotten about that one. <laughs> I like Black Mirror. Um, oh, that's that's one of my favorite shows. Nine um, out of ten but, episodes I like. Yeah, yeah it's really like, hit or miss. I feel like it's either great or not at all. Yeah, every now and then there's one where like like I didn't I didn't really like uh, Crocodile, the one uh, the one with the architect. Is that the, I don't want to yeah. give away. I didn't like the one that had the fake dog. that kind of chased it. Yeah, that one that one was kind of uh, that one was kind of weird and bleak. Yeah, I like the one, one where the soldier. I like the one where the soldier was essentially part of a don't unit. Don't for people. He was essentially part of a unit that was like wiping out like vampire people. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good one. I like the I was, one where I, they exercised for credits and they tried to like take a chance for a better life. That was oh yeah, yeah. My, my favorite one is the uh, is the Star Trek one, the USS Callister. That's my favorite one. That yep, that's a, a good real. one, and that's a recent yeah. one. A lot of people fussed about that season. I, I think that with anything, I, like it's true on YouTube, it's true on television. It's it, the next season has to beat the previous one for people to think it's as good as the previous one. If you just keep going flatline, they tire of you. You have to sit there and yeah. step up your game. And I think it was cool that one of their best episodes was in their most recent season. Yeah, I'm yeah, a they, huge Star Trek fan, so that one I really, really enjoyed. There were three episodes in that season. That one, uh, Black Museum, I thought was great. I liked that a lot too, yeah. And also uh, Hang the DJ, which was the one, uh, which was the dating app one. Oh, I like the black I like that one. I did. Yeah, the, what was the, the dating what app was one the was crazy. One you mentioned uh, Black Museum was the one where they had the museum to, of death, basically of like the yes! museum for all the killer stuff. That That's one of the ones season. where the twist in that one was one of the best ones they've had. And and sometimes yeah, I, like I don't follow the Black Mirror universe. Like it almost seems like they don't connect. So when they do connect, yeah. I think that's neat. Yeah, when they use like there are little Easter eggs in each one. Um. But that was one where they legit like had it all in the same universe, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Woody, Chuck Liddell is fighting soon. Tonight, soon, like? No, I, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He's um, fighting Tito he like in the Oscar De La Hoya. He might be forty-eight to fifty. How old is? Um, look him up. All I gotta say is Chuck looks. He's forty-eight. Terrible. Chuck looks terrible. All right. I've watched Chuck training, like hitting the pads, and I can say with 100% certainty, I am faster than Chuck. I am significantly faster than Chuck at throwing punches and kicks. He looked so slow and so diminished from, from, from the head trauma, I'm sure. It's, it's going to be really sad when Tito fucks him up. It, he's going to get knocked out. He's going to get swarmed on. He's going to get wrestled to the ground and pounded out, probably. It's... I, it's gonna be sad to watch. Yeah. I, so I'm a Chuck Little fan. He was probably my favorite fighter back in the day. He was the guy that I liked the most. And uh, Kyle's right. Re- I'm not gonna say I'm faster than him. I'm probably slower. I'm slow too. No, no, you're faster. Uh, I'm uh, telling you, might be these punches were like <laughs> these were like like this. Yeah. Fast. Uh, he he. I've seen him. He looked really slow. Uh, he looks so much skinnier. He looks weaker than he used to. He's 48, so you're going to expect a little decline there. And uh, Tito, on the other hand, beat Chael Sonnen like two and a half years ago, ballparking. Like Tito's, last time I saw Tito, he looked like a professional fighter. And when I saw Chuck, he looked... Let me show uh, you Chuck. Look bad. Here's, here's a 20-second video. Let's cue it zero on this. 
Roger that. And and I, I would wager that I, I know I'm faster than this. I, I, I would wager that you are as well. I'm ready. Ready, yep. set, play. That does seem slow. I wonder There's if nothing there. Is this the end of a workout though or the beginning? The cameras are rolling. This is what they upload. Yeah. This is when you turn it on. He's he's playing a trick there. It's like a rope a dope, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know the next video is well, like sparring with UFC fighters gone wrong. I always check them to see if I'm in one. <laughs> hey, do Go do ahead. uh are there people who can watch this live? It's a pay-per-view, the Chuck Liddell thing. No, 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 no. Uh, PKA. No. No. Oh, because I just got a PKA tweet uh, that said, it said, it's funny, it says, never meet your heroes, kids. I threw a beer bottle at Steve Hofstetter once, and he was a total dick about it. Fuck legitimate rage. <laughs> 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 it's like, that's pretty funny. That is pretty that good. Is funny. Uh, yeah, there was, um, in this, like, sparring with UFC pros go, gone wrong, I've seen myself in them before. Where the, so I, I, one time I rolled with Joe. He was, like, I, re, I was a fan of his. And he's like, if you want to come up, we'll do it. We went to Boston for PAX. And anyway, they made up this whole backstory about how I, like, trash-talked him and Joe handed my ass to me as, a, like, a, a payback, which isn't how it went at all. No. No. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, so I've been in them now and then every so often I look for me. Oh, I hope my commentary is, is played over it. <laughs> the... In Russia, they would be chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> the format of it was mostly written, and then they showed the video, and I forget. Yeah, your commentary was probably the best part of the video. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah, Russia, that was, that was... we'd have chainsaws with spikes. <laughs> Yeah, you're like this octagon's all right, but in Russia we got this. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was a, that was a fun little night. Yeah, Joe's a nice guy. He is right. It, it, I'm I'm Facebook friends with him. <laughs> he keeps entering like art competitions with his wife and posting them for Facebook to judge, like who can draw a better cartoon whale or cartoon Which lobster. Joe is this? Joe Lozon. Joe Lozon. He's a UFC fighter, and okay. uh, he's a friend of mine, a friend of the show, and. Uh, yeah, we. I don't know. He's a good guy. So, but his Facebook is not tough, which is fun to me. I I didn't know if you meant Rogan, and I was like, his uh, Facebook is what? <laughs> no, no. Joe's got a. He's got two kids, and he draws pictures for him and stuff. And they he competes with his wife to see yeah. who's better. Speaking of Joe yeah. Rogan, Canada legalized weed, mm. and it took one hour before the first issued ticket for toking while driving was issued in Winnipeg. One hour after they legalized it. Pretty great. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be a natural thing. Just like the, oh, so I was just in Denver. Mm -hmm. um, and the, thing, the conclusion that we came to was just because it's legal doesn't mean it's mandatory. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. the high city, like, I think. Like, Jesus right? Christ. It was, we couldn't go every, and I understand that, like, being a clerk at a restaurant is not, like, I mean, it's a bit of a thankless job. It's tough. And I understand you can get high legally now. Everybody in the restaurant industry did anyway. But now we couldn't order anything at any place we went to. We went to whether it was like a, a CVS or like a pizza place or wherever we went. There were just people. What? Like we went to we went to a Jimmy John's. We went to a Jimmy John's and we're like, hey, you know, one of us ordered a sandwich. And then I ordered an unwitch, which is like a thing on their menu. It's just it's a way to have it with like a lettuce wrap instead of a sandwich. 
it's a it's one of the big things on their menu. And then he just looked at me like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "It's a it's a thing you guys have on your menu. Am I the first one to order it?" And he goes, "No." And I'm like, "So, so someone else has ordered this before?" Yeah. Well, how do you? Can I have one, please? Is this a, a possibility? <laughs> can I can I just jump back there and make it? Is that possible? However, you made it for that guy. Just do that all again for me. Yeah. Like You're instead of freaky guy. fast delivery in Colorado, <laughs> it's like Jimmy John's. Chill out, man. It's coming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was well, everywhere be, I went. Dude. Like. <laughs> yeah. Just smoke weed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is gonna man. be great when Does, it's legal everywhere in the U.S. How bad is weed for driving? If you drive high, can you kind of like just bury it and be on high? It varies I mean, person to person, and, it, and there's other factors. It varies person to person, and there's definitely other factors to consider. Like if you've been up all night the night before, if you're sleepy, like like, I mean, you could just be tired and be impaired to drive, right? Sure, oh, like I've done that. You know, so so it, it's gonna depend on the person and what they smoked and how much they smoked and how much they regularly smoke. And, and all the other factors. Like, Probably just not. Any... A... Steve, can you say it again? Oh, sorry. I, I don't know. I don't know a ton about weed, but isn't like sativa or indica like depending on the type of strain you have? Like one is kind of an upper, one's kind of a downer. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're smoking an indica, then you might you might be real fucked up and and getting groggy behind the wheel. If you're smoking a sativa, maybe not so much. Do they yeah. they have that? Do they have that pretty figured out in the stores? Yeah, that's one thing that concerns. So with alcohol, I can test to see how impaired you are. With pot, as far as I know, I could be off. I can really only test to see if you've been impaired in the last six weeks, right? So now, now there's a, Australia has a mouth swab that that's four hours. That's ah. that's pretty good. Yeah, four hours. Yeah. I mean, how long does high last? Less than four hours. Oh, so you could be a fine, but still test positive. Yeah, could, but it's it's you know it's that that's excellent that you know that that's that's so much better than anything else they're gonna do that's and it's certainly not as invasive as blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. got some cop, you know, first time he's trying to stick a vein. You know, they didn't teach us how to do this, oh, but we gotta make sure you're not high. <laughs> <laughs> they take I you know. to fucking hospital. Do they take it to hospital? I thought they took it to the police station. No, they take you to the hospital. But are, some cops are EMTs. Irrelevant. <laughs> well, I learned something then. No, I. I, I so you're telling me what I saw on television is wrong? They were holding that guy down in a hospital. Oh, this is yeah. random, like TV. NYPD the guy that, blue oh, type stuff I'm talking about. The the guy that they were forcibly uh, drawing blood from, they were holding him down in a hospital. Mm. Yeah, there is. There's also the question of like, do do people who enforce the laws know their own laws? Like, there's. No. Yeah, there's I've dealt with this at border crossing like you don't have to 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 go to Canada as an American to work there. Mm -hmm. If you're not taking a job away from a Canadian, you don't need working papers. Okay. Um, but now now I just lie because like, so like as a comedian, if I'm doing a private event, I do not need working papers because they're not going to hire someone else to do that event. That's my event or they're not going to do the event. So but to work at a comedy club, I would. But every time I go across the border, I lie because I've run into it too many times where they just didn't know their own laws. Mm -hmm. Or like some something like uh, in L.A., you used to if you have an HO, if you have a, a hybrid, you can park at meters for free. I don't know if it's still true, but you used to be able to. You can park at meters for free, and what would happen is cops would come and give you a ticket, and then you could fight it and get out of it. 
but the cops don't fucking know that law. There's like a so whole YouTube that's what I mean. genre of policemen falsely telling you you can't record them. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm a cop. I'm working right now. You can't take my picture. And they're like trying to wrestle away the camera and stuff like that. And uh, Just as annoying are the sovereign citizens. They're the worst. Who are like, like, I am a sovereign citizen of the United States. This car is my property. No. I will not abide by the... It's like some cops just like, I want to go home. It's not. It's, it's like, not yeah. You're not a, solder, a sovereign citizen of the United States. I'm a sovereign citizen. I am governed by maritime law. Right? Yeah. Maritime <laughs> law. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. One, he he's like, like they arrested me for 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 drinking and and, and driving. Like, I but I live in my car. What if I came in your house and and, and arrested you for having <laughs> yeah. a drink? Like, what, what what do you fucking drink, Judge? Don't you drink at home? He's like, God damn, you got me there. I, uh. <laughs> Dude, there's a scene where uh, he wants to like represent himself. And he decides that in order to have a fair trial, he's got to let him curse and smoke. Smoke. Because it, he can't talk without cursing, and he can't think without smoking. And the judge is like, yeah, I guess so. So he just lights up in the courtroom and fucking defends himself against these cocksuckers. And, and he wins. <laughs> yeah. And he wins. Yeah, he makes like, that, that drunk fucker there was doing this, and that fat fucker over there was doing this, Your Honor. And, <laughs> and by the end of it, he's won. And, and like, like... He gets out of everything, and Corey and Trevor end up with community service. <laughs> and they're on oxygen because they've been hu- been dr- drinking and inhaling so much gasoline because they were in a gas-stealing business. <laughs> oh, trailer, trailer Park Boys is good, but it was extra good for me because Kyle set it up. He did. I wish everyone could have the experience. It should be a Patreon level where Kyle just is like, all right. Tonight we'll be watching Bees. Here's what you need to know about it going into it, and he'll make the show better for you. That's a that's a personal Patreon level of two hundred fifty dollars, and you and I will have a a Skype call, and we'll watch a movie of your choice. <laughs> I like uh, I, I mean, I know how to watch Vikings now. Yeah, I know which order. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's probably a wrap there, eh? Are there any yeah. post rolls? No, no. Just remember Dollar Shave Lend- Dollar Shave Club Lending Club uh, Casper mattresses and YouTube Music. Steve, oh, and what Steve, kind of links would you up? like in the description? Pimping something here and there. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff coming up. Uh, I am touring Florida. I have shows in Tampa, Miami, and Boca Raton. And then I'm going over to uh, Australia and New Zealand. And I'm doing a six-city little mini tour there. And also hitting uh, Ventura, California this Sunday. These are uh, all nice places there. to go. Is this a boondoggle, like, disguised as a business trip? Uh, I mean, that's the good thing about being able to sell tickets now. Like now that I'm able to draw, I just go where I want, pretty much. Mm. So, awesome. and I want to go to well, those that explains places. Explains why you were in St. Louis not long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have my my uh, my best friend lives in St. Louis, okay. so it's nice to uh, it's nice to visit. Also, you know, I wanted to do the people. I want to do something to cheer the people up. Yeah, you know, they live in St. Louis. So. <laughs> yeah, it is sad. Yeah, they've all lost yeah, loved ones due to hammer murders. Yeah. Also. <laughs> It can't break a car window, but it can break a skull. Also, uh, for people, I, I gave a bunch of tickets to Comedy Juice to people last time. And so uh, I will continue to do that. And we're actually doing Comedy Juice for the first time in Seattle uh, this Sunday. So we're doing, we have Ooh. Seattle. Uh, it's Seattle, New York, and L.A. and Irvine right now. So if anybody uh, wants any of those tickets, go to, just email me, fans at stevehoffsetter.com, and say, hey, I saw MPK. Uh, can I get tickets to those shows? And don't ask me for free tickets to my other shows because that's not the sentence I said. 
<laughs> uh, which is what happened last time. You're like, hey, I heard you were giving out free tickets to all of your shows for everybody. No, that's not what you heard. Uh, so, but yeah, and but I will do... Uh, comedy I Juice a, in Seattle, is that what you said? Comedy Juice in Seattle. And I still have a PKA discount, though, for a lot of my road shows. It's not all of them. It depends on the venue. But for a lot of them, uh, I, I will still honor that. So uh, hit me up with an email and uh, come out to a show. Very cool. Nice. PKA 409. 